Welcome to the Lost Lowdown, podcast number 50. Woo! With your hosts, Justin and Claude. What's up, guys? Today, we are talking about, depending on your numbering, uh, episode 12 continued, episode 13, or episodes 13 and 14. Uh, There's No Place Like Home, parts 2 and 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, what did you think about this episode? Well, before we get into that, <laughs> um, I do want to, I, I feel, I feel it's prudent to take the time to, uh, revel in our 50th podcast. Oh, okay. We can't, and, uh. And, and to let the, the listeners know that they're not crazy, Justin <laughs> did do the intro. All right. Um, yeah, so we, we switched our roles because this is the long-awaited uh, yes. 50th podcast where Justin proclaimed many years ago Many years ago, yeah That he was going to do the intro on the 50th, and uh, here's proof that, Yeah, uh, if any of you knows where I said that, please tell me, I'm really curious, I'm not sure, but it was early on, very early on And you've got five people who are going to go look right now <laughs> Thank you, I, those five, I, I appreciate their Steven, Steven, I'm looking at you mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> As usual, we're, uh, we're coming to you via talk to, community call, voice chat, group calling, teleconference calling What? <laughs> Sorry, There's a I just, lot of words I just wanted to say that It's at the top of the talk to page, I think it's really weird Oh, yeah, that is weird because it's so clunky. I guess it it's a work. keyword thing, but it just doesn't yeah, roll off talk the top. To community call, voice chat, group calling, teleconference calling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like everything they do. It is. In one title. And I love the calling twice. It's, mm-hmm. I don't know. Perfectly terrible sounding. What's the difference between a group call and a teleconference call? Um, good. That's a good question. Somebody, um, somebody also asked me in, in, in real life, uh, what was the, is there a difference, like, can you have a conference call between two people? Oh. <laughs> wow. And I, was, and I basically said, if you're using conference call software, then yes. Then that's, yeah, okay. If you, if you just, if you just call somebody and call them, it's not a conference call. It's not a conference call. call? Even if you have a conference? Even even if you're conferring, I don't think it's a conference call. Okay, all right. None the none the uh, you know connotative sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, and before we move on, I have to mention we've got a new sponsor. Uh, mm-hmm. Our new sponsor is Hennessy Brothers Apple Butter, uh, the only apple butter still sold in breakable glass jars. Hennessy Brothers. Hennessy Brothers for when you want to break your apple butter That's in a right. glass jar. Hennessy Brothers. Thank you. Uh, so that, that's that's good. I'm, we're we're switching to a uh, sponsor-driven podcast, uh, at mm-hmm. least when I'm hosting. Well, my Ferrari payments won't pay themselves. That's right. <laughs> they certainly won't. Dude, there's so much money in apple butter. Mm-hmm. Oh, too. The, Hen- the, the Hennessy Brothers are rolling in it. <laughs> and by it, I mean apple butter. That's right. <laughs> 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 And that's why it tastes so good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, now that I've grossed everyone out, <laughs> yeah. let's talk about loss. Okay. So what did you think of the episode? I loved it. Um, 
it was it was pretty much everything I I had hoped it would be. I mean, obviously there's action. I mean, when okay, obviously Lost doesn't. You know, when it's time for action, Lost rarely disappoints. Mm-hmm. So the action was very good. Um, in terms of, you know, how how the sort of uh, the plot elements uh, played out, I thought were really good. You know, some of the little things of like, okay, we know you know the Oceanic Six probably get to the helicopter or get to the freighter or whatever, but you know, what happens, you know, what happens between that and the and the island disappearing and, like, things like that. And the little, like, details of their escape that you couldn't really pin down, uh, I thought they did really well. And, um, yeah, I was I was satisfied. I, it, you know, was bringing a lot of things full circle. And um, it was, uh, yeah, I, I give it a 9 out of 10. Ooh. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Um uh well I yeah I agree uh it was great it was it was different from last season's finale which uh last season's finale was kind of mostly just building up to one big thing uh this one had a lot of things in it I think mm-hmm. it wasn't just I don't think it totally it did kind of have one thing in there but I I feel like it didn't quite revolve around that one thing as much as uh, last year's did. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, the, the way it came together works pretty well. There were a lot of things that I thought we should have seen coming, but I didn't. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I agree with that. You know, like, I just, the way certain things played out, I was like, man, I should have known that was going to happen, but it just mm-hmm. wasn't obvious to me for some reason. Uh, yeah, no, I enjoyed it a lot. Obviously the action is good. Um, and, uh, and, you know, finales, they're allowed to really just, let things fly, you know, huge cataclysmic events can happen in mm-hmm. the finale. And they, and they really did. I mean, this was, this was a big one. I mean, I think well, about like back to like season one where all we got was, <laughs> you know, they, they got into the hatch and, and the others kidnapped Walt and that was supposed yeah. to sustain us for a year. This you was, know? Yeah. This was explosive. I mean, this was the, the, the most important and the biggest finale, you know, yeah, like definitely. Yeah, and even compared to last year, like, it makes last year look pretty small, mm-hmm. you know, like, I mean, this is huge stuff, so, yeah, and it, and it was good, too, it wasn't, you know, the, I liked the way it played out, it, there was, there was, it was surprising and interesting, and, yeah, I, I'm gonna go, like, 9.3 on this one. <laughs> <laughs> I only rate in whole numbers, so, you know I'm, gonna, I, I'm gonna stick to 9. I always rate with decimal points, it's just yeah. my way. So, so you're basically 18.6 out of 20. Exactly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I agree, uh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, I think <laughs> You could probably simplify that fraction, but whatever. Yeah, that sounds good. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. Yeah. It was, it was um, great. I mean, for me, I mean, it's you know, it's easy for finales to win, but you know, it did. I mean, for me, this was way better than any of the episodes in the season. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it would better be. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if it wasn't, that'd be really sad. It would be really sad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's the thing. That's why. That's why when we talked about best of, we disqualified the finales because they're just kind of inherently going to be better mm-hmm. than the rest of the season. So. Yeah. <sighs> so. Yeah, you know the, the, what you said about you know. Um, not seeing things coming that we should have, you know, I, I kicked myself several times that, you know, think simple little things. I'm like, I should have, you know, that's obvious, not really obvious, but that's just logical, you know, yeah. like, Oh, of course they would have done that or, you know, and um, one of the things that I'm, I, 
I don't really like the line, but I like the I the, the message when Locke says, you know, this isn't an island. This is a place where miracles happen. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important to remember because you know these 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 are the people who survived the plane crash in the when the show first started. So you know some of the elements of like how they were going to get off and, and things like that. Um, you know, I think when you put it in the context of like miraculous things happening, you can expect certain people to live when they shouldn't and, you know, and, and like, crazy things to happen. Mm-hmm. And it did. That's true, yeah. Big time, not just little little crazy things. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, this, this – what we see happen here is, like, it's something that really I didn't think was possible. Uh, I really I really didn't think the show would ever go in this direction. What direction? Uh, the, you the, mean in general? The, yeah, I really I do mean in general, yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody everybody get you know, basically like a lot of people getting off, a lot of people dying, and then the island like literally disappearing. Yeah. I you mean know? if that's not the way to end the season, I don't know what is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. It's the kind of thing that you can't imagine it being in a regular episode. It's just too yeah. big. It's too big. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I thought this this episode was particularly well written and uh and I and and it it, it um it starts off with I think to me writing wise like one of the one of the most ingenious little devices. Um, oh, yeah. I thought it blew my mind from the first the first scene. <laughs> Me it too. blew my mind. It yeah. was perfect. So are we ready to jump into it? It was really shocking. Yes, we are. Uh, you're taking the first half here, so I hand the reins over to you. All right. You go right ahead. Here we go. So the first scene, which we were just uh, talking about, that's awesome, um, is the continuation from the... Season three finale, right? Yeah, when very Jack, last scene. Jack has been calling Kate for a long time. You know, this is the future Jack. We we learned this is three years from when they got rescued, and he's basically wants to get back to the island. Uh, he has called her to basically tell her that you know Jeremy Bentham has died. That whole thing. Why would Kate go to the funeral? We you know we've been talking about this since you know season three finale. Yeah, this is some old shit right here. This is yeah, this is very old. And so the first scene of this uh, episode, uh, we get the tire screeching as Kate reverses in her car and uh, comes back to Jack to to ask him how dare he how dare he say that they have to go back to the island. And that right there, that sort of like picking up exactly where it left off from season three, I just it just was great from the beginning. I just couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's the perfect place. <laughs> that's the perfect place because we got to figure out what happened after that. Yeah. And uh, and I just love the idea that, like, the scene is longer. We just never saw the other yeah. half of it. Yeah. You know, and she just, and just her coming back, I thought, was, was great. But, yeah, it was uh, crazy. It was, it was like, it was like we waited a year to, like, see the rest of the scene. Yeah, and it was just, it was just, I don't know, it was just so simply great that, you know, she just, she just, like, stops on the brakes and, like, reverses. Yeah, yeah, she didn't just, it was like she heard him say that. Yeah, well, yeah, he's, you know, he's screaming it as she leaves, Mm -hmm. and she's just, like, not going to let it go, because she's so pissed. Yeah, Um, yeah. Because so, it, it seemed like an exit line. It seemed like the line to end the scene on with mm-hmm. her just driving away and him yelling after her. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just, it's always kind of strange when people just turn around, you know, they leave and then they turn around and come back again for a little more. 
Yeah. You know, that they they've done that before, but it's I don't know. That but it really shot I mean the effect it had because the way they did the previously on Lost, they showed mm-hmm. that scene again, you know. It was so great. <laughs> and so it really felt like that was the scene. Like it felt like the scene started in the previously on Lost and they just you yeah. know I, I don't think they've really done that before as as like I don't know, directly. Yeah, was, I mean it, that without great. without having, you know, the previously on have that the first part of the scene and then them them starting the episode with the with the next part. Like yeah, if they didn't do it like that, it wouldn't have it wouldn't have felt as good. If they just started with the car reversing, you'd be mm-hmm. a little disoriented in terms of what's going on. Where are we? Yeah. 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 And you wouldn't necessarily remember exactly what happened and mm-hmm. and the emotional like you know the emotional level of the scene. Yeah. Either you know so yeah it was just that part of it was good. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, so let me finish talking about the oh, scene. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so we find that Jeremy Bentham uh, came to Kate and Jack with the idea they must go back. It's the only way to keep uh, Kate and Aaron and presumably the other losties safe. Jack slaps Kate. Um, we know we, we learned that. You mean Kate uh, slaps Jack? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but the other way would be pretty. <laughs> yeah. Shut up, Kate. <laughs> Kate slaps Jack. Um we find that Jack hasn't been living with Kate for a while. She says she's still got to explain to Aaron why he's not there to read to him. Uh, and we find that it's been three years since their rescue, and Kate asks, how, how dare Jack ask her to go back? Read the phrase. Right. But that's the thing. <laughs> that's what happens. Yeah, okay. All right. Um, let me think. What do I want to say about this? Uh... uh I guess here's where they introduced the the Bentham thing, um, which we I mean we we did have the mystery about who's in the coffin, but now it becomes well it's this guy, but then it, then it's who it's this guy, mm-hmm. you know. And it was weird when she said the name, like I don't know, it sounded crazy. Like that's who knows that name? Nobody knows that name. Mm-hmm. That just, just seemed out of the blue. It I don't was, know. It was surprising that that they all knew. Yeah, they all knew this guy by Jeremy Bentham, and and uh, yeah, it was surprising that she knew that. Yeah, yeah, and it seemed odd to me that we never heard this before. But you know, if you look at the newspaper thing, it you know it it did it did have the the, the stuff on it for for mm-hmm. that name to fill in. You know, if you fill in the gaps. Uh, yeah. So so they were pretty much right. I mean, there's still some questions about that, obviously, but. Uh, uh, and I and I'm kind of confused about this, but I I really need to talk about that later when we get to the second Kate scene, uh, that occurs much much later. So I guess I'll hold back on that. I I uh, I think that's all I have on this. Okay. Um. Yeah. I don't really have anything. Um. Major. Um. Yeah. I think that's it. Okay. Whatever it is, I'm sure it'll come up later. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah, there's more, but it's just it's tied into later things and it's just not it's not time for that yet. Um, so the next scene we find uh Jack and Sawyer, they're on their way to the orchid. Um, they reach it and find Hurley peeing in the bushes behind them. Hurley leads them over to Locke, who is in the greenhouse trying to find the right plant so he can get down to the orchid. Uh Jack <sighs> enters and uh they exchange some unpleasant pleasantries. <laughs> that's that scene. Unpleasant pleasantries. Very nice. Yeah, I'm a writer. What can I do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was the hijack and mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. 
Anything about this, buddy? Yeah. I, I, Locke just, like, <laughs> Locke just seems so, like, sad here. He's just, like, befuddled, you know? Yeah. Like, Where is that flower? Is it here? Mm-mm. Yeah, I just, and, yeah, it's the next, the next scene when we come back to this that we find it out, but, the, but the idea that, like, he, it's been, like, an hour. Yeah. Since, <laughs> You know, since uh, Ben gave himself up, which is you know, mm-hmm. basically as much time as Locke has been looking for the, the right plant. And, yeah, it, it, it's a little sad that even at this point, uh, Locke can't get it right. He can't just, yeah, do yeah. anything himself. He's just kind of <laughs> messing around, and, and mm-hmm. he just would never get anywhere if Ben didn't show up later. It, yeah, if Ben didn't come, if Ben had gotten killed or didn't come back, yeah, Locke would have just not been able to do it. Yeah. Not, not only that, he didn't know what he was supposed to do. He didn't know what to do anyway. Yeah, like, Ben really did everything. Ben did everything. <laughs> Locke just kind of stood there. Yeah. Uh, uh, he's our savior. Thing. What are you going to do? Oh, another thing I was going to say is oh. that, uh, that one of the things that I felt like I should have seen coming but didn't is that when Kimi got Ben, they would go to the helicopter like I, I really thought they were just gonna like stay there for some reason. I thought, you know, mm-hmm. I thought them and their men they're gonna they're gonna capture Ben and stay there, and like Locke would have to contend with them. It didn't occur to me that they would just leave, go to the helicopter, and Locke would have the whole place to himself. Mm. Like that. Yeah, I didn't. I thought, you know, we didn't really. Know, I didn't really know what the layout of the orchid was until this episode. Uh, but I thought when 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 Ben told Locke to sneak in, I thought even if Kimi and his men were sort of where they were in the sort of actual green part, greenhouse part of it, um, I thought however Locke was going to get in, he would bypass them and like somehow get down there without them even knowing. Yeah, I thought that was the whole point was that you know Ben was going to be distracting them, so Locke yeah. could sneak through this hole. But that's not even really what it was. I don't even know what hole he was talking about because it's like. The the lever and the and the elevator thing is right in the open. Yeah. So I don't I don't know what he was talking about that he had to didn't he say he had to crawl through a hole? Oh, Wasn't did that he? the first step was like you got to crawl through a hole and then like did he say that? Thing. Yeah. I don't remember what he said. Yeah, it was really it, it was because uh, I I kind of played a game and I was I, I tried to memorize you know what the instructions were you know as if I was locked because he oh. said he didn't have time to say it twice you know. Mm-hmm. So I tried to remember. So, yeah, he says, um, you're going to go into that greenhouse through that hole there. Once inside, you're going to turn left. Like, going through the greenhouse through a hole, I thought, meant he'd have to crawl through something. Yeah. You know, but that didn't seem to be what happened. No. It seems like it's just kind of open-air thing. Yeah, but anyway, um, I didn't I didn't even think what – I wasn't even thinking what Kimi and his men would do with Ben afterwards. Um, but, you know, one of the things I did realize is that um, from this episode is that it doesn't seem like Kimi knew what the secondary protocol was specifically, yeah. only that where Ben would be going. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, yeah, that was the other what, thing. I guess I thought it, something would go to, like, they would go down. I, I guess I thought they were going to use the station for something. Yeah, I, I thought, like, he knew what Ben was going to be trying to do. yeah. I thought maybe he would go down and try to sabotage it or something. Like, do mm-hmm. I thought they were going to do something to the station, not just kind of wait for him there and then leave. Yeah. You know, that's, yeah. The secondary protocol does seem to be just, like, go here and find Ben. 
<laughs> yeah. Which isn't much. It would make me wonder why why Dan was so anxious when he heard about that. Yeah. Like, why does he? Because it seems like he knows something's up, but but mm-hmm. from, you know, I don't know why he would know anything. Yeah. What does he know if it doesn't? I mean, yeah. Does he know more than it seems like Kimi knows? Yeah. It's really odd. Yeah, I don't know what Dan's deal is. His his reactions like are really perplexing to me in this episode. Mhm. I just I don't know where he's coming from. He he seems to have this like idea of things that no one else shares. And you he know? doesn't tell anybody. Yeah. Yeah, and he doesn't too, tell and anybody. Too, and too lost fashion. Mhm. Uh, which which I just want to preface preface that also with with Locke and some other people. You know, everyone. Certain people know what's going to happen when Locke and Ben get through with what they're doing, and uh, and they don't tell anybody. <laughs> yeah, you know, and we'll we'll get into that in the, in the next scenes when they certain people indeed, yeah, yeah, but um, <clears throat> but yeah, Dan, um, he yeah, he seems to think you know the island is going to disappear or be you know, uh, you know, un- you'll be unable to get off of it or to it after you know, whatever happens, happens. But why he knows that, uh, you know, it doesn't seem clear. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I don't get it. I don't get his deal. What's your deal, Dan? Yeah, explain yourself. What's your major malfunction? <laughs> uh, you ready for the next scene? Uh, Yes. All right. So the next scene, we're on the boat. Desmond, Michael, and Jan are trying to figure out what to do about the big C4 bomb that's there. Uh, we learned that Desmond spent six months in explosive training when he was in the Army. His C-4 is set for remote detonation. Uh, Jen asks if it can be turned off, and Desmond goes through all the major components and explains that all roads lead to boom. That's right. I liked how the, the C-4 said, I don't maybe it actually does this, but it, it, it amused me that it said C-4, explosive, with an exclamation with mark. With an exclamation mark, yeah. It, it seemed very, like, over the top. Yeah, I don't know. It seemed like an ad for itself. Like, C-4, it's explosive. <laughs> I don't know. It's really strange to me. Mm-hmm. Not It didn't look, like, technical. Like, it, it just it looked like... Yeah, know. yeah. <clears throat> I, I've seen C4 depicted in other things, and I've I've never really seen it with that like title on it. Yeah, like, in big letters and like, you know. Yeah, yeah. But you can't mistake what it is. Yeah, there there's an article about this. Uh, uh, one of the MythBuster guys wrote an article about it. Um, well, it wasn't totally about that, but live it was about this bomb thing. I don't really know what he was talking about, but uh, uh, if anyone wants to read that, it's on the forum. The, there's a uh, in the in the uh, in the sub forum for this episode. There's a, a link to the thing uh, that he wrote about it. Uh, I think there's some unrealism here about the bomb, the way it works, etc. Where can we? Where can we find the forum? Oh, sorry. Where, where could we find the forum? We can find the forum at uh, tlld.net. Oh, really? Yes. That's a fun place. Go join today. Be be uh, member number 54. Oh, nice. I want to be member 54. So do I. Let's like, go both do it. <laughs> forget this podcasting. <laughs> yeah. I want to go to tlld.net. That's right. Me too. 
Um, interesting. I hadn't. Uh, I remember seeing that, but I haven't read the uh, the article. But I would definitely will because I like the MythBuster guys. Yeah, I do too. I was I was interested, and I did read it, but I didn't. I don't know. I didn't really commit to memory what he was talking about. Well, that's good preparation for the podcast. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I mean, I think some of it was about how it wouldn't be a good idea to design a bomb this way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know, I, I had a very simple solution to uh, their problem of the bomb. Oh yeah. Um, that 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 that's simple. That I like because it's because of the inherent problem with this bomb is that it's uh, you know it's set for remote detonation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this might not have worked, but I thought it was an option to at least think about. Uh, why not take the antenna off of the radio receiver mm-hmm. in just the hopes that it might not pick up the signal to detonate? Yeah. Because it had an antenna on. They show a couple of shots of it, and it's got an antenna. It does, It looks yeah. like you could take it off or at yeah. least break it off. And uh, and I'm like, you know, that might not stop it from really picking up the signal 100%, but it might help. Yeah. You know? And because you don't have to, you know, deactivate the bomb so much as just prevent it from going off. Yeah. And the fact that it's remote, you know, it's just going to be waiting for a radio signal. It's like, well, let's just stop it from, you know, mm-hmm. getting the signal. Yeah. yeah. You know, cover the ant- cover the radio transmitter in foil or something. Yeah. Or like, you know, some whatever. Kind of signal blocking thing. Yeah, put some light yeah. on it or I don't know. Yeah. Unless that's they didn't, boom, too. They didn't, they didn't, yeah, they didn't think about that one. <laughs> no, they didn't. But um, if I was there, well... Yeah. We know what would happen if I was there. Do we? Yes, next scene. Okay. <laughs> next scene, we're back at the Orchid, and uh, Locke tells Jack he's looking for a way to get into the Dharma station below. Jack asks uh, to do what? Locke um, uh, asks for Hurley and Sawyer to excuse them, but Jack just wants to leave with them, too. Uh, he wants to get on the chopper and get everyone off the island. Hurley tells Jack, that Kimi and his men are taking Ben to the chopper as they speak. Jack asks Ben, I'm sorry, Jack asks why Ben would give himself up. Um, then, let's see, where... Oh, then we learn that Ben surrendered uh, an hour ago. And I think that's the scene. Really? Yeah, I think that's it, right? Okay. What... Okay. What are we missing? I don't. Uh, I might be remember. Uh, the, isn't there a scene with where Jack and Locke talk to each other? Is yeah, that later? That's later. That's later. Yeah. Okay. All right. I didn't remember how this went. Yeah, because it go. He just basically asked about why Ben would give himself up, and then we cut to Ben with Kimi and they're talking. Oh, then come, okay. Then we come back. Okay, I see. So it's just a segue line. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. Anything on this scene? Um, I don't not think much so. here. No. Um, all right. So, yeah, the only thing is this is when I realized Locke has been looking for that plant for a long oh, time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I hadn't realized that, but that makes it even worse. Yeah, exactly. And and I can't believe, like, Hurley's just, like, hanging out and going to go pee and mm-hmm. just, like, you're not going to help? Yeah. But, of course, he's waiting for his cue to, for Jack and Sawyer to get there. That's right. Uh, next scene, um, we see a handcuffed Ben walking with uh, Kimi and his men through the jungle. 
Timmy asked Ben why he's so important. Why would Woodmore pay so much money uh, for Ben to be captured alive? Ben asks if Woodmore told him to kill Alex. Kimi doesn't answer because he sees Frank trying to uncuff himself from the helicopter. Kimi goes over to Frank and uh, yells at him, you know, asks him who gave him the toolbox, and then Kate comes running out of the jungle, so he doesn't have to answer. Yay. Um, <laughs> two, two saves here. Yeah, it was like two saves back to back. Um so at gunpoint, Kate explains who she is and that she's being chased by Ben's men. Um, Kimi, Kimi and his team kind of set up a little defense perimeter. We start to hear the whispers. Ooh. And, um, and other comes pouncing on top of one of the soldiers from above and snaps his neck. Uh, very brutal. Sort of pull um, the Naomi. Yeah. And uh, let's see, another soldier is taken out, and then they start all, they all open fire. One soldier is hit by what seems to be like an electric dart. One of, the, one of those things. Yeah, and... Uh, That's what they used in the old days. Mm-hmm. Um, was it electric, though, in the old days? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they shot him, and then they, like, start, like, shaking. It's so, it's like low-tech, high-tech. Yeah, it is. It's really, it's really weird. It is really weird. Um, ben grab. I'm sorry, Kate grabs Ben, and then they make a run for it. A grenade lands near Kimi, and he kicks it over to Omar, who gets blown up. <laughs> Poor Omar. <laughs> uh, you really got to stay alert in basket grenade ball. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can't have your guard down. Not at all, no. <laughs> uh, I've never seen anyone kick a grenade, like, over to someone else. Like yeah. That. It's so either. weird. It's not a, yeah, not a good move. And Omar just really, uh, really had a bad run there. Uh, Omar, yeah, yeah. For, really for a character who, like, you you know, you get to know his name, you know, like, mm-hmm. he didn't have a lot to do. No. No, and he just gets a grenade kicked at him. <laughs> That's it. Oh, Omar. Bye, Omar. Uh, <sighs> let's see. So, Kate and Ben are on the run. And they're chased by a very Terminator 2-like Kimi. Mm, definitely, yeah. Right? Didn't he seem like he's just relentless? Totally. Totally. Um, and, and when he comes back later, he seemed like the Terminator also. Yeah, it's like, ooh, you thought, you know, you could defeat me because you froze me with liquid nitrogen. and mm-hmm. you know, But no, I've reformed and I'm back for more. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, let's see. Uh, they're running. Ben falls. Kate comes back for him. Uh, as Kimi closes in on them. Saeed tackles him. They fight. Uh, I was gonna do it like a like a punch by a blow by blow here, but um, it was a it was a lot going on. We all saw it. So, it was uh, a lot. Suffice there, to say, there was a knife and some wood and yeah. Suffice was... to say, Saeed busts out some impressive moves, but Kimi's a lot bigger and stronger, so yeah. he gets the upper hand. Yeah. And uh, but before he kills Saeed, Alfred shoots him in the back, shoots Kimi in the back a few times, and then the rest of the others come out. Uh, Kate comes over to Saeed and helps him up, and they share a very strange look. Um, then Ben thanks Alfred for coming. It's, it's, of course, Alfred's pleasure. Kate picks up Kimi's knife with uh, Kimi's blood on it and then cuts Ben free per his request. Alfred tells Ben that he agreed to let uh, them off the island if they help uh, free Ben, and Ben says they can have the chopper and wishes them a safe journey. Kate asks if they can really just leave, and Ben says they can leave. That's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow, that's the scene. That was a long scene. Yeah. Um, 
to go back to the beginning. More of a sequence. Um, yeah, definitely more of a sequence. Uh, uh, this 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 episode does this thing that they 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 probably have done this before, but it just it just stuck out of me. A few times they they sort of ask questions that the audience would be asking, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, and so I want to throw this one out there, just in case you or I have speculation on it. The question that Kimi asks, obviously, we know where Frank got the toolbox. That's not a great one. Um, I had like five things about that. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Well, you know what? I'd love to hear them. I wasn't quite sure who gave him the toolbox. I know what we what we're supposed to think happened, but um, no, I'm kidding. See, my theory is that Sawyer gave him the toolbox because there was that there was that line where. Where uh, where Frank told him to go get the toolbox, and then he went and got the toolbox. Yeah, but you know that could just be a red herring. Oh, see, but you're. Oh, God. <sighs> I don't know. Did we actually see Sawyer give him the toolbox? I think. Well, we we almost saw. I mean, they implied that the toolbox was given. Right. I thought it. I thought it was pretty clear. Well, I guess we got to wait I, for the for the podcast. I think, I think Widmore gave him the toolbox. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I didn't either know Widmore Wid- was even there. Even Widmore, either Widmore or Jacob. Or Jacob. Okay, well. Yeah. Okay, just kidding. <laughs> yeah. This... <sighs> uh, the other question. Why, why does Widmore want Ben? Why is he going to all this trouble to get Ben? I mean, my standing assumption is that what he really wants is the island. Mm-hmm. Not Ben. I, you know, what is he going to do with Ben? Why not just kill Ben? You know, I mean. Well, there, you're asking you're asking questions that are related that are different. Um, because I think why why Woodmore can't kill Ben is a whole theory of. Oh, uh, that's that, that's that rule stuff, probably. And uh, I think, it might, and it's like, and then that leads to you know why are the rules that way? Because yeah. I've heard from different people that they their their theory is that Widmore and Ben are each other's constants. Mm. Which mm. I just I uh, I don't not that not that I think they wouldn't do that because I think it makes sense story wise. It just to me I just don't like it. It just to me I don't really think it fits with the way they presented what the whole constant thing is about, and I think it makes it seem like Ben and Widmore are like have been time traveling or are time traveling or will be time traveling. And, you know, I don't know how much of that's true. Yeah. So I I hesitate to say they're each other's constant because that would mean that like, you know, that they're susceptible to, to this whole time travel anomaly thing. Um, But if they don't go through the barriers through the wrong, you know, place or don't go through the right heading after being exposed to radiation or magnetism, then they, they really shouldn't need a constant. Yeah, so, right, um, yeah. You don't need it unless something goes wrong, as Dan Yeah, and I don't I don't see Ben making a mistake and going through the wrong bearing. And, you know, we know Widmore, from this episode, we know Widmore has been there before. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but I, I just, if they're each other's constant, I just don't see how that really works in terms of the how they presented why you need a constant. Right, yeah. Yeah, and I just for an external thing, I just view I view the idea of the constant as a as a one episode pretty much idea that that got him out of uh 
mm-hmm. uh, that got him out of the problem that Desmond was in. But you know, and I, Ben, I believe after this episode's over, does indeed time travel. Mm-hmm. But uh, but it's different. It's not the kind of thing that Desmond that happens to Desmond. The thing that happened to Desmond was he he sort of got the consciousness of an old version of himself, and then and then he was flipping back and forth. Yeah. What, what seems to happen to Ben is that he literally just travels to the future, uh, which which seems which seems to me to be a different kind of mm-hmm. time travel that you know doesn't you know he's not fl- I don't think he's flipping back and forth that that seemed to be the problem that required the constant that's the whole and that's why the mouse the little rat died was right because it, it, the flipping back and forth was too much for its mind exactly so. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, well, I, I yeah, don't think. Backwards, yeah, working backwards. You know, can they not kill each other because they're each other's constant? I don't really think that's true. I don't either. I uh, think the rule might be for some other reason. I, I don't really understand why there are rules, but I, I, I just, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's about constants. I, mm-hmm. I don't know what it's about. I don't really get it. But yeah, I mean, Ben says, you know, you, you know, I can't kill you. And maybe, you know, presumably it applies the other way around that, that Widmore knows he can't kill Ben. And so I guess if he can't kill Ben, then maybe the thing to do is just capture him, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if that's allowed. Uh, well, my whole thing about, you know, you're asking the question, why why does he want Ben and not, you know, I was thinking Bidmore just, Bidmore. Wow. <laughs> the German pronunciation. Uh, ben and Widmore together, I guess. Um, oh, you said Bidmore. I thought yeah. you said I thought you said Vidmore. Vidmore. No. That's the German version. Oh yeah. Um, my thought was that Widmore just you know he wanted to get back to the island and and Ben you know if Ben's on the island he can stop him from getting there. So if Ben is off the island then Widmore is you know more able to get to it. Yeah. That's what I think is kind of going on here. That's it. Um, I don't know if he's really interested in Ben himself. I it just—it doesn't seem like he's doing a good enough job of securing the island. It seems like all he's doing is getting Ben. You know, it didn't seem like there was a good plan for like taking the island. Well, I mean, that's the thing. I feel like there's—I feel like getting Ben is the is the primary function to securing the island. Because think—I mean, at the very least, if he captures Ben before Ben can move the island, assuming Woodmore yeah. knows the island could be moved. Um, then that you know, if you capture him before that, then you can make sure that uh, you know you can get to the island if that's what you want. So, so what would have happened? Let's just a little hypothetical here. Let's say you know Kimi get you know they get on the helicopter and they make it off. You know what do they do? They, they they're gonna like torch the island, right? And so they just kill everybody, and then now they have Ben and the island. Is that the idea? I guess, and they would just tell Widmore we've got Ben in custody and the island is, and the island you know, is no here. on it, and, and then Widmore would, I don't know, come to the island come and, the island know, and roll around on the beach. I don't know what he <laughs> wants to do. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> it's, kind of, it's kind of like when a, when, a, when a cat, like, falls in a toilet or something. It's just, there's something nice about someone sophisticated just, like, rolling around in the dirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just wee. Yeah, cats. When when yeah, when embarrassing things happens to cats, it's it's particularly enjoyable. I think yeah, sometimes. something like, special about that. Yeah, it's like yeah, you deserve it. You're a cat. <sighs> yeah, yeah, they put on airs, those cats. Yeah, they walk on four legs. They ain't that good. Mhm, mhm. Call me when uh, you walk upright, cat. <laughs> Okay, so you don't think he he wants to do like 
something with Ben specifically. It's really just about. I don't. I mean, I, I won't rule it out, but I would say the fact that they met each other, you know, before, and you know, ben, he didn't. Widmore didn't seem to be interested. Try to get him. Yeah. yeah, but it seems like he should have at least wanted to capture him at that point. That that's kind of confusing to me. Well, but at that point, I think you know the island had already been moved. And mm-hmm. circumstances were entirely different. Yeah, okay. So I think that was that was part of it, too. Okay, so he only cares about getting Ben if he's on the island. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's well, the idea. yeah, because I think Ben is the key. You know, because if, you know, Ben could have presumably, you know, if you take Charlotte and Dan's word for it, you know, used the gas to kill Kimi's team and right. anyone else on it. Although they had gas masks and stuff. Um, you know, and... Um, and you know he could have moved the island sooner or something if they you know if they didn't catch if they would have caught caught him he wouldn't be able to move the island. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like you know he he's at the helm of the island's defenses in in that respect. You know I think the island has other stuff it could it could do, but um you know it makes me think that if if all they wanted was to get Ben out of the way if all Woodmore wanted to get Ben out of the way, then that makes me think that. You know, the island itself doesn't have any other defenses that would have stopped them. You know, Smokey or Jacob doing whatever he would do or could do. And, yeah. You know, it makes it seem like that wasn't part of Woodmore's plan or that wouldn't have been a problem. Yeah, it seems like that stuff couldn't really have done anything. Mm-hmm. You know, now that the season's over, I mean, what about Smokey? I mean, what? <laughs> we still don't really know why he didn't kill those soldiers mm-hmm. you know it it still doesn't make sense they never explained it they never went back and said you know that they had a weapon or there was any re- it seems like Smokey just yeah. wasn't in the mood to kill them he just wanted to like rough them up for some reason well, we did say that the reason he didn't kill them was because we needed them in the finale yeah which was true and yeah they definitely needed them in the finale um, I don't know, man. I don't really know what. Yeah, I I think it's really lame that Smokey didn't didn't really hurt them. I mean, the one guy, whatever. But yeah, um, and he didn't even die until like he got all the way to the boat. Yeah, I, I thought that that whole thing is lame. I don't, you know, maybe when they explain what Smokey is, it'll, you know, I mean, maybe, I mean, maybe Kimi wasn't afraid of it. I can mm-hmm. see maybe that's why he wasn't, you know, attacked. Yeah. Maybe, but. I, I mean, the other guys were obviously scared. They were, like, they were running and shooting. Way. Yeah, and, yeah definitely. So, I don't know. I don't know. I think that's a big one. Uh, why, you know, and, and not only that, but the whole, yeah, the whole thing about what is Smokey is still obviously a big question. Mm-hmm. How how has Ben able to control it or direct it? We still yeah. didn't find that out. No. No. I didn't think we would, but I thought we would find – I thought they would explain why Smokey didn't kill it. But, yeah, maybe – you know, I, I'm i not that confident about this, but yeah, maybe once we know what Smokey is, it, there'll be, it'll be reasonable that he didn't kill him. Yeah, I mean, the other thing is like, you know, Kimi and his men, you know, none of them asked about Smokey. None of them said, you know... Yeah, you know, they weren't shocked ben, enough. Yeah, Ben, thanks for sending that black smoke cloud at us. It nearly killed us, blah, 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 you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they didn't even really talk about it. And, you know, I mean, as a jaded, lost, lost viewer, like, you're you're not shocked by Smokey, but, like, presumably these people haven't seen anything like that before. <laughs> now, you know? here's, the, here's the answer to that, which I think is plausible. Maybe they knew about Smokey. Maybe Widmore 
you told know, him. Uh, told Kimi, and maybe Kimi told his men that we might encounter something weird, and if so, this is how you do it. And maybe the guy who got injured didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Why, you know, I can see that happening. Okay. Yeah, I agree. You know? I mean, if Widmore knows about the island, he very well could and probably does know about Smokey. So he, he I could definitely see him preparing them for that. Uh, uh, I just wish they had said that. I just wish we got, like, something. It just, I don't know. It just Deleted scenes? Yeah, okay, you know what? There's always deleted scenes. <laughs> what was the other thing? Deleted scene, and uh, what was the other reason for anything weird? Oh. There was two reasons we had. Oh, you're uh, right. Uh, um, time scene. travel. And time travel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think both work. They do, Oh God! All right. Well, that's that's just I don't know. I'm gonna that's that's gonna be you can call that a little uh, a little continuing segment for today. Like now that the season's over, what's up with this? Mm-hmm. Exactly. What's up with dot dot dot? Yeah. Yeah, and that was segment one. So there you go. All right. Stay tuned for segment two through infinity. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <sighs> and that's the smaller infinity. This, of course. Just for, you know. We're only human. Worried about that. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So we got through the first part of this scene, which is uh, Kimi asking why Ben is so important. I mean, anything, I mean, any other ideas of why he needs to ca- ca- uh, capture him alive? And, you know, I mean, I, I, on the same general topic, there was that stuff about what Miles said to Ben, you know, don't talk to me like I don't know what you can do or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, does that just come down to, does it just come down to the fact that Ben knows, like, how to work stuff on the island? Like, it's not so much what he can do, but what he knows how to use stuff to do. <laughs> does that make sense? You know, like, like the way yeah. he said it made it seem like, you know, Ben could, like, I don't know, you know, do something intrinsically impressive, not just, like, he knows how to work things. Yeah. You know? Not but not just something that he could presumably something. just, like, it yeah, is, but... It's a, I don't know which one he means. He didn't really sort of do either. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think it's really anything in, intrinsic about... I think in terms of anything supernatural or, 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 or crazy that... Um, Miles could be referring to, I don't think would be intrinsic to Ben. I think in terms of that, the only thing that's intrinsic to Ben is his, you know, specialness with, uh, you know, and his position in the island, you know. Whatever makes him who he is in terms of their leader, I think, is the only thing that's really intrinsic. That's his main intrinsic quality. I think whatever, whatever Miles is referring to is probably more along the lines of what he can do because of what he knows. Yeah. Um... But that's because stuff I think that, that's like, real he could presumably teach someone. Yeah, you know? I mean, if it's, yeah, he could presumably, yeah, I think, yeah, exactly. I, I think, you know, if Locke ever makes it to that level, um, then I think he could he could maybe do that stuff, too. I don't, yeah, I don't really think it's intrinsic to Ben. Yeah, okay. They they made it seem that way, though. I mean, it just, it felt like it was something special about Ben. It, it seems to me that the only really intrinsic qualities Ben has are just the fact that he's, you know, he's very, you know, he's conniving, he's 
smart. He thinks of plans very well. Mm-hmm. You know, he he knows how to get out of situations. You know, like that. These are things that like are. I mean, these are regular human qualities. I mean, anybody can have them. Not everybody does, but you know, mm-hmm. they're not like. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Ben has any special powers or anything like that. I mean, I think he if he did, he would have used them before. Yeah, you know, he's been in some dire situations. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and I, I think I think his biggest special power is, is his brain. You know, his, be, be able to come up with a plan. Yeah. Really fast. Yeah, um, I agree. That's that's what it seems like, but it's just not. It's just like you're. You're an impressive human being. Like that's mm-hmm. I don't know. It didn't seem like that's what he meant. But uh Yeah, I got the sense he just meant like, you know you know, don't talk about like I don't know what you can do. Like and it could just be that he can you know, we were talking about, you know, he could just manifest three point two million dollars or something, uh, you yeah. know, or mm-hmm. or you know, but that would still be because of what he knows how to use on the island, not because of him and he just got yeah. some, has some power, so Right, right. And I still wonder about that. that's right. That was the context was he was asking for all this money. Mm-hmm. Really and, quickly. Yeah, and uh, and why would Ben have so much money? I I I still don't really, I still don't really know. Uh, that's 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 still up in the air. Because mm-hmm. it doesn't seem to me that he really has a fundraising source. Yeah, I would imagine that he's got somehow has money in the real world somewhere connected to one of those uh, you know identities he has access to. Mhm. Um I mean I would I mean cuz it's the same thing I think about Middleos. I mean if they're if they want to pretend to be a real company, I feel like they should, you know, they've got a building, they've yeah. got employees, they've got, you know, other things that make them seem real and they should have a bank account too. Yeah. You know, I don't know if they're actually making any money, you know, or anything like that, but um yeah. But if presumably, you know, he could have access to any funds they have. Yeah. And it seems like it would cost money just to keep that up. Yeah, exactly. You know, they had, I mean, presumably they had some kind of private jet or something like that. I mean, they were flying people. Even the submarine they had. The cost, submarine, you know. yeah. Which I, I mean, think, maybe that was old. But. I think the submarine was Dharma submarine, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but they can't, I mean, Dharma didn't have a bunch of cash lying around, did they? I mean, you know, no. they can't steal everything from Dharma. Yeah. You know, so I just, I I don't know. May, that that might be one of those things that they're just not interested in explaining, but I, I just, I, I really don't see how it could possibly have. I, I think it'll make more sense later. I, I feel like we'll find out, I mean, we still need to find out more about Miles. We'll find out more about, I think, who, what, what if, if what is appropriate, Ben is. And um, and more about what he can do when we, I think, hopefully when we see Locke trying to do some stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, yeah, that's, that's yeah, because Locke, obviously, I mean, you know, we talked earlier in the season. He's, he's He wants to step into Ben's shoes, and he kind of really does here. So. Oh, man, he, he, yeah, the crown was transferred. <laughs> yeah, like, for real. I mean, they kind of hinted at it and, half did it but this time it's for real so uh it makes me it makes me think of that line you know in season two when uh that whole thing of ben telling Locke he was there for him yeah like yeah. that seems true now it does I mean, finally as, as special as, as Locke has been painted this season yeah uh i think that that's true it's way more plausible now mm-hmm. it didn't make any sense and it didn't seem like he cared for a long time but yeah uh, but yeah, now now with what's happened, it 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 doesn't look so crazy. 
I also want to say, like, why is it not why is it, but it it, it seems like it's 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 Ben's mo to like get himself captured yeah. for whatever his plan is. Like, I'll just surrender myself, and like you know that'll like get me into what I need mm-hmm. to do. He just does it all the time. He does, yeah. It's definitely his way. He uh, he gets himself captured, and he somehow arranges for his uh, you know uncapture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. That's that's just his go-to thing, I guess. Yeah, that's his big plan. Yeah, he's done I'm that. He's done it now. Yeah, hey, that'll be it. Hey. We'll solve everything. <laughs> Good for Ben. Uh, what else in this scene? Oh, uh, so we so we find out, you know, what the others did <laughs> with Kate and Saeed. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Uh, it should have been obvious, but I really, I don't know, I wasn't, it wasn't, I knew that Kate and Saeed had to get, like, out of there because they were going to leave the island, but uh, I don't know, I really thought there was going to be something, I, it just, it should have occurred to me, but it didn't, that they would just use them to get Ben back, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I knew that Kate and Saeed weren't in, like, any trouble, like, they weren't yeah. like, okay, now we've got you and you're going to come with us or something, Yeah. Like, they, you know. This is the finale. There's no time for that, you know. Yeah. You, you guys had your chance to capture us, and you, you know, with Kate, they did in mm-hmm. season three. So, like, yeah, I knew that. I knew they weren't gonna like be in trouble, but I wasn't thinking they would go help rescue Ben because I really don't even think they needed help rescuing Ben with as many people as they had. No, not really. You know, they could have had anyone run out there and be like. I'm blah, 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 survivor of 815, just to, you know, for the diversion of it. Yeah. You know, it, it does seem like what we said last time, which is that they they just ran into him and decided to take him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it seems like. Because, yeah, if, I don't want to believe that, oh, no, we need to rescue Ben. We've got to have, you know, uh, mm-hmm. Austin, Austin and Jarrah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, I just don't buy that. I mean, I don't even think Ben really knew that, that they were heading there. Yeah, you know, he well, shouldn't I don't have. Think, yeah, you mean that the others were heading there? Or no, Kate no, and, the Kate and Saeed were, were. I don't think Ben knew either one was heading there. Well, he knew about. I think he knew about the others because I think he communicated with them with the oh, mirror. That's right. that's right. You know, yeah, I think that's... I think he told them to like help him out. But wait, he did. He wasn't captured at that point, so it's no. not like he told them to like come rescue me. He just told them like you know whatever I'm going to the orchid or meet me at the orchid yeah. or something like that. But that was the thing, like, he, they didn't know he was captured, uh, I mean. Maybe he no. knew already, I mean, maybe he, because they went to the helicopter, they didn't go to the orchid, so presumably, you know, he, he told them to go there. To the helicopter? Yeah, I mean, that's well, where they went. How did know the helicopter was there? Uh, wow. I don't think he would have known about, I, I think what it, what probably happened was, they, I mean, they probably tracked him. That's probably what they did. They probably tracked him from the, from the uh, orchid to the helicopter. Oh, okay. Uh, and then they got close, and they probably saw Kimi and his man around the helicopter, and they said, "Okay, Kate, you yeah, go do this, and Saeed, you go do this." Yeah, I think all Ben could have told them was like, "I'm going to move the island, or I'm going to the orchid, or you know, get a team together and meet me at the orchid or something." But it yeah. couldn't have been anything much more than that because it wasn't at that point yet. Yeah. And the story. I mean, I imagine it was effectively, like, come help somehow, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> that that was the point. But, uh, yeah, his his lack of knowledge about various things make it a little bit strange, but uh, uh, but he did at least communicate with them. So, uh, yeah. Uh, so they knew 
to possibly do something. Yeah, I, I thought it would have been cool if, like, they just showed up, you know, like mm-hmm. if they just came to help him because, you know, there was that whole thing where he thought they, they did, you know, that they they were done with him. Right. You know, and, I, you know, he, he thanks, you know, uh, Alfred and them for coming, you know, but because um, it didn't seem like they had to right. necessarily, but I don't think they, they – they know they have to protect Ben, even if they don't like him anymore or something. Yeah. You know, because he knows a lot. He can do a lot. Yeah, it does uh, seem but, that way. But even, you know, here's a question. Why why does it, why isn't Alpert the one who's like leading the others and doing everything like you know, like why is Ben the one who like has to you know, basically why is he in charge? You know, he's the keeper. He seems like he's the keeper of the information and and stuff like that and it's like, well, why is Ben in it, charge now or why why is Ben in, why is Ben Ben in charge in general? Both. Well, no, really, just in general. In general, because well, it I, seems to me like you know, Alpert, Alpert should be able to do some of the things Ben has been doing, but he just seems like Ben just does everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems like it seems like Ben is supposed to have been like, you know, the person like Locke, like the person that's supposed to lead them for some reason. Mm-hmm. That, that he was the the chosen island guy. Yeah, you know, but, but not forever. But not forever, yeah. Like it's it's a it's a temporary office. Um and Richard, I guess, just isn't that guy. Like he might know a lot mm-hmm. of stuff, but he's just not the guy that's supposed to be the leader. Mhm. And so he's just kind of, you know, even though they had that thing where they suggested, you know, it's his idea for the purge and stuff like that. Uh and they showed him, you know, going to going to you know, going to Locke when he was a little kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and a teenager and all that. Um, so it seems like it seems like he's 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 tr- he he knows a lot and and it seems like he he should be able to he I I I agree with your main point like he should be able to do a lot of what Ben does. Mm-hmm. Seems like maybe there's there's like a few tiny things that that only Ben could do. Yeah, so, something to do with Jacob or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, it's just kind of weird, but um, the um, the Saeed uh, Kimi fight I thought was pretty good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Saeed. Uh, uh, <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> I love when he um, and it's sort of in the beginning of the fight when he has Saeed on the ground and Saeed kind of like flips around with that like scissor kick thing mm-hmm. and like knocks him over. I'm just like, yeah, Saeed, go, <laughs> like you know. Yeah. I've always loved Saeed, and even when, like, you know, he hasn't had a lot to do, you know, for a while, but um, but he's, he's still good. And when it's, yeah. when it's crunch time, you can count on Saeed, you know. He's had more to do this season, I think, than last yeah. season. You yeah. know, he he got a real plot this time. He In the future, he's he's mm-hmm. doing stuff. He's doing a lot in the future, yeah. Yeah. He's doing a lot in the future. On the island, you know, not as much, but uh, but he got to be, you know, the, on the, once they got to the freighter, I mean, Desmond pretty much, like, shut down for a while. <laughs> so. Desmond's mind was, like, yeah, re, re, uh, regrouping, and he just, he couldn't hold a cognitive thought. <laughs> yeah. He just. So Saeed pretty much did everything after the constant, you know, on the freighter. Mm-hmm. You know, he was he was in charge of every everything that went down. You know, from the from the lost point of view. Yeah. You know, so uh, so he he had a pretty good season, I say. And this, you know, this fight was 
I mean, I you know, I, I still liked the 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 leg neck snap, but I think this was probably more impressive than that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because, you know, Kimi is for this show probably the so far the 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 ultimate badass, you know, and Yeah, no, for this Kimi is the biggest bad guy they've had and and like, yeah, Saeed almost took him down, man. He yeah. he was I mean, yeah, I I I've I've watched that thing like five times. <laughs> I love that fight scene and um and he almost hit him, but but Kimi is huge, though. Yeah, I know. I mean, just just he's just outmatched physically. Yeah. And, uh, and when he's beating him, when he grabs that stick and he he hits him in the leg a couple times and like that, it's just like yeah, he's he's beating him with that stick. But like, you know, Kimi's just too big. Yeah, yeah. And he he got he got a shitload of hits and he stabbed him and it was just yeah when he yeah <sighs> when he when he got the knife and stabs him and like you just yeah you thought he's gonna you know be on top. But, I was sure he was gonna beat him and it just yeah Kimi like. Blow for blow, I think he lost. He just ended up on top and was able to start choking him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I still think, like, even though it looked dire, I still hold out hope that if Albert wasn't there, Saeed would have figured out something. Mm-hmm. Like, not just something, like he would have done something, yeah. Yeah. But that was what I, I you know, I mentioned in the scene recap that uh, when Kate helps him Saeed up, he give, they kind of share a weird look. And I kind of feel like the look is like Saeed realizing he almost died. Oh, uh, I don't really. Did you do you know what I'm talking about? Did you I, I really did not notice that at all. If you go back and watch when he when he helps her up, when, sorry, when she helps him up, um, she kind of he's got this weird look on his face, and she's she then they cut to her, and she's kind of smiling like like ah oh, we're out of it. But then she sees his look, which is which is a more like dire like sad look. And then she kind of mirrors it like like she's picking up on the fact that he's kind of, you know, you know, upset by the fact that he was that close to death. Um I don't really know how else to take that that look he gives her, but it was it was like it was a definitely, you know, specific kind of look. Yeah, it was, like, I, uh, it was weird. I got I got to take a look at this real quick here. Uh yeah, it's that. Um, I I'm, I think I'm almost there. Okay. Because Kimi's on the know. ground and there's Saeed. Everybody comes out. There's Kate. All right, come on, Kate, do your thing. Here we go. All right, let me see this. Oh yeah. Wow. You see that? I, I didn't see, notice that at all. They like they cut like even after like they cut back to Saeed. They and, did, like, before, yeah. And, and like you can really tell he's shaking. There were multiple looks cutting back and forth between both of them. I think I was really I was just shaken up by the fight scene, and I I was kind of dazed both times when I watched it, and so mm-hmm. I, I wasn't maybe I was just like Saeed. I didn't really take in. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I think. Yeah, and then like Kate looks, Kate sees him, and they cut back to her reaction, and yeah. she like she reacts. I mean, she does. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know how to take it, but then she looks down at Kimi, and I feel like the look was, "Holy crap, Kate, I almost died," and she's like, "Holy crap, Seed, you almost died." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's right. That sounds right to me. Good catch. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, those tiny things. So much is going on. Those little moments mm-hmm. are easy to just uh, forget about. Yeah. So that was uh, that was good. Um, I have another thing from the scene, the whispers. Yeah, uh, I mean, do we need to talk about the whispers? Because, like, you know, w- weren't they, like, was it, weren't they, like, completely absent from, like, uh, was it season three? No, not season three. Or was it this season they were absent from? 
No, they, we've heard him this season. Oh, um, yeah, I remember with what's-her-name, the, the, the... Yeah, we did hear him this season. Yeah, we heard him with Hurley and with uh, Juliet, I guess. Uh, so, uh, yeah, no... Was that, there not a period of time when they when it was, the whispers? It was season, season three. It wasn't whisper-free, but it, it was almost whisper-free. Oh, okay. Um, in season three, we only heard the whispers uh, in Ben's flashback, you know, when he yeah. when he goes out and Alpert appears. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I think we might have heard the whispers uh, when Locke was about to shoot himself and Walt appeared. Okay, yeah, that sounds right. Uh, I think that was it. So, you know, uh, until episode 20, no whispers in season three. Yeah. So, and only one present time. Longer. And only one present time, yeah, exactly. So they, yeah, they, it really seemed like they dropped him. But this season they've had, you know, at least three, I guess. Uh, there's, yeah. two, there's two in this episode. And they and they had a suggestion of the Whisperers in the last episode that I don't think was real, but they at least brought it up. They, what was that? What do you mean? It was it was Hurley's uh, surprise party. Oh, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah they're the, they're the trying to whisper. sell it as the Whisperers. Um, but I think in this case, in this episode, we have two for real whispers. Um, yeah. So, so and one a, and one dream whisper. Oh, were there whispers in the dream too? Oh shit. And Kate, when, you know, at the end when Kate picks up the phone, I think you you hear whispers. I think that's oh what really? You hear. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Then that's uh yeah. So this season they're they're kind of back. I mm-hmm. think uh, they they were sort of you know spread out in the season pretty well and from the first and then in the middle and so uh so yeah anyway uh i don't know what to do with them i mean the fact that they they seem to be connected to the others but not necessarily uh i just they're just confusing to me we saw them before saeed and kate you know were joined by the others yeah i don't want to say captured um and we saw them. we heard i'm sorry we heard them when uh christian appeared to michael Mhm. Uh, and then, like I said, in the end, when uh, when Kate has her dream about Claire, we hear the whispers over the phone. So there's connect. So we see one instance where they're connected to you know real live others, and then one instance where they're connected to the apparitions. Right. Um, and oh, and then you hear the whispers before the others attack King and his men. Yeah. In this previously. So, uh, which is why I brought it up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, I don't know what to do with that, except you know, it seems to me like they're when it's with the others, it just seems like they're just whispering in the jungle, talking before they go attack. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if that's what it's supposed to be or not. Um, and when it's with the apparitions, I don't know what that's supposed to be. That's the thing, though. I mean, with Alpert and with the Juliet episode, it seemed like there was only one person. You know, there. I mean, maybe there were other people like just hanging around, and you never saw them or mm-hmm. whatever. But it didn't. You know, it seemed like it was just one person. They, sh- you know, shouldn't have made that sound. And then, yeah, sometimes it's the apparition. It seems like it's just a general like stuff is happening thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, something is happening, um, and it's and you know, it, maybe it's the others, maybe it's an apparition. Uh, it appears, but the fact that I mean, the fact that the whispers can like be on the boat, like, I mean, that's weird. I mean, I, I yeah, definitely don't whole, think. Yeah, I didn't expect that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that just, I, I don't think that's just people whispering, you know. I mean, that's that's weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm i wondering if there's really an explanation for them or if they're just, 
or if they're just atmosphere building. Like I, I feel like they should. There should be an explanation so that, like, at least at the very least, the writers would know how to use them. But it could just be that if they're just for like you know atmosphere, then that's how they would use them. But I feel like there's something there, you know, there's there's something there, and it may just be like once we figure out more about the others and their history, we'll figure out what that is, you know. Yeah, it could be something. It could be something like just you know we, you could never guess, you know, like uh, which I'm about to guess. All uh, right, you know something like you know, um, oh, the whispers are the spirits of the the hostiles who always stay with us. And, ah. Whatever, or there are conduits to, you know, whatever special powers the others might have, or, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, it's sort of a byproduct of whatever. Like, I'm thinking it's something like that. Okay. Um, but uh, I do, but of course, I think the best whisper theory I ever had was, you know, when Locke got his voice taken away, and, oh, and, yeah, and the, yeah. <laughs> the whispers were just like, you know, uh, non-corporeal, like... <laughs> Voices just like gathering and talking. All the voices that were taken that away from various <laughs> yeah. people. Yeah, yeah, that was an interesting theory. I I wish like anybody else would get their voice taken away and we right? could you know go with that. It <laughs> seems like that was a one-off. I like to pretend that episode didn't happen. Yeah, that was an isolated episode. Like yeah, yeah, that one just crazy. I don't know. I don't know what they were doing back then. All right, all right. Let me think. Is there anything else from this? I don't think so. I think that's all I got in this extended but good sequence here. Uh, oh, that's the thing about the whispers is a lot. At least according to you know the transcripts, um, a lot of times they don't say anything interesting. Mm-hmm. They're just really like mundane. Yeah. You know, they're just like, hey, look, it's her, or hey, blah, 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 or they're just words or names or, you know, people just talking. They're not like, you know, necessarily like the whispers are trying to communicate with the people that are hearing them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like we're overhearing someone else talking. Right. Which is just weird. Yeah, the whisper transcripts, I've never liked them. I mean, even when they seem to be meaningful, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. A lot of times I've I've read the transcript, listened to the whispers, and and not been convinced that they're correct. Because mm-hmm. there's uh, there's some layering going on. I think there's some effects going on. They're they're not that easy to understand sometimes. Yeah. Um. All right. Next scene, I guess. Um. Yes. Let's see. I think that's the last scene. What? I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> Lost. All right. Well, see you next year. Namaste. Uh, Five scenes is all you get, people. Um, all right. Uh, you know, at first when, when Ben tells Kate and, you know, Saeed that they can have the helicopter and they can leave, I, I, I wasn't thinking he meant Frank's helicopter I was like, what? They have a, you know, the others have another uh, like a helicopter. The other copter. Yeah, I was like, oh, really? Another copter? Well, that explains how, you know, why Ben didn't care about the submarine getting blown up. Mm-hmm. You 
I have a helicopter. Yeah. If you if you go into my secret room and then go into the secret secret room, <laughs> you'll find a panel on the wall. Yeah, <laughs> which leads you to the secret 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 room. <laughs> which is um yeah. And in uh, there, if you push a button, you'll find that a helicopter emerges from the rooftop and <laughs> <sighs> that never occurred to me. I thought it was Frank's helicopter, but I like that. Yeah, and then I watched it again, and it was. Then I was like, "Oh yeah, he's talking about Frank's helicopter." Yeah, yeah. I I, I like doing that though. It it always amuses me when when I I draw some crazy conclusion, and, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, "Oh my god! Oh oh right! Yeah! Whoops!" Jack, Jack running into the force field, man. That's all I gotta say. Oh yeah, 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 totally. That was my biggest crazy conclusion, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I thought I thought Tom was alive in the future. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of my fuck ups this season. Uh, oh well. Um. All right. Next scene. Uh. Yes. Okay, so we're in the future. The flash forward at the Santa Rosa Hospital where Hurley is. Uh, a visitor comes to see Hurley. It's Walt's grandmother. <gasps> and she's brought Walt to come talk to Hurley. Whoa. She asks if Hurley's going to do anything crazy, and Hurley says no. Uh, and she did. She unfortunately didn't follow up with the question, are you a liar? <laughs> <laughs> um, which I think would have been prudent, but uh, she took his word for it. <laughs> okay, and then, and then if he said, if he was a liar... He would say he would say no. That's the problem. He's gonna say no, like either way. Yeah. Well, just because you are a liar doesn't mean you have to lie all the time. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Okay. But but the fact that if he is a liar, he could be lying by saying he's not gonna do anything yeah. crazy. Yeah. So I thought you know she should at least ask the question, even if you know he might. Yeah, he might just say no, and you still can't tell. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, Walt comes I over. assume that liars have to lie all the time. Yeah. It's Walt a hard Hurley, life being a liar, really. Yeah, for logic puzzles, it makes sense. <laughs> they always lie all the time, and you have to figure things out. Mm-hmm. Um, so Walt comes over. You know, he looks 35 years old. <laughs> uh, presumably from the time barrier, of course. <laughs> uh, no. Um, Hurley says he's getting big. Thanks, Hurley. Yeah, we really couldn't tell. Um... Walt That's one of those things where they just—if <laughs> they didn't tell us, we, we wouldn't know. They were like, "Oh, oh, so he's supposed to look big? Okay, thanks. I, you know, I wouldn't yeah. have known that. Like otherwise. that's why he looks different. He's getting big. Yeah. Like I, I knew when this scene came on and we saw Walt, I knew we were gonna, you know, they were gonna have to have Hurley mention that he yeah. looks different. I'm surprised that's all he said, actually. Yeah. You know, but they do. They didn't want to, you know do too much with it. Yeah, not only does he look different, he talks like this now. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You still owe me $20,000, Hurley. Exactly. Luckily, it is in the future, so Mm -hmm. he should be older. Yeah, it's it's the kind of thing that, like, a long time ago, I think we talked about the possibility of, like, Mm -hmm. that's how they could use Walt if they could... If they could get to the future where it would make sense for him to be this old, yeah, you know, they could actually use the actor again. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but it's 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 really shocking. I mean, puberty really just does a it number is on you because, like, Walt. I mean, original Walt was two thousand four, and this is two thousand eight, yeah. and he, you know, it's four years, and he, yeah, he looks like totally drastically different. different. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's. I mean, you can tell it's him, but uh, man. Mm-hmm. Woo. Oh, not that little kid anymore. No, not at all. Not at all. It must be weird. It must be weird having your little kid self on a TV show like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd probably be embarrassed by that. I guess he's an actor. Maybe he's not embarrassed by that. But uh, no, it's I would yeah, be. He's probably happy he was on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably so. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> I'd still cringe. I don't think Jodie Foster is embarrassed by Taxi Driver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I she think probably, she should you know. be. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Uh, you should tell her that next time you see her. <laughs> I will. Aren't you embarrassed by your <laughs> your awesome performance in Taxi Driver? Yeah, yeah. Did she win, it, did she win the Academy Award for that? No, I don't think she won the Academy oh, Award okay. for that. Uh, she, she probably should have, but she didn't. Was, was she even nominated? I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking of some some other child actors that was not me. I don't know. Um, All right. So let's see. Uh, Walt explains that no one came to see him when they got back. Oops. Um, Oh. But Jeremy Bentham did. Ooh. Uh, And Walt doesn't get why they're lying. Mention number two. Yeah. Hurley says it's because it's the only way to protect those who didn't come back. Like my dad. Like your dad. Like Michael, um, so that's the uh, that's the scene here. Um, and my question is, they think Michael's still alive? Yeah, this is confusing to me. Like now, I just added a third layer of confusion to what was <laughs> what was two layers. Um, uh, first of all, like, oh my God, I, let me let me see if I can state this so so jeremy bentham let's see spoiler alert is Locke. uh so 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 Locke goes to visit him right and and tells him presumably something along the lines of what he's told the other people and then right in a later scene yeah. i think coming up really quick here Locke is the one that tells jack to lie and he tells him to lie to to protect uh mm-hmm. the you know the island everyone yeah the people on the island yeah so well i don't understand why he doesn't get what i feel like Locke should have explained to him and furthermore i don't understand like shouldn't he shouldn't he think his dad died in a plane crash who, Walt? Oh, I guess he. Oh, I'm sorry. God, what am I? Okay. okay. I think Walt knows his dad. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got. I just. I just lost my mind. You forgot. You forgot he, he was on the plane. Too. I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> you forgot season one. And, and I think two? I did. Wow. Okay, I'm sorry. Wow. 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 Okay. So let me. Okay. Let me. Let me. Walt's let me been on the show for so long. It's to me. It's like he was never on the island. <laughs> yeah. You. You. Yeah. You. Yeah. Uh, let me erase some levels of confusion here. Oh, Jesus. Okay. First of all, I think I think when Locke, you know, Jeremy Bentham, when Locke came to talk to these guys, I think basically what he, the main idea was that they all needed to go back to the island. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's the only thing he really told Walt was that they, they all need to go back. Okay. So that's that thing. So, but, like, I'm saying if Walt's confused about that, it seems like he could have asked Locke, and Locke could have told him. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he really, he really should have asked Locke, yeah, why are, why are we lying? When you know, why are they, why is, why is the Oceanic Six lying about what happened? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know why he didn't tell him that, <laughs> or why he didn't ask, or why Locke didn't answer if he did ask. Uh, maybe. Yeah, it depends on when Locke came to see him. Presumably, it was recently, but. Um, yeah. But but maybe that was a, maybe he didn't think to ask or something at the time, which is why he wanted to come to Hurley to ask, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm guessing that's what happened, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But okay. to me, the big question is why does why do they why well first of all Hurley shouldn't think that Michael's still alive. He yeah. Should know that Michael was on the freighter and that the freighter blew up. Hurley, if so, Hurley doesn't know, I mean. Uh, those, you know, some of those people knew, you mm-hmm. know, Son at least knew that, that Michael was yeah. on that boat and yeah. and knew that he was down there with the bomb, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so, I mean, she, you know, did they never talk? I mean, That's did Hurley just never find never, out? Yeah, because Hurley, from the show, I don't think ever found out that Michael was even bad. Hurley, Hurley did know that Michael was the man on the boat because... Ben, oh, that's right. Ben that's revealed they it. They talked about it. They talked about it. So, yeah. so he did, he should have known that Michael was on the boat at least. Yeah. Uh. So so therefore, uh, he he could have easily known that that Michael should be dead. Yeah, uh, which is which makes me think either a he's just not and Locke well. too. Locke should know that too. You yeah. know. Uh. So uh. So it's odd. And why why would they? Why are they why are they leading Walt on into thinking his dad's alive on the island? Well, it makes me think. Yeah, it's either either Hurley just doesn't want to either Hurley doesn't know because he forgot or whatever, or he you know I don't know whatever reason he forgot he forgot or he just you know he just doesn't want to tell Walt the truth or Michael's alive somehow which I don't think is true. Okay. Um. So I don't know. I don't know. Um, I mean, obviously, Walt doesn't know the real circumstances of what happened. Uh, all he knows or should really know is what the press knows from the Oceanic Six and anything that, I guess, Locke told him, which I don't really think was anything. Yeah, um, apparently. So, so yeah, he doesn't all – I mean, I guess all he knows is, you know, Michael went to go help the, you know, the Losties when he left in New York and, and never came back. And he's assuming he's just on the island, and uh, this this really is Hurley's place to tell him. Yeah, it is. Somebody needs to tell him. Yeah. Because you guys, I mean, if you're not going to visit him, you can at least like let him know crucial information. Yeah, I thought that was kind of it was. I never really thought about that, but it was kind of strange to just think about the fact they didn't go visit him. Yeah. Know, not that they were really like close, close, and he was like a kid when they were, you know, kind of there doing all that crazy stuff. Yeah. But nevertheless, like if they, especially you know, if they knew that Michael was dead or you know whatever, <laughs> while still alive, like yeah, I would expect someone to go like you know even Jack. Yeah. To go like pay a visit and just you know, but. The other thing is, like, do they even know where Walt is? He's living under an assumed name. Yeah, that's true. You know, and I don't know, you know, if if they could have tracked him through his grandmother or not, but um, he's not necessarily easy to find, I don't think. Yeah. I mean, clearly Locke found him, but, you know, we don't know what yeah. he's up to, so. Who knows how he found him either. Mm-hmm. You know, because if he's, you know, whatever, uh, who knows what Locke. Yeah, he might have used those other's methods of finding mm-hmm. people, you know. The, I mean, inter- the internet. <laughs> yeah, the internet. <laughs> 
that's what their secret is. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? Yeah, all right, that's so, a good theory. It's it's yeah. uh, it's all just the internet. They're just really good at using the internet. Yeah. That was now the, the the mystery is what is the internet? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that, my friends, we won't find out till season five. <laughs> If ever, I I don't think I could tell you what it is. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's got something to do with Smokey, though. Yeah, probably. I actually um, read someone. I actually read. I actually read someone uh, write a post uh, somewhere that said, uh, <laughs> "Did anybody see Smokey when the boat exploded?" Cool. Oh. <laughs> like, someone responded, "You know, I think." Uh, I think that was just smoke, you know, from the explosion. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you almost can't blame him because it, it was a black cloud of smoke. Mm-hmm, that's true. Um, so, hey. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> I just... <laughs> oh, it's bad. Oh, it's bad. I know. I know. But, but I, I loved it. At least, they're paying, at least they know what Smokey is, right? That's right. <laughs> That's right. They get points for that. But, you know, I think, uh, yeah, I think somebody, you know, even even Locke potentially, like, you know, Locke and Walt had some kind of relationship. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, he ought to, he should have told them, you know, I mean, like, it's, if he's going to bring Walt back to the island, I mean, he's going to, you know, if Michael's really dead, he's going to find out eventually. I mean, it's going to be shitty if you take him all the way back only to find out his dad's dead. Well, yeah, that's the thing. What does Locke know? I mean, I think Locke, it's, you know, by this point in the future, should have found out that, you know, obviously the freighter exploded. Mm-hmm. Um, and presumably that Michael is dead. He should know Michael at the very least isn't on the island. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know why Walt, I'm sorry, Locke didn't And he knew anything. that he was on the boat, so. And he knew he was on the boat, yeah. Why didn't he say anything? Um, I don't know. It's really weird to me. Here's another question. Why didn't Locke, uh, <laughs> why didn't Walt? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> now that Walt's back on the show, we got problems. Man, he just, yeah, I just, uh. Uh, I don't know what it is about that. I'd love to get like a one of those cool high tech brain scans. Yeah. And I can just like look at pictures of Walt and say Walt and see what activity of my brain is active and yeah. do the same thing with Locke and it'll be the same part you know, place Notice in my brain. They're like, sure. Yeah, they're occupying the same little space. Yeah. <laughs> and so your brain just like gets picks one. Picks whatever, one. Yeah. yeah, whatever one it thinks is right. Um I was going to say something about Walt. Um, why did Walt use his uh, remote viewing powers to come visit mm-hmm. early? <laughs> All right. That's an interesting <laughs> question. I really didn't think it was going to go that way. Uh, <laughs> here I was prepared for... Uh, yeah, you're like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, simple question. Oh, wait, what did you say? <laughs> yeah. Why did he use his remote... Does he have – I mean, I'm still confused about that. I, You know, what can he do? I mean, I, you know, I still – I don't I, – I don't know what to think about that. I mean, the Walt that visited Locke at the end of last season, you know, what was that about? Did did this Walt really, like, project that? Yeah, I, I think the answer is no. I kind of do, the, too. I, I think the Walt we saw that came to Locke when he was about to kill himself, I don't think that was the real Walt. Yeah, I agree. Unfortunately. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. And do you think? I mean, what kind of role? What kind of role do you think Walt will play? I mean, do you think he's? You, you know, think he's he's going to do something here? I think. I think at this point in the series, I think it would be awesome if they really use Walt. And uh, and you know and he finds out that his dad is dead and what happened and all that he and that somehow motivates him to do whatever I think that would be really interesting to watch and uh, and uh, also the fact that he might have still have powers uh, that could be useful I think you know and I want to see what those are we you know we talked about the the little Mobisode right. uh, that they showed over the break and uh, you know room what was it room twenty three or something yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know Walt inside going crazy with his powers. Um, I want to see that Walt. I want to see something happen like that. So I, I hope they use him. And and you know I've, I'll save it to the end. But I've got my big crazy theory about you know what happened to the island. Oh. Uh, maybe it's, maybe it's not that crazy, but uh, but I'll save it. But I think um, I think with the way the way the show might go. I can see them using Walt. Now that he, you know, because they're in the timeline. I mean, they're in the timeline where he's, it's okay that he's older. Yeah, yeah. And he, yeah, after a certain point, it's it's not such a problem for him to look yeah. like he does. So, um, uh, yeah, okay, all right. I, I Another thing I was going to bring up is uh, if you if you read the guest star credits for this episode, you would discover, <laughs> you'd discover, you know, uh, this this episode would contain uh, a lot of people. <laughs> like I I had the misfortune of reading the credits, and I'm like, oh, okay, no. we're gonna have appearances from from Walt, from Widmore, <laughs> from Penny. <laughs> like it was just you know, it was like, wow, this is gonna be quite an episode. I mean, I mm-hmm. you, you can expect stuff like that to happen, but I just knew from the outset that like Penny would be in the show, for wow. example. You know, it, it, yeah, it's totally a spoiler. It was it was bad news to read the the credits this time. Like they really just kind of gave stuff away. So don't read them. I I really I really try not to, but it's just it's difficult. I mean, they're there. They just they want to be read. I feel like you know they just, <laughs> they 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 draw my eyes to them. You know, I don't know. I feel like they I feel like they design them in such a way that makes me want to look at them. <laughs> yes, I'm sure that's true. Um, you could just put a little thing at the bottom of your screen while they're while they're up. Yeah, I could like, do that. Yeah, you know, you know, Mal Star Galactica, they have that thing at the beginning where they uh, they do this quick flash like images from the episode. You know, mm-hmm. I, I always just close my eyes, but I can't quite do that with this because there's stuff playing. But yeah, I could I could just yeah. put a paper at the bottom. That would work. Yeah. Or, or another, like, window of your screen and just block it or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I should, I should do that. I should start doing that. Because that's just, that was, that was from, like, Walt and Penny and... Mm-hmm. Just, and then like, you're, just, you're just waiting for them to show up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know they're going to come in somehow. <sighs> oh, well. What are you going to do? Oh, and, and uh, the Marvin Candle guy, too. No. <laughs> oh, that's a big spoiler. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, there, you know, there's no reason that, well, I guess you could guess it, but it wasn't as obvious that, like, he would show up because yeah. that, would, that would mean a video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you, you see know. his name, you know you're getting a video. And I, I thought we might get a video. I mean, it wasn't, I yeah. wasn't that shocked. station. But uh, I didn't really know how it was going to work. I, it was hard for me to imagine, like, a little break for 
for for video watching in the middle of the tension. But the the way they did it is just not how I, I thought Locke's gonna go down there alone and yeah, and, you know, turn into Ben doing everything and lock it and plop down in front of the TV. Yeah, like a toddler. <laughs> like a toddler. <laughs> Here, you watch this, Sonny, while I do some work. While Daddy does some work. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> okay, um, Daddy. <laughs> All right. Uh, so where are we? Oh, the uh, wall scene, for the right? Scene, right? Okay, so Wald and Hurley. Um, yeah, I think. Are you I think, ready? I think that's it. Is there anything else in this? No, I think that's it. All right. So I'm next thing to... we're. Sorry, go uh-huh. ahead. Oh, next thing we're back at the greenhouse. Hurley is eating decades-old crackers while Sawyer watches Ben and Locke <laughs> talk about leader stuff. <laughs> what? I forgot about this scene. I, yeah. I love Ellie. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. So, so let's see. Hurley is eating old crackers while Sawyer watches Ben and Locke talk about leader stuff. Hurley offers Sawyer a cracker, and Sawyer says they're good, um, basically. Sawyer, um, I'm sorry. Hurley says they're good, and Sawyer takes one and seems to agree. Uh, and uh, let's see. Hurley thanks Sawyer for coming back for him and then asks about Claire and the baby. Over with the other couple, uh, Locke and Ben. Uh, Locke tells Ben that he wants Jack to um, reconsider and stay on the island. That is not right. Locke tells Ben that? Okay. Locke tells Jack that he wants... Sorry, what am I doing here? What? I wrote Locke tells Ben that he wants he wants Jack to consider <laughs> and stay on the island. So it's Locke and Jack, not Locke and Ben. Locke and Jack are... Yeah, talking. there's no Ben, right? There's no it's ben not even yet. there. Okay. Ben, yeah, ben comes later. Yeah. Uh, so another... Uh, it's, it's interesting because there's another... You know, this is a scene where... Locke and Ben well, I did it again. Locke and Jack are kind of together and Ben comes into the picture and that's mm-hmm. mirrored at the end. Where, you know, Locke is in the coffin, Jack is there and then Ben comes Oh, in. I see. Yeah. Okay. Sort of sort of a little mirror there. Mirror thing, yeah. Um, yeah, okay. and this this conversation does like set that up. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a it's a like precursor to that. This is it seems to be a pivotal thing for Jack. Yeah. Okay, so Locke tells Jack, I'm going to delete this. <laughs> to reconsider and stay on the island, uh, they start trading who made more mistakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, But Jack still wants to leave. Locke tells Jack he's not supposed to leave, that he knows he's there for a reason. Um, and Or that he's there for a reason and knows it. <laughs> it's like I write these things and then I try to paraphrase what I wrote instead of just reading it. Uh. Uh, I wrote it like that for a reason. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, he tells him that he's there for a reason and knows it, and that the knowledge of that will eat him alive until he decides to come back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's like the the most true thing Locke has ever said. Yeah, um, yeah, he's about, finally you know, dead on about, about like something. the future or something. Yeah, like he he that seems to be right, which I'm surprised. Yeah. Uh, Jack uh, still wants to leave. Locke tells him that they will have to lie about everything. That's the only way to protect it. Jack says it's an island. No one needs to protect it. Locke says it's not an island. It's a place where miracles happen. Uh, if and, and if that Jack can't be believe, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> if Jack can't believe, just wait to see what I'm about to do. Mm. Um, 
And uh, let's see. As soon as Jackson, I find those, uh, those chrysanthemums, those, whatever those they are. Anthurium. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jack says there's no such thing as a miracle. Then Ben enters and kind of tries Block for not finding the Anthurium. Uh, you silly goose, you. Yeah. It's like Ben knew he – I think Ben knew he wouldn't be able to find it. I don't I think agree. he was surprised. Mm-hmm. I don't think he was surprised. Not a bit. Because he could have he said – you know, he could have described the Anthuriums and said, you know, they're the red plant, blah, 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 that looks like this or something mm-hmm. next to the daisies or next to the whatever he would know what it looks like. But he gave him like a you know a botanical name, and I yeah. didn't know what that is. Me either. That, you know? I've never even heard of it. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I don't think he was surprised. Let's see. So anyway, Ben comes over and he finds the hidden lever and opens the elevator. That's Jack the thing. And- I don't blame Locke, but it makes him look dumb. Oh yeah, of course. Jack inquires about what they are doing. Ben asks if Locke told Jack, and Locke claims he tried to tell him. Ben tells Locke that Saeed and Kate have the chopper and uh, that the people on the beach are being brought to the freighter. He, ben also tells him that Hugo, that Jack, Hugo, and Sawyer should be on the boat within the hour. Jack tells, um, sorry, Locke tells Jack again that he needs to lie at least half as well as he lies to himself. Ooh. Uh, that's it. Ouchie, this is a, there's a lot going on here. Um, yeah. So if we can go back to the beginning, I have a, you know, this whole thing about Hurley eating the crackers. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I can only, you know, half guess that uh, the island keeps the crackers fresh. Ah, there we go. It's like That's it's like the island healing properties yeah. just kind of acts as a natural preservative. Because I think at this point, you know, not only is Hurley eating them for a second time, mm-hmm. but like he gives it to her, to Sawyer, who doesn't he doesn't say they're stale. Yeah, after your whole thing about the crackers, when Hurley gives uh, Sawyer the cracker and he eats it, he gives him that little look, like, hmm, yeah, pretty tasty. I know, I like, like it. Like these are better crackers than he expected. Yeah, like, and they're it fucking is like saltines. I mean, how good can they be? <laughs> I mean, yeah. even good crackers like that just aren't that amazing. I don't know. Yeah. Call me crazy, but, I mean, that's what people eat when their stomach's sick. Like, it's, you don't eat those crackers just for, you know, their great taste, right? I mean, come yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. But he just, it, it, he just was like, yeah, I'm impressed. That's a damn maybe, good cracker. Maybe he hasn't had crackers in a long – I mean, maybe they haven't had crackers, like, since they've been on the island or something, maybe. Uh, I don't know. Like – Maybe it's just like, ooh, crackers, like, this is good. I haven't had this in, like, you know, mm-hmm. however long they've been on the island, a couple months or whatever. It seems like there should have been some crackers in that Dharma drop thing. It seems like I they know, had, right? like, you know. Yeah, that's a very, that's a that's a that's something that they could they could drop. Very yeah. Easily. I mean, we didn't, I don't think we necessarily saw them, but it seems like they potentially could have them at least. Mm-hmm. You know? But, uh, so just, I don't know. <laughs> Such a weird scene, like the fact that they have these fucking old crackers and they're tasty. Like I just, mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't know what they're doing with this. It makes me, yeah, it makes me feel like it makes me, it makes it clear to me that the crackers are good. Yeah, like, and because Ben even makes a comment about them. Mm-hmm. You know, when early first eating them, Ben makes a comment. You know, you know, those are seventeen years old or whatever. Right. Yeah. Or, what was it? Twelve years old or something? It's suggesting that he doesn't think they'll be good. Exactly. You know, like suggesting like you shouldn't eat them. They're old. They're mm-hmm. not going to be good. But they are mm-hmm. apparently. Yeah. I, don't know. I mean, this is one of those mysteries I I may never understand. <laughs> the, the cracker mystery. Exactly. Cracker gate. Cracker. <laughs> it's just 
I don't know. These little like extra things. Like they don't need this. They didn't need to put crackers. They could have totally taken this out. Yeah. <laughs> I just I don't know. I don't know. I'm perplexed. I don't I don't understand why they included this. Mhm. Yeah, they we didn't need to come back to the crackers. No, we didn't need them the first time. We definitely didn't need them. Yeah. <laughs> but all right, whatever, guys. I mean, this is just I don't know. I don't know if they're just fucking around or or if there really is something to it. Like the island's property, they're making the crackers good. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's it. That just seems crazy, but you know, I it's just hard for me to believe they have something so frivolous. You know, in the middle of this finale. In the middle of the finale, yeah. Um. Let's see. I love how when they're they're arguing about who made more mistakes, all all Locke has is you tried to shoot me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, that was Jack's one, big like, thing, though. Yeah, that was like. But it was, but it was after Locke had done was. all the other stuff Jack had just said. Yeah, it's you true. Know, like it was predicated on all. It wasn't just out of the blue. Like the stuff that Locke did was sort of like you know uh, you know just him doing bad, bad stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't in retaliation for something Jack did. Yeah. So, and in, in the end, I mean, yeah, I think Locke, Locke starts things, you know. I, I don't think, I think Jack is petty, and he just he just cannot uh, get over certain things, but... Uh, but but I think Locke really is is the uh, has the bigger uh, share of blame here. Oh, definitely. You know, I mean, he really he's really been the the guy doing stuff, and Jack's been the guy getting stuff done to him. Mm-hmm. Most and the guy the and the guy getting stuff done. Yeah, because Locke too. doesn't get a lot done. Not a, not at all. Jack, yeah, no, he didn't. He was one who didn't have motivation and. And he's just blowing everything up, and he's just, you know, fucking mess. He's just going to shoot himself, you know. Yeah, remember, yeah, remember the uh, lock throwing the dishes on the wall? And yeah. Oh, uh, the dishes again? Yeah. Dishes. He couldn't kill his own dad. He had to get Sawyer to do it. You know, he just, he completely failed at the, at the with his other village mm-hmm. experiment, like, he couldn't make it work. It was the total yeah, disaster yeah, in every yeah, way. He had, he had his he had his first group of disciples, and he just couldn't he couldn't keep them safe. He couldn't organize no. them. All he did nothing to protect them, them at all. He, he didn't he didn't protect anybody really. In the end, like he he really just let a lot of people die. You know. Yeah. All he can do is just step back and let Ben handle things. Yeah, that's that's his big talent. <laughs> yeah, knowing when to let Ben take charge. Yeah, watch Ben handle it. That's what is he gonna do without Ben? I I really want to see him like try to try to be Ben. Like it just yeah. it seems so implausible to me at this stage. You know. Mm-hmm. You know, and even you know, I thought I thought Locke was, you know, up until well, not really, but. I thought for the most part in this episode, Locke was sort of, you know, old Locke. You know, he, he, he kind of knew what he was doing and, and, and really tried for most of the part. But, um, yeah, I don't know what he's going to do when uh, – but, oh, that's what I was going to say. You know, at the end, when he when he goes up against Kimi, you know, he tries to handle things diplomatically. Mm-hmm. And, like, that just wasn't going to work. No. You know, Kimi would have just killed him. Yeah. And it, yeah. if Ben wasn't there, that that's what would have happened, and the others would have been without a leader. Yeah. Know? 
if Locke can die, I don't know if the island would protect uh, him since he's the leader. Oh, they Michael thing on him. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I feel like if you're going to use that on someone like Michael, then you then you would want to protect your golden You would think too. even much more so than Michael. Yeah. Is, Which is, may be why Locke, you know, you know, survived the, the fall out of the, uh, you know, window with his, when his dad yeah, yeah, to kill yeah. him. Yeah, all those miraculous things could, yeah. be, could be the island protecting him. Yeah, I do feel like they were trying to say that in the last episode, at least. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, yeah, and he has had those those things happen to him, but they haven't they haven't gone as far. I guess okay, all right. Let me try again. What about when Jack was going to shoot him? Could is that an hey. example of that? Like maybe the gun was loaded. I mean, we had that problem. You know that the gun should have been loaded. Well, why did Locke say it's not loaded? Oh, did he say Locke that? Is oh, the that's one weird. Who said it's not I forgot loaded. he did say that. All right, well that's silly. He should. Yeah, it would have been. It would have been awesome if it was loaded. I almost and it had just it. Didn't go off. Yeah. I almost had it. That would have been a fuck. See, Thanks. It's 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 too perfect for loss. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Cause, yeah, because cause Locke is the one who's like, oh, it's, it's, it's not, not loaded. loaded. Unless later we find out it was loaded, he just lied. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. All right. But you know, you have a you have a plausible theory, and it just and it just goes down the toilet with one line. Mhm. Oh. Oh well. Yeah. I. I mean, Locke in this conversation with Jack, like, I think he does more or less come off like season one Locke. Not quite as good. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like the actor has lost some of the. Some of the, like, I don't know what it is, intensity or something that he had back then. I, I think his delivery isn't quite as good as it used to be. But uh, but for the lines and stuff, I think it's it's pretty much along the lines of season one lock. And uh, so I'll give him that. But they still, I mean, just haven't been, like, you couldn't find them, could you? No, I just looked. And... Yeah, they, they play kind of comical. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, yeah, you know, and then having him plop him down in front of the TV, like they just—it seems like they're they're going out of their way to make him look inept, and it just—it just isn't good to me. Like I, I, I've had enough of him looking inept. Like, yeah, you know, like it just gets old. I, after I, I, I thought this was when he was really going to come back and be on top and be. Yeah, ready. I mean, right out, you know, Jacob, you know, he's he's talking to Christian, and and Christian tells him he's got to move the island, and I mean, this is he's poised for greatness, and right, you know, he couldn't find the Enthuriums, you know. So. Yeah, exactly. He's foiled by like just not knowing about flowers, mm-hmm. and and when he gets down there, he just yeah, he couldn't handle the key situation. He would have no idea how to try to move the island down there. Uh, you know, he wouldn't know what to do that, that Ben does. I mean, he just, you know, he just didn't do anything. Yeah. I mean, in his defense a little bit, it was, it's sort of designed for him not to do anything. Yeah. Be, you know, because, Ben's not, you know, Ben's supposed to take the blame and all that, whatever. But, um... Uh, that's part of the problem is, you know, he wasn't told what to do. And but but the problem is you know if he's going to be the leader he should be able to figure it out or to know but he's just he really hasn't been given the tools yet you know yeah because uh, Ben you know Ben knows a lot about that stuff because he learned about that stuff right you know um, and Locke Locke needs to get a chance to learn that but in but in other situations where it's really just a hundred percent on him he still fails yeah you know <laughs> so that's that's where it like just falls apart yeah definitely yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't, I, I don't blame him for a lot of stuff, but yeah, just he just doesn't come off as like you know the new leader coming into his own, like mm-hmm. you know, it just comes off as like someone like stumbling into a position that's forced on him. You know, yeah, I mean, a, a very simple thing they could have done, which might not have been the right thing to do given like the circumstances, but like when Ben comes back, he could have, you know, Locke is obviously there and has not found the Anthurium. He could have just, you know. Locke, ben could have said his line, oh, you couldn't find the Ethereum's, huh? And Locke could have said, no, I found him just waiting for you. You uh, know, that yeah. kind of thing. Where it's, he, he could go down there, but, but it's Locke being wise and knowing he doesn't know, he doesn't know what to do when he gets down there. Right. And, he's, you know, and I think that would have played a lot better in terms of his sense of what's going on. Like, it would have, it would have uh, you know, alluded to the fact that Locke knew Ben would have gotten out of the situation he was in with Kimi. You know, right. which, is, which would have just been a guess, but it would have been a mm-hmm. right guess. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so just switching that one line about Locke, you know, not finding the Anthuriums, uh, you know, they could have played him off as a totally different character. Yeah. And he could have been in control of the situation. You know? Right, yeah, come off more like Ben. Like, he knew mm-hmm. what was going to happen, and he knew the right course of action. Yeah, like he that. could have gone down there, but he's waiting for Ben because he knows that's the mm-hmm. thing to do. Yeah, you know? which would have made sense. So that and even, even if he would have said, you know, uh, Christian didn't tell me exactly how to do this, so I assumed, you know, I'm, I'm waiting for you because you're the one who knows what to yeah. do when we get down there. Mm-hmm. And they could have just put that in Locke's hands. See, I think maybe part of the problem is they just like Ben more than Locke. Yeah, I, yeah. You know, and they want to give Ben, you know, ben, make Ben the cool guy all the time. Yeah. Uh, when they could have just given some of those lines to Locke and it would have made him the cool guy. Yeah, yeah. I think you're probably right. I mean, I do think they like Ben a whole lot, and therefore probably more than Locke. Um, so yeah, that might be that might be that might be the explanation. And maybe when Locke is by himself and Ben isn't there to help him, he'll be able to be good. I don't know. He's not like calling Ben on the phone. <laughs> oh God! On the, on the other's phone. Oh no! Hey Ben. <laughs> It's raining. What do I do? <laughs> Get an umbrella, John. Oh, God. Oh, okay. It's so sad, but I just, yeah, I I kind of feel like he might try to contact Ben, like, right. for some problem. I mean, obviously not for something that ridiculous, but, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, hey, Ben, how do you, how do you turn on the temple, you know, yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, the the others don't know, and they say blah, blah, blah. And they said, you know how to do it, and you're not here, so I'm calling yeah. you. Call me back. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I do feel like Locke has some contact with Ben at a certain point, you know, mm-hmm. uh, in the future. So, yeah, I mean, and Ben still seems to be the schemer and the mover and shaker in the future, you know. I mean, Locke's mm-hmm. doing stuff, but Ben is still, like, you know, in there, like, you know, He's getting something. He's getting his own plan going. He's not just following Locke, apparently. Yeah. You know? I kind of feel like what he's doing doesn't... I I don't think he is really working with Locke in terms of what Ben is doing. You know? I I don't know. I mean, obviously, we don't know what Locke is really doing in that timeline, but um, I just feel like Ben is just, like, sort of being... Like, he's doing what he thinks he needs to do, and and he's basing it off of what he knows, you know. Like he like I'm yeah, you know, he knows that the island won't let them come back, you know, Jack go back alone and that kind of stuff. Like, <laughs> I feel like that's just what he knows based on 
the situation and based on who you know his his previous position. I don't really get the sense he's really like coordinating things with Locke, though. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't get that sense either. I won't get mm-hmm. that sense until we see that scene. Yeah. Um, but I feel like they could have had contact, even yeah. if they're not, like, coordinating. Yeah, they could have had contact. You know, like, I, I, the thing I see is Ben showing up and talking to Locke. Like, that's he seems to be the shower-upper. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think the fact that Ben is – I think Ben would be difficult to find. Yeah. Um, and I don't know – See, that's the whole, I mean, obviously this gets into really far down the line, like why did Locke, you know, uh, presumably kill himself and all that, and, mm-hmm. you know, like was he, did he somehow get off the island and not, not was not able to get back? And, you know, maybe that's why he's going around telling everyone they need to get back, you know, they need to go back home, to, back home, well, back home to the island, I guess, for them, uh, because he knows they all got to go together. And if he can't convince them to go back, then maybe he can't go back either. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why he kills himself, if he actually yeah. kills himself. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't think he killed himself based on something from a later scene. Oh, really? Yeah. Based on what? There's a there's a little line where, where Saeed intimates that uh, he didn't kill himself. Oh, okay. Well, we're, make sure we, we talk about that. I will, I will, I will. I'm not sure if I remember. Um, the other thing I want to talk about with this scene, oh, when, okay, so Ben comes in, and, and they're about to go down to the Orchid, and Jack asks what they're doing, and Ben asks Locke if he told Jack, and Locke claims he tried to tell him, but he he didn't tell him what they were doing, and he never tells anyone what they're doing. If he would have told, if he would have said, hey, Jack, I know you're skeptical, skeptical, but I'm about to go move the island, you know, that's yeah. that, that line that he says, he says, um... It, you know, Jack, if you can't believe, just wait to see what I'm about to do. I love that line. I thought that was the coolest thing ever because we know what he's about to do, and it's insane. Yeah. But nevertheless, it doesn't really come to anything for the simple fact Locke isn't the one who does it. Yeah. And um, and it's like, why not tell Jack, you know what, we're about to move the island. If that doesn't convince you that this place is special, nothing will. Right. You know, and uh, I don't know why he didn't just say that, because that would have convinced them. And even when, like, uh, Jack is standing there watching them go down the shaft, down the elevator, you know, which I think is really un-Jack-like, because I think, you know, he would have just been gone and done whatever he has to do, because they're trying to get off the island. But I think he knows, you know, Locke and Ben are about to go do something interesting. But they didn't tell him what it was, you know, which I think if they would have told him, he would have wanted to see for himself. Which is maybe why they didn't tell him. So oh, I see. Yeah. Jack didn't have to go. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, but I just, I, I just don't like when that ha- when you know, when, when characters aren't able to make a full, you know, uh, decision about the circumstance because they're not told all the information. Right. And then for Locke to claim, oh, well, I tried to tell him. Well, you're not really. I mean, you, you told him some things. You, you intimated some things, but. If you didn't literally tell him you're going to move the island, because that would have really changed his opinion of the circumstance, I think. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I agree. And, of course, Hurley knows and what he's going to do. Hurley, Hurley knows and doesn't say anything till the very end of the episode. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He doesn't tell, you know, other people who, who don't know that that's what he's going to do. He's like, he's like he forgot. 
Yeah. Like, oh, that's right. Yeah, Locke was going to move it. Oh, he moved it. Mm-hmm. Because he says it like everybody knows. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was weird. I actually forgot that he knew until he said that later. Me too. It was exactly. easy to forget because, yeah, it seemed like he forgot too. I think he did forget. <laughs> um, but I, I thought that was kind of crappy when, you know, it, it's one thing if, if people, if, you know, if, if this scene would have played out without Ben asking if Locke told Jack, because, you know, I would have been like, okay, well, that's just how it normally plays out. But he asked him, did you tell him what's going on? But then he didn't really tell him what was going on. Mm-hmm. And therefore, Jack couldn't, you know. Think. But, I mean, I think they wanted it to play like that so that Jack actually leaves, you know. Because if Jack, I think if Jack would have found out that's what they were going to do, he probably would have wanted to go down there and things would have been different and who knows what would happen with Kimi down there. And it would have been a whole thing they didn't want to obviously do. Right. Uh, but, I mean, I still think you could have just had them, like, you know, lock Jack, you know, I, Ben and I are about to go move the island. Yeah, right, Locke. You're, right, Jack, you're about to go move the island, you know. And he can just be skeptical and says, you know, you know, I'd like to see that. And then Locke just says, well, you know, give me an hour or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, and then Jack goes to do what he does. And then when he sees him move the island, he sees him move the island and things can play out the same. But Yeah. But just giving the character the chance to sort of be truthful to the scene, I think, is important. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah, that's the thing. Jack doesn't even know what Locke might do. Yeah. Until he's already seen it. And even then, he doesn't really know. He doesn't know what happened. And then, and then he doesn't even want to attribute that to Locke. Yeah. You know, he's just like, he, he, even if he believes the item was moved, he doesn't believe Locke did it. Yeah. And you then know, Hurley gets to tell him, like, a way to interpret it. Mm-hmm. That that he didn't have until just then, he wasn't able to think about, and so yeah, mm-hmm. it, it makes those scenes strange. <sighs> I mean, I'm kind of used to it in general. I mean, people just don't share things very much, but uh, this, yeah. this season, this, huge. They, this, this season, they've been better about that. So mm-hmm. it seems like if they were gonna, you know, stop doing that bullshit, they they could have, you know, they could have applied that here, and and it still would have worked. Mhm. So yeah, I agree. Um, and I, and also in terms of you know this whole thing about the island um, moving, I thought um, if if Kate knew that the island was moved on purpose, like I don't know if she ever found that out, uh, but um, you know that might change her mind about going back to it. You know, if she knew that it was, it didn't just sort of like, I mean, Hurley said it, but the idea that it didn't just like disappear, you know, out of thin air, that it was, it was specifically made to be, you know, it was, it was moved for a reason. Mm -hmm. Uh, I thought that might alleviate her fear of going back to it, you Uh, know, to know that it didn't just vanish by itself, mm -hmm. you know, that it's not like unpredictable that way. Right. But, um, but, you know, she didn't, she didn't really, you know, he said it, but. He said it, but he's Hurley, and you know. Yeah. I I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily. I don't know what I would think. Yeah, and that's the other thing. I'm like, why didn't you know? Locke could have said, "Hey, Jack, you know, um, I just went and talked to you know your father." Not that Locke knows that. Yeah. But you know this this super supernatural man who told me to move the island. You know, like. There's things that if Jack heard, 
you know, he would obviously have to believe it if he didn't see it for his own eyes, you know, believe the person saying it. But I think if Locke told him some of the stuff Locke has seen, um, he would have to believe something more is going on even, you know, beyond the craziness he already knows is on the island. Right. Um, and I think they're getting to a point where, like, where Jack shouldn't be as skeptical as he is. Yeah. Because, like... Yeah, I know. I after agree. After smoky and, like, all this other stuff, like, you're telling me, you know, you don't think something's crazy going on here? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, what happened... What happened with the with the hatch and the three people getting like miraculously blown out of there? Mm-hmm. There, um, first of all, there you know he like yeah the whole thing with miracles like them landing on the island yeah there's most that. of it you know alive and stuff and like everything they've been through it's like yeah you know, pretty crazy yeah I mean he's he's uh he's seen some pretty crazy things and uh. uh yeah, he, I agree. I, I don't think he has the right to be skeptical uh, uh, that much, you know. Yeah. Um, it, it just doesn't. It just doesn't uh, make sense. I mean, in general, I mean, it's you know, even for the average person on this island, like I'd be pretty shook up by some of the stuff that's gone on mm-hmm. there while they've been there. I mean, it's been you know, it's been a crazy ride. So yeah, it seems like they're all just like. I don't know. It seems like they're all buying into their own story. Yeah, and, it's like, and, the, and the fact that, you know, Winmore sent these guys to presumably kill them all and capture Ben, like, Jack should know from just that that there's craziness, like, that the island is important more than just the fact that it's an island, you know, because who would do all this just for a piece of property, you know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. just not how things are done. So it's like that alone should tell him something is, you know, something is up, this is a bigger deal than, yeah. it, than it normally would be. He yeah, yeah. He just seems to, you know, and he saw his own dad on the island. I he mean, saw his own on. dad. That's right. He saw his own dad. He saw his own dad. Um, I don't know if he knows about the Desmond and seeing the future and all that stuff. I think, mm. I think he might have known some about that. I don't know. It seems like there's been enough crazy shit going down to uh, to justify uh, being, you know, just a little less skeptical. I you think know? I think a little less is definitely appropriate. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know? I certainly would be if I got to see some of that stuff. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, it it would that would have a big effect on my view of the world. I don't know. I I've said it before, but I just, you know, it doesn't seem like I don't know, maybe to the average person, they could they could see this stuff and go on cuz they already believe in crazy stuff, but if for like me, I mean this would shake me up. I mean, some of the stuff that they that the various characters get to see, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's pretty crazy. You know? <laughs> it's pretty crazy. <laughs> pretty crazy stuff you got there. <laughs> um yeah, I agree. I think I think some of the some of the stuff that they've seen should very easily change their world view. Yeah, and uh, I mean, just seeing Smokey fly around, I think you should yeah. you should you should reevaluate uh, your view of the world. Definitely, if that was real, you know. Um, but yeah, he's seen he's seen enough, I think, to be less skeptical. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree, I agree. But whatever, he's just gonna stick to that. I don't know. Part of my worry with this thing about them all lying about things never happen, you know, none of this stuff happened, like, part of me, like, is disturbed by that, like, it, like, it feels like, like, it feels like they're effectively erasing the first three seasons, Mm -hmm. or four seasons, even, I guess, you know, like, 
by having them all pretend that it never happened, it becomes on the show like it never happened. <laughs> yeah, I, but I think they're gonna. I think it'll. They'll. You know, the show will get back to it because I, I hope think so. they're, they're not gonna be. They're not gonna be in the real world for forever you know, in terms of Showtime for very long. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Okay. I just. I just hope they don't just brush off like the first part of the show like that. I don't they know. They can't. There's no way. They it can't. worries me. They can't. That's, I mean, that's what the show is. They, you know, it, it builds upon itself. They can't just like, yeah, really just forget everything and never talk about it again. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you're probably right. I don't especially know. Especially since, especially since the crazy island stuff is like coming into their world. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. You okay. know, it's like that's coming true. to get them. So. Mhm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're right. You're right. I just get. Nervous. I am right. No, calm down. I'm a scared little boy. <laughs> uh, are you ready for the next scene, little boy? <laughs> yes, sir. All right, I promise it won't be that scary. It's kind of short. Um, so we're back on the freighter, and uh, son, uh, son comes up to Michael, who who has something in you know, and is he's carrying something or whatever. And uh, son asks Michael what's going on with the C4 bomb, and uh, he tells her that he's got a plan and that he'll send Jen, Jen up to her, and she blurts out that she's pregnant, and he congratulates her, and that's the scene. All right. So this is closure for Son and Michael. This is their closure. <laughs> All that stuff and uh, the seasons, and then they had that Mobisode even. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's, here's the end. <laughs> yeah, here's how they ended. I'm pregnant. Cool. All right. See you later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, they didn't really have time to do much with it, I guess. I mean, there's a pending disaster. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm surprised he, uh, I mean, I, I give him credit for even having her say that, you know, yeah. like, even him even finding out. You yeah. Know, I guess it really ties into the end, you know, like when Michael tells Jen to leave. Like, yeah. He wouldn't have said that if he didn't know she was pregnant. Yeah, it did. It, it made a difference. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Um, but, uh yeah, it's just I don't know. It's weird. I mean, I, I don't know what else they really could have done under the circumstances. But uh, here's Michael and Michael and Son. The end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought I thought yeah, the Michael Jin thing too. I've got a little complaint about that myself. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that was weird. This whole this whole scene was odd. Uh, you ready for the next one? Who's yeah. Uh, let's see. So the next scene, we're uh, at Ground Zero, where the bomb is. Oh, um, Ground Zero. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'll call it that later. Yeah, I didn't know what to call that little room, the bomb room, or something. The bomb room. Yeah. Call it Ground Zero. Because if it goes off, that's the worst part. That's gonna get it. Ah, I see. Uh, so Michael explains his plan. He's gonna cool the battery with the liquid nitrogen, thus uh, turning off the battery's power. Uh, the catch, of course, is there's only one canister. Uh, Michael gets started on the battery while Desmond and Jen try to trace the wiring of the bomb, and that's the scene. All right. Here's where Desmond does something. Here's or tries Desmond, to do something. Yeah, tries to do something, yeah. <laughs> He's, he has uh, some kind of knowledge about this stuff, mm-hmm. and so he, he gets to he gets to try. Yeah, his six months of uh, ordinance training mm-hmm. while he was in the army is very convenient. 
That's Who right. That would come in handy, right? Mm-hmm. I just wish we would have known that he had explosive trainings before this episode. Yeah. Yeah. I just think if they would have mentioned it at some point, it would have just been so much better. Just I be agree. Like, yeah, he knows this stuff, you know, but they just bring it out when they need it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do. Kind of like Charlie being the swim champion, which you might have been lying yeah. about. Mm-hmm. Who knows? We'll, we'll never know. We'll never know. <laughs> oh, well. Next thing? Yeah. Next thing, we're back at the beach. Dan comes back uh, with the Zodiac Wrath, and uh, Juliet asks some questions to which we already know the answers. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you know did, he, did everyone get off of K and blah, blah, blah. Uh, okay. Uh, Juliet says she'll go get the next group ready and thanks Dan for helping them. Uh, over by over at the food pantry, Rose finds Miles eating peanuts that he did not ask for. Ooh. Uh, so she's going to keep her eye on him, which I think is a which I think is foreshadowing for season five. I think you're right, yeah. And uh, Dan Dan gathers Miles and Charlotte um, <laughs> and tells them he's leaving with the next group in ten minutes, and they need to be on there too. Miles says he's going to stay regardless of the direness of the situation. And uh, Miles tells Charlotte, um, Dan, surprise, huh? Dan, right? No. Oh. Well, there's, a, there's a scene where Dan, yeah, Dan, Dan tells Charlotte, you know, that she needs to be on there. She's gonna go, and then he leaves. Oh, I'm sorry. Miles, I'm sorry. I okay. It is Miles. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Miles, <laughs> Miles tells Charlotte he's surprised uh, she wants to leave, considering how long she spent trying to get back to the island. Uh, she asks, "What does he mean? What does he mean?" And that's the scene. All right. Here, here's here's another one of those things where where they they have someone ask a question that that the audience ought to be asking. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and it was weird that he said it himself. I actually really like that line. Well, what is what do I mean? What do I mean? I don't know. I like you know, that. I I like how the actor did the line more than I like the line itself. I think. Mm-hmm. Because it's just like, what do you mean? What do I? I don't know. But I, I like how he did the line. I, yeah. I like how it comes off when he does it. Yeah. I, I do, too. I don't, I don't know how to separate it. Because I think I like the line, but, I, I mean, I got it from his delivery. So The reason I don't like the line in and of itself is because I think it's just a bad response. It's just, you know, it's just a crappy. It's not a real response. You know, it doesn't, like, answer the question. It's just evading the question, basically. Yeah. I don't really like the line in and of itself. I just like how he says the line. I, I yeah, I, I like it as evasion. I, I like that he... I like that he picks that way of not answering. It's just, we've seen him do that, like, almost every time he needs to answer a question. And at this point, it's like, why can't you just say, you know, what what the deal is? Mm-hmm. So that's why I don't really like the line. But I see. Okay. But it, it plays, I mean, it's lost. They're, they're going to do that. Just I'm just tired of it at this point from, you know, his, because that's what he always does. Mm-hmm. You know, he always has a sarcastic response to things like that, and it's so it's fitting. It's just at this particular point, I'd love for him to answer that question mm-hmm. uh, or, or say something more that alludes to what he means a bit more than just to reiterate her question. Yeah. You know. But anyway, um, 
Anything else with this scene? Uh, well, we get a little more on this later. Uh, mm-hmm. So maybe I'll say more then. I, I do want to talk about this, but uh, but I think maybe I'll just defer it to uh, when we get the little extra bit okay. uh, later. Um. While we're moving right through this, did I skip something? We're already at the. Oh, I was surprised that. Uh, uh, <laughs> I was surprised that well, maybe I shouldn't have been. I was surprised that Rose was all like up in arms about him eating some peanuts. I don't know. I think the only reason was because I, I mean I think if they're not setting up them something with the, them two in season five, I think that that little part of the scene was useless. Yeah, I, I think if if it wasn't for that, then I don't think she would have said anything because I think it would have just been pointless for her to talk about that unless they're setting something up. Yeah, it just seems I don't know. It just seems really petty. I mean, presumably at this mm-hmm. point they're all on the verge of like leaving, and it's like, come on. Well, she's not leaving. It's a few peanuts. Yeah, but like a lot of people are. I mean, the food yeah. issue is like not you know. Mm-hmm. What's he gonna do? Like, yeah, eat all the it's peanuts? Rose though. She's pretty like snippy, so I, yeah. I, I bought it. You know, especially a strain. You know, just like some guy who, you know, up until like you know what a couple hours ago they were there to kill them all or something. Yeah, presumably still are. You know, the rest of the people. So maybe if I didn't like Miles, it would have bothered. Yeah, me that's less. the thing. She she has no reason to like him. So yeah, I think that's that's where it comes from too. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Uh, next scene, uh, we're back at the greenhouse, and Locke and Ben are descending to the orchid station below. They enter, and Ben flips a bunch of switches and uh, gets things started, uh, starts on something. He gives Locke a video to watch while he does the real work. <laughs> oh. um, he could have had orchid. Locke help him out. Yeah, I mean, they could have, yeah. I mean, he didn't really need to do anything. The only thing he could have helped with is putting some metal stuff in the in the vault. But, yeah. like, you know, whatever. We they, It was really a time for us to watch the video. Definitely. It, it was more about us watching it than Locke watching it. Yeah, it's true. Just a little bit more. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So, orchestration orientation six of six. Here we go um, again. Yeah, right? So, on the video, Edgar Hallowax introduces Station 6, which is not a botanical research unit. Uh, the island's unique properties produces a Casimir effect, allowing Dharma to perform space-time experiments. They built a vault next to a pocket of, uh, this is a technical term, negatively charged exotic matter. <laughs> <laughs> which anyone uh, who's, who's done uh, quantum physics is familiar with. Um, let's see. Metallic objects should not be placed in the vault. Uh, and we hear this as Ben is placing everything metallic in there. Mm-hmm. Um, in the video, they're going to do an experiment. They're going to shift a rabbit 100 milliseconds ahead in four-dimensional space, which is time. And uh, the animal will seem to disappear, but in reality, uh-oh, the tape starts rewinding. Whoopsie. So we don't know in reality what actually is happening. We only have to guess. Locke asks Ben if he's, um, if, if Edgar, Edgar, Edgar Hallowax, sorry, was talking about time-traveling bunnies, and Ben confirms he was talking about time-traveling bunnies. Suddenly, the elevator uh, leaves to go up, which means someone is coming down. Locke asks, are you expecting someone? Then Ben asks for his weapon, his weapon back. That's the scene. That's the scene. All right. Okay. Um, fuck, I got a bevy of things here. 
Uh, where do I start? Uh, well, obviously, uh, the uh, the the thing we saw in the summer, the the Comic Con bit was uh, was sort of uh, outtakes, uh, bloopers, whatever from from this orientation. Some of the lines are in there. Mm-hmm. Um, about it not being a botanical research station and uh, and all that. The thing about the Casimir effect that was in there. Um, uh, obviously, the bunnies made an appearance. Uh, uh, I'm still like I'm still really perplexed by him using all these weird aliases. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that just doesn't seem necessary. I don't know. Yeah. Call me crazy, but. You know, hey, did you see did you see Marvin Candle? Well, no, but I did see Mark Wickman. Well, but I saw oh, Edgar Hallowax. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but we also like he. I mean, they they had him. Uh, you know, they had him in the video when when Ben showed up uh, with his dad. You know, and they were all like getting sort of uh it was like the orientation room or something getting their uniforms and shots and stuff they had him up on a monitor like everybody could see him like you know i, I just i don't know i i don't get it it's weird to me i i i don't know if they're just if they just think that's interesting and there's really no meaning there i don't know i i'm i'm still hoping for something about that like why he needs to do that yeah um Hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, I I I I have nothing. I don't I don't really understand why he would need to use different names. I mean, assuming it's the same person. I mean, I don't think there's a, like triplets who just have like different na- yeah. last names and stuff. And like, yeah, that'd be really weird. You know? And then of course, all the names have a sort of you know candle the and candle and thing. Wag. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, it's like the whispers. It's like, I don't know if they're just doing it to do it or if it really means something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why even, he doesn't even need to introduce, he doesn't even introduce himself. He doesn't need to say his name. You know, no. for the, the purpose of the video, we don't even know, we don't need to know who's talking. No, we don't not need to at know all. know who he is, so. Yeah, it's totally unnecessary. And like, I mean, they had him, like I said, they had him in that entrance Thing. Like, a lot of people saw him. He seems to be the guy who does all of the, like, instructional slash, you know, informative, like, video presentations mm-hmm. for Dharma. I mean, it doesn't seem like it's a mystery, like, about this guy. Like, you know, if it's going to be the same guy in every video, it doesn't seem like it matters what he calls himself. Mm-hmm. You know? They can just say, oh, he's the guy, you know, that you see, uh... <laughs> I mean, you know, like, they could easily say, you know, realize that they're all seeing the same person. Yeah. And even if he has the same name in all the videos, what would that help? I mean, why would if, – if one person saw the, the Swan video and one person saw the Orchid video and, you know, he was just going by, you know, say, Marvin Candle, what would that prove? Like, what what problem would occur that these people who have seen separate videos – have seen the same guy with the same name hosting it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, you know, you know. It seems like a different name somehow prevents a problem like that, but I don't see what problem it prevents. Yeah, 
I don't either. Uh, maybe I should bring this up. Uh, maybe it's something like this. Uh, there's this. There's this. Uh, there's this villain in in the Stephen King world um, who who goes by a bunch of aliases, and but it's always it's always or almost always with the initials R F. Mm-hmm. You know that's the trick. And so like if you hear about someone with an R F initial, you know who it is. I mean, some of the people don't know. You know, uh, beforehand, but if you're reading, like, you know, you know, it's this guy. You know, he always mm-hmm. uses the RF initials. Like, I'm wondering if it's just something like that. Like, he just he just always does this candle reference thing, and there's no real reason for it. Like, you know what I mean? But in the Stephen King world, is there is there no benefit to him having the, the aliases? They, they never explain really, oh, the benefit of the alias. I mean, yeah, sometimes there is. I mean, sometimes he's. Uh, he's he yeah he needs to change his name because he gets known by another name and he needs to go do something else. Be anonymous, right? Yeah. That I mean that's really uh, that's the point of aliases. Yeah. And that's the problem here. It's like what's the point of the aliases? Yeah. You know there doesn't seem to be any benefit of having the you know having a guy with different names. I mean sometimes it seems like he uses aliases just to fuck around. Like, for no particular reason, like, you know, like, you could have used the other one, but you decided to make a new one or whatever. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it, it, it is it is frequently, you know, useful to, to do that. There's never an explanation, I don't think, for why RF, you know. So maybe there's no explanation for why the, the candle references, uh, you know, you know, maybe that's just, you know, he wanted to Yeah, that's to do, just a convention or something. Yeah. He, he but, was going to do aliases, and he just decided to have them all, like, with candle references. But, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. This, this might be, like, just a hopeless conversation. I just uh, – it was really cool to me in the beginning, and now I'm just, like, completely baffled by it. I, I don't uh, – I, I don't have a lot of hope that there can really be any kind of explanation for this. But uh, I don't know. I thought you might have a theory or something. No, I mean, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't see, you know, before I think when we when we first heard about the second alias or whatever, uh, or whatever point, you know, I think there was a theory that, um, you know, since these Dharma projects were sort of in secret and maybe they didn't want certain test subjects to know about, you know, it kind of made sense before, but at this point, uh, I don't, uh, I don't really see what the benefit is. You know, I think it was, yeah, I think, I think you know, like you were saying, I think once we saw Ben's flashback and we saw him on the, like, orientation, the group orientation for anyone coming to the island, and it's like they're not trying to hide this guy's identity. Yeah. Um, then that's when it was just like, well, why is he even doing this? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it kind of demystified him, you know. Mm-hmm. Made it seem like he he wasn't a shadowy figure, like, that that people weren't supposed to know about until they were involved in these secret projects. You know I mean? Mm-hmm. Ben's dad is like a fucking janitor, you know, and he, he gets to see him, you know? Yeah. So it's not, it's not like a big deal. I don't know. We ever going to meet this guy? Is he like, are we going to see him? You think? It's I like for not. real? I would be scared if we saw him. I would be too, actually. <laughs> I don't know why. I just, I just feel like I don't know. I don't want to see him. I don't. I don't want him to be around. Okay, but do but do you think do you think we will? Do you think I like don't, I don't? Think we'll we see him. In a, I think he's dead. Or you think something. he's? A, you think we could see him in a flashback? 
Maybe a flashback because that's because this is like thirty years ago. So they it have is to like old. age the actor yeah. and like all that stuff. He should be all makeup and unless he's another Albert. Yeah, which he shouldn't be. No, he really shouldn't be. He really should not be at all. I, yeah, uh, you know, why not get diff- different people to host the videos? If you, if, you know, mm-hmm. why not get one guy who looks like one thing, call him Marvin Candle, and get yeah. another guy who looks like something else, and call him Mark Wickman. Yeah. And there's supposed to be something. I don't remember what the details are. I I never checked up on it, but let me just say it anyway. This is where we get bad reviews on iTunes. We don't know what we're talking about. Go uh, <laughs> go on, guys. Type away. Here's your justification. Uh, uh, supposedly, like he he had like a fake arm or something in one mm-hmm. of these, right? You remember mm-hmm. that? Like, I don't remember which one it was, but I don't know. There was something going on, like like the idea that he lost his arm somehow, or I don't know. Um, I think it was, this says in the Swan and Flame video, so we do know what we're talking about because we look it up. Oh, okay. Thank uh, you. In the Swan and Flame videos, uh, apparently he had a prosthetic left arm, mm-hmm. uh, while, while when he was in the Pearl video, he did not. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and it says in the barracks video, he didn't, he didn't move his left arm, suggesting it too might have been prosthetic. In the Orchid film, we, of course, see him using both. Ah, okay. Uh, and claimed he was not an actor, but a scientist. That's interesting. Was that oh, in the, oh, uh, yeah, that was in the, uh, that was in the bloopers. Yeah. I'm an yeah. actor, not a scientist. Oh, sorry, the other mm-hmm. way around. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be weird. <laughs> uh, that actor, goddammit. I, uh, this one, I like the music. I like the little music at the beginning of the mm-hmm. orientation film. It's so, like, it's kind of jaunty and creepy. Yeah. It's sort of like, it's like, I don't know. I like it. It's good. Uh, they use yeah. it all the time. I didn't like, like, some of the tight shots of him. I thought they were kind of like, I don't know. I thought they ruined the mood a little bit. I don't know. I, I like the wider shots better. I thought they mm-hmm. were more effective. Um, I've, I've liked some of the other orientation videos better for, like, the way they shot it. Uh, the content yeah. of this was interesting, but it, but it, but I just the way they shot it was just kind of boring and static to me. It didn't feel... I thought the station itself was kind of boring, and yeah, and then the video, yeah, was wasn't that interesting. Yeah, like I like the Swan orientation video. I thought was really cool. Like that was you know nicely put together mm-hmm. uh, with the blips and stuff. And I, I think I like the Pearl one too. But uh, well, it also it also made me think about the fact that the Swan video was on was on tape. Was on. I mean, I'm sorry. Was, was on, on film. film. Yeah. Yeah, and that all the other stuff we've seen have been on tape. Yeah, we talked about that before. That's that's a really weird thing I, that I still don't know what to do with. Yeah. Um. Cause yeah, it's. I, I mean, at, at the very least, it makes me think that was recorded before they were doing it to videotape. Yeah. Which maybe, I mean, maybe the islands are numbered in order of when they were, you know, constructed. And maybe, ah. you know, this is number six, so maybe it was the most recent island. Yeah, you know? okay. I mean, most recent. Most recent you know. island. All right. <laughs> I just agreed with you, but... Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're really paying attention, huh? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I heard what I expected to hear. Yeah. That's <laughs> uh, a so whoopsie. Um, yeah, no, I I think we talked about it before, like in the, in the Pearl uh, 
that yeah, maybe it was it was just done later. Um, the station, I guess, right? Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, the pearl, the pearl's a monitoring thing, so I mean, it sort of has to go in after the other places, or at least like the wiring and stuff does, you know, because they it has to it has to be wired into the other stations, mm-hmm. you know. So so you know, presumably it would it would go afterwards. I mean, I guess you could wire it up first, but it'd be weird. I mean, you really. Really I want, mean, you really want something yeah, I mean, they there if you're going to stick I mean, wire in. Yeah, that's the thing. They could build it before the other stations and, and just wire it later, but they would. I think they would still consider it higher, you know, lower on this, or oh, I don't know which way you think about it, but a lower <laughs> a lower number uh, <laughs> because it was built first. Uh, it may not have been done first. I don't really know. Uh, I'm trying to find a little... Uh, where is the It seems like some of the stations like aren't part of the 6 cuz I'm pretty sure we they got aren't. we they got aren't. more I than mean, 6 Yeah, now. I'm just exactly what I'm looking up here is all of the stations Where is it? Uh, so like like maybe the Hydra or the Looking Glass or whatever or not. Yeah, so uh according to Lostpedia, let's see. The Arrow they they count as number one. It, it's got a question mark on it, though. Yeah, I mean, um, I don't think that's confirmed. We didn't yeah, get a I video or anything. The Swan, they ha- uh, the staff is unknown. Uh, I think they're just going in order of what we've the seen. The staff's a medical thing. We don't yeah. know. We yeah. don't know. Uh, the Swan is three. The Flame is okay. four. Okay. The Pearl is five. And the Orchid is six. Oh, okay. So we're really missing one and two. Yeah. Uh, now the Hydra doesn't have a number. The Looking Glass doesn't have a number in the Tempest. If you know. If and the Tempest even yeah. counts as a station. It's got a logo, so. Yeah. I, I feel like it is. A logo. Wasn't there a comment about like? Um, oh, and the flame too. Or did you say the flame? I said the flame was four. Yeah. Oh, it's four. Okay. Wasn't did it really? Did we really know like, that? <laughs> did we? Did we really? Was that like really in there? Um. Well, they. They didn't put a question mark, so I'm All assuming right. they know it's free. They really know. I just, I remember with the flame, like, he didn't watch an orientation video. He just saw, like, he saw some footage that came up when he won the thing. Like, I didn't think that card came up that said, you know, which number it is. I mean, maybe they know some other way, but uh, I just, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to see if they say how we're supposed to. This says, oh, it says to the direct left of the state of the station labeled the flame. Several notes were made. Oh, this is oh, this is from the blast door map. Oh, so this is why they're calling it four because it said <laughs> alleged location of number four, the flame. Oh, okay, so that was from the blast door map. I All think, right. yeah. All right. Well, okay. Oh, here's an interesting quote. It said, alleged location of aborted number seven. Large number of underground springs, heavy water tables. Remember that? Oh, yeah, kind of. That, that's interesting that they they were, like, the idea that they, there was a seventh station that they were going to build and then aborted it. Mm-hmm. If that's, you know, for real or just writing on the wall. <laughs> Is there any chance that could be the uh, the fake the fake hatch door? <laughs> Oh, that's why there was a. They, like they went ahead and built the. They just built the door. You know what? That would be a perfect thing for them to say. That's where they got the door from. Was like an abandoned, you know, an aborted station. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
That's so perfect. Because that's and still then, like a weird thing. Mm-hmm. That they just had a door. But it was. It, but wasn't the logo like a door? The logo was a door. Yeah, <laughs> which is really weird. <laughs> it was yeah, the door uh, station. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, they were crazy back then. I don't necessarily think they had that in mind, but that might work. I'd love if they just said that, so we won't have to think about it. It'd be nice. Yeah, it'd be nice. It doesn't seem like it doesn't seem to me from reading what people say that anybody's really reflected on how weird it is that there was that door there with nothing behind it. I agree. That is something people <laughs> hasn't haven't been talking about enough. I feel like we're the only podcast that has really like laid it on thick about how bizarre that was. That they it's one thing if they have, you know, endless tarps, endless torches, yeah. you know, whatever, but like to have this door um, which is key, I think, to their uh, their plan of fooling everybody. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was. It's pretty crazy. I'm. Trying, um, I wonder where that is on Lostpedia. I wonder to see what they have to say. But I don't know what I would do without Lostpedia, by the way. Oh, it's so great. It's just like oh my god, shop, man. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a you know when I'm sitting here floundering like I don't remember I think something happened I mean that's the place you can go and just find everything about everything mm-hmm. you know it's it's I use it a lot I mean it's it's ridiculously helpful I if anybody just is you know wants to know stuff about what's on Lost it's yeah I can't recommend now, it highly enough. You're the uh, you're the resident um, episode expert. What episode was that uh, door fake door in? Well, it was in a it was in a couple episodes, but I mean, the the when he opened it, that was the finale. Was it? I thought so. I don't Live together, die alone. Um, I think we first saw it uh, probably uh, in the, in the Michael episode in uh, three minutes. So where is this scene? Do they not have an entry for uh for that for that uh uh for that logo? Mm-mm. I didn't see it. Maybe if you go to look up Dharma logos. But um I don't see them even talking about Yeah, and like Saeed like never said a word about it. Like I Yeah, it was it was Saeed who found it, right? Yeah, Saeed like, you know, opened it and discovered that there was nothing there. Okay, here we go. Here I found there's an entry for the door. Is it what did you look under? Uh well I just went to the Dharma symbols page, uh and then clicked on the thing and then it then it took me to another page. But I think if you just do, search for the door mm. Okay. Uh you can find it. Uh and see what it, it is says unidentified, here. yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it doesn't seem like there's anything important there about it, so. Yeah, I mean, they, it looks like they know what we know about it. Yeah. Yeah, they do say, they do say, uh, yeah, it was believed that the door was an abandoned Dharma Initiative station that construction began on but was not completed because of flooding. This is based from the off the blast door map. So mm-hmm. looks like somebody else had that idea as well. <laughs> yeah. Unless you just entered that, did you? 
No, I didn't. <laughs> okay. Had to make sure. Credit, you never yeah. know. That's the power of the wiki. I've I've heard you're a very fast typist. I who who's been telling that uh, <laughs> wonderful wonderful truth? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I just it's 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 been around. All right. Well, I guess my uh, underground typing competitions mm-hmm. wouldn't go unnoticed forever. <laughs> I guess not. You know, I, yeah. It's you heard of Fight Club, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Pipe Club. It's oh. Yeah. We have pipe offs. Wow, aren't you not supposed to talk about it? Well, that's the first rule of Type Club, but the second rule of Type Club is talk about it as much as you want because it's just typing. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that makes a lot of sense because I was going to say, <laughs> what's the big deal? But, uh, okay. Yeah, right? Thanks. Yeah, there, there you go. There's no big deal. <sighs> yeah, it doesn't look like it doesn't look like anybody has any idea. Um but yeah, it just it seems like like if I were Saeed, I just you know they have this door and it there's nothing there. Maybe Saeed just wants to talk about it later. I guess so. I forgot that was. <laughs> of course he does. Saeed just yeah. I I mean for him, I mean I don't think, I mean honestly in his situation, he. He shouldn't be surprised, I don't think, that they have access to a door because he doesn't really know what they have access to, Yeah. especially at that point. You know, uh, I mean, he should be surprised he went through the trouble of, like, faking him out with it. Yeah. But but I think if he's not questioning where all the tortures come from, then he shouldn't question, you know, (laughs) where the tortures came from. Because he doesn't, he just doesn't know what the others have access to and what Dharma created, so... It's really more of a question for us than for him, but but um, it, it's still a crazy, crazy thing. I feel like at this point he knows enough about the others to at least like wonder. You know, like maybe at the time he didn't know enough. Mm-hmm. You know, but I feel like at this point he should know about the if others. Had, I mean, if he if he ever had a moment to stop and think about it back then, he might. He might say, "Oh, that was strange." But yeah. I think he might just assume they they had it, they found it, or they took it from another station. Yeah, you know, I mean, they're it's. I don't think for him it's just as crazy as it is for us. Yeah, because we know, I mean, or we at least assume there is no other station that that door goes to. Right. You know, and stuff like that, and we know, you know, we know more about the real connection between Dharma and the others more than he does. Yeah. You know, so. But that's the thing. I mean, he's he's been busy with a lot of shit, so. It's true. It's true. He's 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 got a lot um, to do these days. Wow, that was a nice tangent. Um, yeah, we're yeah. Still in the middle of this scene here. Oh, oh yeah, the bend. That was where they jumped <laughs> off from. God, I don't even remember where we came from. Okay, okay. That was the, that was the first, I think, real big tangent of the podcast. Yeah, that was a good one. It was. Yeah. Yeah, always good to revisit things, especially yeah. in an episode like this. Um, okay, so what's the next big topic? Do you, do you do you have something you want to talk about? I well, like I got I got a first, list of things I want to go on here, so I don't want to you do something. The first thing I want to I, I, I want to say is um, <clears throat> negatively charged exotic matter. Oh, is that the best the writers could come up with? <laughs> like seriously. And what's funny, what I think is even a little more crazy, is that, you know, Hallowax says, 
you know, what we believe to be negatively charged mm-hmm. exotic matter, like as if that actually exists, you know, like it's not like here's something and we're calling it this, you know, which is, which is crazy enough, yeah. you know, because it's not really scientific. But uh, on top of that, they're saying it, it does exist, and, and this is what we think it is. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I, I, that, was, that was really bad to me. You know, I'm. Uh, it's like, ooh, it's next to a pocket of what? Negatively charged exotic matter. That's oh, I hate that. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 it's, it's like it's not, it's not that, it's not that they've just like made up, made up a name for whatever's there, and that's mm-hmm. the name. Yeah. It's that there is this idea, this thing called negatively charged exotic matter and, and they, that's what they think it is. And they think this might be an example <laughs> of that. Yeah. Which is like double crazy. It is, yeah. It adds to it. If they just yeah, if they were just saying we found this thing and we're calling it negatively charged exotic matter, but it could be, you know, whatever real scientific thing that exists out there. Mm-hmm. You know, whether you know or it could just be sci fi that they're making up. But they but they go so far as to, to suggest it is a real thing. That, yeah. You know, even in their world, it's a real thing that they mm-hmm. think it is. Negatively charged exotic matter definitely exists in a lot of places, and this could be one of them, or or not. <laughs> We're not sure. Uh, <laughs> Ex- exotic matter. Mm-hmm. Like, that's it's so vague. Uh, yeah. It's so vague. It's very vague. But it's negatively charged. At least it's you know that. Negatively charged. Yeah. I'm. I'm glad. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that definitely that definitely sounds like bullshit to me. I mean, that yeah. that 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 just reminds me of the you know the 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 little math equations they have on the black door <laughs> map, you know. I think that I think yeah, I think this negatively charged exotic matter is about as crazy to a physicist as those math equations are to a you know mathematician. Yeah. Yeah, where it just it just looks like vaguely mathy gobbledygook mm-hmm. that they just like yeah you know. Then this sounds vaguely scientific. Yeah, it does. negatively charged matter. Mm-hmm. Like if they took out exotic, I think I'd probably have less. A less <laughs> exotic is weird. It. Yeah, that's a weird word to use. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> that's exotic. I don't know. I did a Google search for negatively charged exotic matter just to make sure you know mm-hmm. it did not actually exist. And uh, mm-hmm. to my non-surprise... Uh, it's all about lost. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, we've had our fair share of physics classes and uh, yeah. never really got to the negatively charged exotic matter. No, no. I mean, I only really got up to, like, physics one, but, uh, you know, no. I never heard anyone mention that. Yeah. And I, that, you know, I, I, I read... Uh, I've read a couple of those those popular physics books where people like to bring up crazy shit. I've, no, I've never heard a word like that. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe um, maybe it's a level of physics we you know haven't heard about that yet or mm-hmm. something. Um, actually, let me. Oh, here's an entry on it from uh, Wikipedia. Uh-oh. Why didn't I find this? Wow, wow. It looks like exotic matter does exist. Exotic matter is real. It's a exotic matter is a hypothetical concept of particle physics. Well see, I never took particle physics. Okay. And it's, it's hypothetical. Hypothetical. It covers any material which violates one or more classical conditions or is not made of known uh baryonic particles. 
Um, mm. Such materials would possess qualities like negative mass or being repelled rather than attracted by gravity. It is used in certain speculative theories, such as on the construction of wormholes. Mm. Oh, perfect. Well, I guess they read this. I guess they read this Wikipedia page too. I have uh, said. I have said and thought that I think this is. This is one of the first shows I can really pinpoint that I really think they do Wikipedia research for it. Here's, and here's this line that will really nail it home, guys. The closest known real representation of exotic matter is in a region of pseudo-negative pressure density produced by the Casimir effect. Oh! <laughs> look at that, the double whammy. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. They're definitely, they're definitely, this, this fit into their, their, what they're doing perfectly. Yeah, yeah. I actually think it's kind of interesting. Like, I feel like it, it'll, it'll change writing a little bit, like to have... Wikipedia as a resource. Mm-hmm. You know, in the past they might have had to. I don't know. I don't know what they would do. It'd be harder to come by stuff like that. Yeah, because that's the thing. All they have to do is go. Yeah, we want to do something with the Casimir effect, and they just go research it, and then they research. Oh well, one of the places you know that you can find exotic matter is with the Casimir effect, so they just put that into the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I feel bad for lambasting exotic matter because it does exist. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. It sounded like bullshit to me. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, it doesn't, you know, uh, yeah, it doesn't seem like it necessarily, it's it's apparently hypothetical. I mean, I know, like, like in math we have, like, exotic spheres and things. It's basically, exotic seems to be used when it's something that, uh, when it's something that's that's kind of crazy or wacky. Mm-hmm. Um, out of sorts. Which is why it made it sound crazy and wacky. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't sound like a scientific word. Um, in math, you can do that though. You can you can call things like silly names because mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter as much. Cause you're you're not necessarily describing the real world. Yeah. You know, there's there's things like the hot dog theorem and stuff like that. You know, it's, people can the ham sandwich theorem. It's all it's all you know great food food related. Yeah. <laughs> Very pedestrian food. <laughs> the chili and cheese theorem. All right, that's fake. All right, yeah, I thought so. I was going <laughs> to... No, okay. Um, First two are real, though. So let's talk about this rabbit experiment. Right, the rabbit. Yeah, that's what I was going to bring up. So presumably what was going to happen is they're going to send the rabbit into the future, 100 milliseconds in the future, which it would presumably make it seem to disappear, but in reality it's just been sent to the future and it would reappear 100 milliseconds later. Is that what you think is going on? Yes. <laughs> All yeah, right, well. Sure do, sure do. Good, good. Agree with your theory. Yeah, in reality it's gone to the future. I mean, I, I think that's I think that's pretty much what's going on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so it's so it's like a, yeah, it's like a time travel chamber thingy. Yeah. Um, well, which, they basically they basically built a time machine. Yeah. But well, apparently an, an organic only time machine. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, it's really funny. What's funny about that is, you know, in in the Terminator world, you know, you um, you know, when they go when they send the Terminators through time, they can't they don't wear clothes. Like, oh yeah. Like, you can only even though they have like metal skeletons. Yeah, they were stuff, made of metal. The original like, ones, at least. Yeah, but it's organic metal, I'm sure. Organic metal. Okay. Whatever that means. So uh, <laughs> but that was, that's another thing too is with time travel and sci-fi, a lot of the times it's like organic only or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think 
I think the fly might have been like that. That wasn't time travel, though. That was, like, teleportation. Yeah, yeah, where, like, he, yeah, he did have to, like, be naked or something when he yeah, was in there. Yeah, I think he had to be naked, like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know how they find those things out, but. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. It doesn't, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, I mean, it seems like Ben just, like, totally fucks this up. So it's not something that uh, looks like it's going to come into play down the road. I don't think we'll see that. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's broken for good now. Yeah, uh, it, like when Ben was just destroying it, it felt like, you know, look, guys, we're not going to here's, – here's a time travel machine, and here's mm-hmm. me destroying it. Yeah. <laughs> don't expect to see a shitload of time travel down the road. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's how that's how it played to me. Yeah. Um. So what do you? Okay. So we're we agree on the what the video was saying about the rabbit experiment. Mm-hmm. Um. Now, can should we go back and think about the original orchid uh, video and the whole thing with that rat? You know, don't let the rabbit touch each other. Like, oh, what that's was that right. about? <sighs> oh dear. Uh. Uh. What was that about? I mean, do we have any new any new theories about what that was about? I can't really think of anything. I mean, we have an idea. I feel like we have a little better idea of what they might have been doing with the bunnies. Yeah. Um, was uh, one from the future and one from the past, and if they touched each other, like, you know, maybe it, something like that? He makes it seem like they disappear. Another thing is when you when you go to the future – like if you really go to the future then 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 there aren't two of you you know unlike when you when you sort of go to the past mhm you know cuz you cuz you you disappear you and move, and you move, move to the yourself. future yeah, when you yeah. go to the past like you were you go to a past where you were in a different location at that time you know than mm-hmm. in the time machine from which you emerged <laughs> You know, so there, so there, so there are two of you in that case. Um, so I don't really, I don't really understand why sending bunnies to the future would cause two of them to come into play. Maybe they can do the path too. I don't know, and that's and that that would explain it. Um, I don't know maybe, why. Maybe maybe like they hadn't sent the bunny into the future yet. Like like the bunny appeared in the present. Like okay, I don't know if that makes sense. Like. Say, say they were gonna, you know, he, you know, in his video he was going to do what he did in this video, which was, you know, show the rabbit going to the future. Uh, but if he said the the time for the rabbit to go into the future, right before, because that's going to the past, then I guess. If he, if he said it, I'm trying to think. If there's a way for the rabbit to appear before he actually puts it in the machine. Well, if it's going to the future, it better not. <laughs> there better not be a way to do that. Yeah. Because it's, it's got to go to a point after it, it goes into the machine. It would have to, he would have to have done it before for that to happen. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why, um, where that other bunny came from. Maybe they can do it in the past. Maybe if, it's, if they reverse the polarity on the exotic matter. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. Always got to reverse the polarity. That's, that's yeah. That's like it a classic move. It works in Star Trek all the time. Yeah, yeah. They reverse they, the polarity. Yeah, that was that was just a great like catch-all. <laughs> like, 
Just the board, the boards have a tractor beam on your hull. Mm-hmm. Reverse the polarity. Boom. That's it. <laughs> Done. Yeah, I mean, uh, ion storm approaching, and you, you know, you need to cut a hole through it. You know, mm-hmm. reverse the polarity. Hey. Forward, uh, forward. Um, the, uh, what was it? The forward deflector. The oh, deflector seal. Deflector. Deflecting array. Dish deflector array. array. Yeah, yeah. 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 They didn't use that that much, but uh, it was, it was, yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, um, that's the only thing I can think about why the rabbits couldn't touch each other is that age-old idea that, like, you know, two of the same whatever can't touch or they all annihilate each other. Mm-hmm. Two of the same things of the same matter or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's supposed to be the idea. Um, uh, it just doesn't work if they can only go to the future. I mean, like, mm-hmm. like I, I just... I. Maybe I'm missing. I just can't think of a way that you could have two. Well, I, I just, I, and I don't think you can only go to the future with their thing. I think they just showed it going to the future. Yeah. Because uh, it seemed like he could, they could presumably set how, you know, how far into the future it went. He just mm-hmm. said 100 milliseconds, but it could be. Yeah, and it was just a know. demonstration, so they would want it to be, you know. Yeah, really simple. <laughs> something quick they could do for the video. And they yeah. could, and the past wouldn't work for the video. <laughs> The password mark for the video, and I think um, that, it, you know, if they were really doing experiments, they would have, I think they would have tried to send it to the past if they could. Yeah. The past, going to the past is really, like, where the crazy shit happens. Like, it's a lot yeah. easier to go to the future as far yeah. as, like, dealing with paradoxes and stuff like that, you know. It's, it's like, going to the future just doesn't present, like, the, uh, all those crazy problems. Mm-hmm. You know, unless you go back again, but then that's just going to the past. Yeah. You know, from that perspective. So, you know, it's going to the future is just like smooth sailing compared to going to the past. But going to the past <laughs> is the interesting one. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, it would be cool to go to the future, but like going to the past is where you can really like fuck shit up, you know, if oh, I may. Yeah. Um, oh, speaking of that, um, no, 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 no. I'm saving that for later. Save it. Save that for later. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Carry on, carry on. All right. Um, so the only thing with this tape is that it starts rewinding um, at a certain point when he says, the animal will seem to disappear, but in reality, dot, dot, dot. The tape starts rewinding. Mm-hmm. It looks like at about the three-minute mark. They kind of showed the, the timer there. But uh, the tape starts rewinding, and Locke can't really figure out why it's doing that. Do you mm-hmm. have any ideas of why it's doing that? Uh, for is real? Is it just a malfunction? Is it was the tape designed to do that? Is it illustrating some something with the experiment? Is it the writers not wanting us to see more? Yeah, I I thought I, I guess that that's what I thought it was for an external explanation. For an internal explanation, I guess I thought it was just a malfunction. Mm-hmm. You know, the VCR fucked up. It's maybe old. maybe maybe Locke is sitting on the remote. He doesn't know it. Yeah yeah. <laughs> there we go. Perfect. <laughs> That would fit right in. Yeah. Oh, I can't lock stop it. On the remote. Yeah. Oh. Oh, is that what that is? <laughs> I thought it was uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought this was a really uncomfortable seat. <laughs> um. So here's my last question. For it seems me. like the kind of shit where they wouldn't necessarily have a remote. Yeah. But, right. Uh, but I like that theory anyway. Uh, if they had a remote, it'd probably be wired. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Those are the best remotes. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, convenient. Like yeah. <laughs> you can control it from up to one foot. 
trip over it. And it was just it was, they really they really needed to <laughs> make that better quickly because so, that was just lame. Here's my qu- my last question for this scene. I think. Okay. Ben asked for his weapon back, which is a little p- baton uh, that he gave Locke, you know, when they first got to the Orchid in the last episode. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I forgot at first what weapon he was talking about. The magic wand. Or something. But he's talking about, yeah, the little telescopic baton that yeah. always kicks butt, you know. Yeah. Um, he asked for it back from, from, from Locke, which, of course, he uses later on Kimi. But why did he give it to Locke in the first place? Yeah. I was just going to say that. Now I don't That's, understand yeah. why he gave it to him because according to Ben's plan, he, Locke shouldn't have needed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and didn't. And didn't. So. And even if he did need it, Ben asked for it back. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. Right. If he was just yeah. going to ask for it back at that point, um, uh, like, like if there's a threat, he's just going to ask for it back. So, yeah, why would he just – yeah, I, I don't get that at all. Oh, maybe – Okay, well, uh, I, the only thing I can think of, really, because I don't think there's a good answer, the only thing I can think of is the fact he wanted to just be unarmed when he went to meet Kimi. Oh, okay. That, I guess that's, that's, the, that's the big idea. Because that's really kind of how he presented, you know, when he was, you know, he kind of gave it to him because he's like, well, I'm going to go surrender myself. Okay, that makes that's sense. That's the only thing I can think of. Okay. That's probably it, because I don't, what else could there be? That works. He asked for a bag, so. That works. Kimi probably would have checked him for weapons and. And he, yeah. you know, might have been confiscated. I mean, he probably could have got it back, but uh, uh, I, yeah, I think. I mean, maybe if he had a weapon, he would have like hurt him more or something. I don't yeah. know why, but yeah, but he he was planning to come back anyway, and yeah, that that that's that's fine. I'll buy that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It works with that idea, so yeah, good. Glad we figured that one. Woo! Nice to get uh one down. <laughs> Um, oh, that's what I was going to say. This is one of those things where the when the elevator starts coming down, you know, mm-hmm. like, I've seen this a lot, you know, they do this and various things, uh, uh, you know, ooh, the elevator's coming down, or ooh, the elevator's coming up, whatever, you know, who's in it, what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to admit, like, this is something I just, I always fall for. Like, I just, I like this. I, I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe because it's slow. I, I don't know what it is, but I just, I've always loved this trick. I mean, it's, is I don't know. It's overused, but it just I love it. Like ah, it's an elevator and it's coming down slowly, and there's something in it, and you just gotta wait for it. I don't know. It's I, a good thing because yeah, because you know it, it accomplishes a lot. It's like it's inevitable. There's an inevitability factor. You know what? What's cool about it in this particular case is the elevator goes back up first. Mm-hmm. So you know someone's up there who just called it down. Yeah. Which is you know, and it's inevitable that they're going to come down, or else they wouldn't have pushed the button to get it. You know, mm-hmm. so you know someone's coming. You don't know who it is. It's a good. It's a good little device. My my problem with this, um, you know, that it's really about later is that when you come down from an elevator, the problem, you know, from the person who's on the elevator is that. Presumably, anyone else who sort of heard the elevator, you know, make its commotion, knows someone's coming. Yeah. And so you're in a you, a vulnerable position because I think Ben or Locke or anyone who would have tried to kill Kimi could have easily killed him the moment he stepped off the elevator. Yeah. He's been waiting for him there, and they weren't. Of course, they were like hiding for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they really had the upper hand, in my opinion. Um, but I guess they really didn't know who was, you know, what was going on, so they didn't yeah. expect. But, but yeah, it's a nice device. Um, and I don't think, I don't think they had guns. I don't think they had guns, and Kimi didn't even have a gun. Yeah, Kimi didn't have a gun either. Yeah, <laughs> it was a gun-free uh, showdown. 
Yeah. So, but uh, but yeah, it's a good it's a good effect and um. Yeah, I don't know. That's good. Yeah, it's just like with stuff like that. I don't know. There's certain things that that I don't know. I often groan at, um, but uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just I was like, ah, the elevator. I don't know. <laughs> I, I I figured it would probably be Kimi. That's that's kind of who I was expecting. I mean, when they when they killed him, you know, and and didn't really check up on him, I I I, I was suspicious. I didn't. I I didn't think Kimi was ready to go down. Yeah. You know, I I thought he was dead. Well, first of all, when he got shot, I thought, well, I know he's got armor on. Like, they didn't. Because, see, that's what's weird. Sometimes in TV shows and stuff, when people have bulletproof vests or whatever, like, sometimes they get shot. A lot of times they get shot and they're okay, you know, whatever. But sometimes they get shot and they're dead because it's not 100%, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, So when, when he got shot, you know, like three or four times or something, um, and then they, then he was face up with his eyes open. He looked dead. They checked. They like, didn't they like poke him or something? Like they actually took the time to make, to make it clear that he was, you know, seemingly dead. Mm-hmm. And I just couldn't believe that, you know, someone who was alive would sit there on the ground, uh, you know, in pain, because even when you get shot, you, you know, with a broken yeah. vest, you still, you know, feel the pain. Like, and he's just going to sit there with his eyes open, face up and just waiting for them to leave. Like I didn't. I don't understand how we're supposed to take that scene. Is he supposed to be unconscious or something? Like, or is he, like, why was he sitting there with face up, eyes open, unblinking, if he's conscious and alive? Mm-hmm. Like, that was that was weird to me. And they they couldn't tell he was breathing, you know. I mean, after getting shot, I think you'd have a couple of labored breaths. Yeah. You know, the, and the, you know from the fight, at least, you know. Um, and those are just kind of production things, because, you know, they would curtail that so they can get across their little deception. But um, I wasn't. Uh, I was. I went. Well, I guess you know. I just believe Kimi was dead because they made it seem like he was dead. I, you know. But when he came back, the first thing I said, you know, when I saw him in the other, I was like, "Yeah, you got body armor on, and of course you should be back." But I just thought they were done with him. Yeah. Did you Did you think it was somebody else? Um, I can't remember who I thought was going to be coming down. Um. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't even know who I thought. I think I had someone in mind, but um, I don't know. I don't remember who it was. I just, you know, by the time I saw it was Kimi, I was just like, yeah, of course it's Kimi. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a big deal anymore. Right. Yeah. And and another reason I thought he was dead because he had the big fight with, with, with Saeed. Oh, that's true, yeah. I thought, you know, it was like, okay, well, that's a good way to go out, you know. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he had already had his encounter with Ben. I, I just thought they were done. Like, mm-hmm. what else? There really wasn't much else left, really. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, except for, you know, Kimi to die. And the oh, and that was the other thing. The other thing that I was thinking about was the was the armband. Yeah, I just thought about that. I didn't, I, I forgot about that when he, uh, when he was, when, you know, when Alper shot him. I w- if I was thinking about the armband, I would have thought, okay, yeah. well, the bomb should go off now. Yeah, that's, yeah, when he when he was apparently dead, and they didn't address the armband, and the boat, nothing happened on the boat, like, the bomb thing didn't trigger, like, I was like, okay, I, I think he's probably still alive. Yeah, maybe, maybe his, his training, they teach him how to, like, play dead or something. Play dead, yeah. Because <laughs> he did a good job. I mean, if he was face down or something, just the, the, 
the unblinking dead look, I just, that was mm-hmm. just like, well, he must be dead, because who, who could do that? Who would do that? Yeah. You know, but I guess Kimi. Well, on the other hand, the actor was living that did that. The actor was living? Yeah, I mean, you know, he, the guy who, I mean, the guy you see there, he is living. Yeah. Like, in reality. Yeah, but if he was dead, he wouldn't look like that. <laughs> I don't think. You know what I mean? Like, if he was really dead in that situation, I mean, well, he would look like that if he was really dead in that situation. But I think if he was really alive in that situation, he would have been breathing heavily. His eyes wouldn't have been open like that, like just blank and unblinking. You know what I mean? Like, so that's the thing. Like, yeah, the actor was really doing that, but I think if he was really, if it was real, it wouldn't have looked, if it was real the way, you know, you kind of take it because it's the show, um, it's weird that he was still alive. That's my point. You're you're saying because because of because of what he's just been through, he shouldn't have been able to. Uh, I'm surprised that yeah, from what he's what he just went through, the the extreme energy exertion fighting Saeed and getting hurt and stabbed, uh, and then getting shot several times. I just I I find it hard to believe that he's able to just lie there on the ground uh, and not breathe heavily enough for people to know he's still alive and to be face up blank staring like that. That's mm-hmm. that's weird to me. Mhm. Okay, okay, okay. I'll chalk it up to training, but you know, um I, I think I'd be hard pressed to, to not uh give away the fact I'm still alive. If I just got shot and stabbed <laughs> and just like, you know, all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, no no. i you'll never see me doing that. I'll you'll it'll be ow <laughs> You know, yeah. <laughs> That's uh, if you ever see me shot, that's what you're gonna hear, regardless of whether it's in my interest to pretend to be dead. <laughs> yeah, right. Cause ow, yeah. who shot me? <laughs> I buy that. Yeah, yeah, no, I. I thought I thought you were saying like no one could pretend to be dead that well, like in general. That's 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 what oh, I mean. Oh no, no, no. I just mean given the circumstances. Yeah, like yeah. If, like if someone had just knocked him over the head and he just fell down and then like they rolled him over and he was like that, I'd be like, Okay, fine, he's pretending. Mm-hmm. But he it was he went through way more than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. It's it's extreme. I mean yeah. they try to make him seem like a badass, but uh yeah, that's the that that's over the top, definitely. Mm-hmm. Just the just being just the looking, the blank stare look, like, that's just like, okay, really? You're not dead? Mm-hmm. Did you see yourself? <laughs> maybe if he saw what we saw, he'd be like, maybe I am dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this is what dead is. Hey, guys, wait, are you sure I'm not dead? Cause look at hey, how here. about that? Maybe he is dead. That doesn't make any sense. I'm sorry. Never mind. <laughs> I was, I was going to try to say, like... Almost. I was going to try to say pull the Claire, but then there's the armband thing. Yeah. <clears throat> and the fact that, like, he dies later. And he dies he again. stabbed in the neck. And, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work. I I don't know. That was a... That was a... That was a flash in the pan theory. Uh, yeah, it really flash in the pan, because it <laughs> lasted half a second. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. That's that's that'll be my candidate for quickest theory ever. Yeah. I'll do it.
So quick, you didn't even finish it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I didn't even get to really say it before yeah. it was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, well. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see. So, I think we're done with this scene. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think, what else was there? Was there something else? I don't think so. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, the vault, you know, Ben puts all the metal stuff in there. Uh, I guess we'll come, we'll come back to this later. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what I was thinking. Okay. Uh, next scene, Hurley, Sawyer, and Jack make it to the chopper and find... Get Kate to the Ellie. chopper! Yeah, I, I'm going to be saying chopper a lot because it's quicker than helicopters. Yeah. Uh, uh, they make it to the chopper to find Kate hel- uh, helping uncuff Frank and with Saeed standing guard. Uh, Story makes a joke about Kate killing one of the soldiers. Kate goes to Jack and asks about Aaron. Uh, I'm sorry, goes to Jack and Jack asks about Aaron. Kate tells him that Aaron is with son and that they should be on the freighter by now. Sawyer uses a hacksaw to cut Frank's cuffs. Jack asks Saeed uh, how he got back, and the Zodiac, of course, is how he got back. Jack asks if the freighter is safe uh, because the body washed up from it, and Saeed says it's safe now. Frank is cut free, and then they all board the chopper. Uh, Hurley asks if they can come back and look for Claire once everyone is on the freighter. Absolutely. Uh, Then they take off. <sighs> yeah, I don't think Jack. Yeah, yeah, I don't think Jack will thinks about Claire for a while after yeah, this moment here. Oh yeah, oh yeah, first on my list, there, buddy. Mm-hmm. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Claire. Uh, Claire really. Uh, I mean, what can you do? I mean, they go through a lot. It's it's hard to think about Claire in the midst of all of it. Is about and, to happen. Yeah, and they really don't even know where to start to look. That's yeah. Another part. If they if they thought like okay maybe she's here, you know I think someone would even given the situation would be like let me go check for her there, but they just don't even know where to look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If Locke had said hey you know I saw Claire and she was in this cabin and it was mm-hmm. here, <laughs> yeah. maybe they could have gone, but. Yeah. But, yeah, they didn't want to go down that road. I mean, they specifically had Christian say, don't tell anyone. Mm-hmm. So uh, so that wouldn't happen. So, yeah, you're right. I mean, it's, 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 they're, yeah, they're in a hurry and they're, uh, and they're, uh, and they, they have no idea where to start, so. No idea. I agree. Um, what else do I want to say about this? What else happened? I forgot. What, what? Uh, I mean, they're just—it's just the the group's kind of reconvening. I think. Oh, that's right. This is the hacksaw scene. Yeah. Um. Uh. I was really confused. Like the first time I saw the hacksaw scene, like you know, he comes up and he's trying to pick. He's like, oh, he's trying to pick the lock. You know. No, I use a hacksaw, and then Frank goes for the handcuffs. Like mm-hmm. that really threw me the first time. I'm like. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, I, oh yeah. I just thought he was being like, I don't know. I thought he was just being really weird. Like, yeah. What would what else would be? Then I then like the next time I watched it, I realized I guess what he's saying is as opposed to like cutting my arm off. It's yeah. It, basically, it's like 
you know, Frank needs to get out of the handcuffs. Oh, I have a hacksaw. And he's just saying, he's just making sure that it's a joke, but he's basically saying, you know, cut cut the handcuffs, not my arm, not my yeah. hand, you know, because there's two ways to get him out of that with a hacksaw, mm-hmm. you know, and you, you just make sure you got to cut the right one. You know? I see. Yeah, yeah. And it's just a joke, yeah. I caught that the same, but the first time I thought he was just, like, really stating the obvious. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like, no, I'm just going to, I'm going to go cut, like, uh, I don't know. I'm just gonna go cut something else for no reason. Like I don't know. Yeah. Of course, we're talking about the handcuffs. Like I don't know. It just seemed like, uh, but yeah, it's a joke. I don't know. I just uh, it went over my head, and I have to I have to mention these things. And now it's time for a joke. I think. You know? Yeah, maybe that was it. Maybe that was it. I didn't expect a joke, uh, of all things, and it just it just seemed like he was stating really obvious things, and yeah, like whatever, Frank. <laughs> I just thought they were I'm being surprised crazy. they didn't think to use a hacksaw earlier. Yeah, yeah. When they, I mean, Kate presumably looked in the box, so she's helping him. Frank looked in the box. They nobody saw the hacksaw. Mhm. Yeah, yeah. It it worked pretty quick too. They got right there. Man, through the that was quick. I was thinking metal cutting metal would be, you know, quite a quite a feat. But yeah, uh, I'd expect to spend like a lot of time. I mean, there was this one time I I had to cut a tree down, and it wasn't even a big tree. It was a little tree, and it took me, like, forever. It took me, like, Mm -hmm. I I think, like, 45 minutes. Are you still, are you even done cutting the tree down? (laughs) I don't remember that you finished. I took a break only to do the podcast. Good, good. Hopefully you'll finish that uh, cutting down that tree in the next, you know, couple years. I hope so. It's pretty much, it's turning into my life's work. It's your white whale. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta cut down that tree. <laughs> uh, yeah, just it seemed like such an easy, simple, and fun project, and it just it was just like really tedious, and it, and my arms hurt, and it just it's not a fun thing to do. And it was wood, like that's what you're supposed to cut, right? You mm-hmm. know, what I mean, it was like designed for that, and I just like trying to cut through handcuffs, like. I mean, I, I think they have saws that are good for that, but, like, I don't know. It just it seemed, like, really easy to cut through the handcuffs. It, it seemed like they did it way too quick. And uh, I do want to hand it to Sawyer for using the wrench to uh, yeah. you know, sort of, you know, protect, you know, A sort of pull the thing and, 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 yeah, protect his arm so it wouldn't, like, cut him. But. Yeah, because that's what I was thinking, like, just starting to hack away. Like, it would be kind of scary. Mm-hmm. So that was, uh, I agree. That was a good and I'm su- And I'm surprised they didn't just, um, they didn't just try to, you know, break the chain so that, you know, he would still have the cuff on right. and he wouldn't be chained to the, the gen, chain. The gin method. The gin method, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I agree. Although that thing was irritating after a while. Yeah. But, uh, but that would have been a quick and easy solution. Easier early. But so was this. <laughs> Yeah, apparently. Yeah, True. Yeah. Yeah. It was strangely quick. I didn't think this should be so quick, but it was. So it was. You know. Hey, lesson learned. If I ever need to you yeah. know, cut handcuffs and I have a hacksaw handy. Everybody, like, we can all take that away from this episode. We now I really, yeah. collectively know what to do. Mm-hmm. It's, that's nice when you can get practical knowledge like that. Hey, I've learned more about being a torturer. Mm-hmm. About being a spinal surgeon, mm-hmm. about uh, being an apparition than I ever thought mm-hmm. I'd know um, from from the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. Fisherman, 
Um, Fisherman. Pregnant. Uh, gardener. Pregnant. Good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, crazy. Crazy. Uh, well, I know a lot about being crazy before. Oh, you did? Okay. I learned a couple things. I learned a couple things. Play chess. Play chess with a dead guy. That's mm-hmm. a, that's, that's a good one. That is a good one. I haven't done that before. Me either. Me either. I got to get on that. Uh, it seems like uh, it seems like they ought to be better than they are. I don't know. Right? I feel, like, I feel like being dead would like make you really good at chess, but apparently what? not. Yeah, because you can you can ask God what to, what the next mm-hmm. move is. Huh? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and he should play perfect chess, but uh, no. Nah, maybe not. Not really. Can't beat Hurley at least. <laughs> Hurley's a master. Hurley wins every game. <laughs> Hurley is the game master. I think that that you know we'll t- well we'll save it we'll save it. I'll save my little thing about Hurley but oh okay for the chess scene but um yeah are you ready for the next scene anything else for this thing yeah okay. yeah I think I think so here's a little question uh is 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 like the zodiac raft is that some sort of like proper name for a small raft from a ship or something because cause Saeed just says like the zodiac and Jack just like knows what that is mm-hmm. He didn't say like raft. He just said the zodiac, and I'm like, why? Why would Jack know what that is? Uh, well, uh, yeah, okay. I'm I'm looking it up here. Oh well, now I know why. Uh, <laughs> apparently zodiac is a company. It looks like it's a brand name. Yeah. 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 I was wondering why they called it that. Me I was too. wondering if, if it was like, you know, such a weird name, why would they call it that? Okay, well it's a company that makes rafts and boats and stuff. A raft, yeah, raft and So Jack boat would have company. to know that Jack would need to know that to get that. Mhm. I've never heard of it, but uh you know, maybe if you're more familiar with the boating and freighting industry, um mm-hmm. you can catch on to that. All right, well, mystery solved. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd been wondering about that, and uh, that's what the Internet does for you. Yeah, click Google search, and uh, all problems are uh, Boom. Solved. Yeah, because you were asking me, and I'm like, well, I can either say I don't know, or I can just see what Google has to say. Yeah, I did the same thing. I was like, well, I guess I could Google it. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, it was just going to go nowhere if I didn't... Uh, look it up or you didn't look it up so uh thank you google save the day again um, speaking of going nowhere you want to go to the next scene no uh yeah of course hello oh sh- did he really cut off on that oh i'm really confused he did ah okay and it's right on time too. It's three. It's three seventeen. That phone is just fucking incredible. All right. So let me find a new story for you guys. Let's see what we got here. Woo. Um. Let's see. Da, 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 da. I like world news personally. Uh, find it to be a little more interesting. All right. Let's see here. Uh. New York Times article. Um, all right. <clears throat> Gates accuses uh, Myanmar of, quote, criminal neglect. Uh, in the strongest remarks yet by a high-ranking American official, uh, Defense Secretary Robert M. Gates. So that's who Gates is. I actually was thinking Bill Gates. I don't know. I, I'm not that knowledgeable, I'm afraid. 
Uh, anyway, he, he, this person, uh, Robert M. Gates, said on Sunday that Myanmar was guilty of, quote, criminal neglect for blocking large-scale international aid to cyclone victims and that more Burmese civilians would perish unless the military regime reversed its policy. Are you back? Hey, Hello? it's Claude. Hey. Follow, <laughs> preference by the whispers. <laughs> oh, is that what that was? I didn't know yeah, what that, that was. That was my attempt to uh, have the whispers uh, preface my uh, return. I c- <laughs> That's a good one. I couldn't tell what it was though. I thought it was just like noise from your phone. I, <laughs> I, I couldn't tell it was whispering, and I, I just, I blew it. I, I should have been scared or something. Oh well. Yeah, well, what are you gonna do? Just so, reading my dumb about, news story. Are you, are you talking about Myanmar? It's nice. It's, yes, I am. It's nice <laughs> to have whispers herald your arrival, though. I have to say, I, that's something I would love to have. Right. Available. Yeah, I tried to. I tried to do it. It'd be really fun, just like yeah. you know. I don't know. You like, hear something? Oh wait, is that Justin? Mm-hmm. Oh, it is. And then boom, you're there. Boom. I don't know. That's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just uh, uh, something about. Uh, 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 wow, I closed it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just you just talked about it. Do you remember what you just said? You know. Uh, <laughs> You know, when I read, no <laughs> I don't necessarily think about go to, it. You can go to history and then recently closed tabs. If, if no, I found it. Tabs. I found it. It's, uh, uh, oh, it was about blocking, uh, they, they blocking, blocked, aid to, blocking aid to cyclone victims. That, that now, was, who wants to block the aid? The, uh, the, 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 the government, I guess. The government of Myanmar. Yeah. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Because of what? Because I well, I don't know why. Oh, do you not? Did you not get to that part? Uh. What were you you saying? Something about Gates and something. Yeah, Defense Secretary Robert M. Gates uh, accused them of uh, criminal neglect for this. Oh, for not accepting aid. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're they're doing some bad stuff. I I. I they must I feel like they ought to have a reason for it. I, I don't think it's a good reason. There's a reason. I and I, I read it at some point, I just don't remember it. It's political. Yeah, I mean uh, people like that usually do have a reason. They're just like, Ah, we're just you yeah. know they have let some aid through and I, I read they they did they did have some aid go through from certain certain places and certain organizations. But yeah, they have the whole thing about that. Uh, it's a military. Like, it's a military regime. It's a. It's like mm-hmm. a martial law situation. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I just I like international stories. That's just I don't know. I always gravitate to those. Good. We need to know what's going around around the world. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just I don't know. Maybe I just I always hear about the the sort of United States stories and I don't know. I get. I get fed up with them. I just, I immediately just want to see other stuff. So, mm-hmm. all right, you you went out like right in the middle of the sentence. It was really. I uh, thought it was. I thought it was like perfect. I'm like, yeah. The next day, like, let's go to the next scene, and it was like, boom, off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was like it was like you ready for the next scene, and I'm like, yeah, and then it's. Yeah, like perfect timing. And I'm not Thank sure. You, I'm not sure if you're just like look, you know, trying to find the scene or whatever, and. 
hello? <laughs> Very, uh, and I'm like, okay, I got to look now, and then, then I have to, all right, so now you're caught up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I wish, it'd be great if TalkShoe, like, you know, said something. If, if if someone leaves, yeah you know especially if the host leaves yeah it would help because I don't yeah. I'm not always looking at that thing I have to you know whenever I think you might be off I have to go look at the thing yeah <laughs> I'm never sure until I see that icon <laughs> trust the icon that's right <laughs> the icon you can trust um <laughs> all right so now we're ready for the next scene the icon is the true way I am a believer of the icon are you. I yes, absolutely. Good. The icon is uh is is uh is is everything. Okay, well on that note. Mm-hmm. We're back to the orchid. Uh the elevator comes down, dun dun dun, it's Kimi. Ah! He's got a knife in his hand and he, he's taunting Ben. He references that he's alive from the body armor, duh. Kimi tells Ben that he's wearing a heart rate monitor connected to a radio transmitter, which will detonate the 500 pounds of C4 in the freighter, thus killing a lot of innocent people. Uh Uh-oh. Locke comes out and introduces himself to Kimi, tells him that he's got no conflict with him, nor do the people on the boat. Uh, Locke wants to resolve the situation diplomatically, but Kimi's never been one for talk. That's good. That's good because Ben's not in the mood to talk as he jumps out and wallops Kimi with his ninja stick. Um, yeah, Ben's Ben's really ninja good with that. stick. There we yeah, go. I, I've dubbed it the ninja stick because he's he's really good with that. Been calling it the and, magic wand, but uh, <laughs> I like ninja stick. Ninja stick works. Um, he's you know he screams, "You killed my daughter!" Uh, as he stabs Kimi in the neck. Uh, there's no body armor there, folks. Uh, Locke tells Ben that he just killed everyone in the boat, and Ben says, "So." So. <laughs> what what you gonna do about it? Mm-hmm. You know, that so was very. That's a scene, by the way. But that so was very. Um, I don't even know. I I like it. I think it's almost like unben like. Yeah. For that for that to be the only you know so like that's all he has to say as eloquent as Ben is. Yeah. So, but it's like. It's but it's fitting, you know. It, it works, uh, but I think it's kind of you know. I mean, that whole thing is it's. I guess it's supposed to be unbend like you know, because he talks about it later. You know, the the fit of emotional rage yeah. that that trumped his judgment. Um, yeah. But I like I like the sort of like he just doesn't care. Yeah, I, I it was kind of shocking to me because I think like in general Ben. Ben has been, I mean, especially with, you know, Alex getting killed in front of him. Like, he had he had a certain amount of sympathy points, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and he hasn't, he hasn't, like, masterminded too many terrible things this season. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, he he was, you know, I, he, he had my sympathy to a certain extent. You know, he, he, he seemed to be uh, sort of guiding Saeed and, and somehow helping people out. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I got the sense that, uh, you know, maybe I could... Uh, maybe well, we could... yeah. He stopped, like, becoming a bad guy because he started working with the good guys. Yeah. You know, it's like what what the plans that he had in his in his, you know... 
his operations basically were were hopefully you know in sync with what the losties want um and they seem to be and so he he wasn't really a bad guy anymore i mean he was a you know you couldn't you didn't necessarily trust anything he said but he didn't seem to be you know uh planning their demise at every yeah. step anymore and right. he became you know just one of the guys who's trying to get through this situation mhm uh but yeah know, when he when he did this it was like and that's the thing, man. Uh, you know, we can talk about it more later, I guess, when, when he says the line. But, but yeah, he killing everyone on the boat and the show and like, you know, even he, even though he says, you know, he he wasn't thinking clearly. That's just not an excuse. Yeah. And it's not even. I don't even think it's a. You know, it's not even a good writing excuse. You know what I mean? Like, it's lame that he even says that. We already heard him say that about Carl. You know, when he brainwashed Carl, oh, I guess I overreacted. Well, yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and here, again, he overreacts, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the other thing was, like, yeah. having having him be on his own. Like, he wasn't he wasn't a leader of a group, big group of people, you know, mm-hmm. anymore. It seemed like he was just kind of fending for himself for most of the season. I mean, obviously, in this episode, he... He kind of does a little more with the others, but uh, that was another yeah, thing. Yeah, and I think like, that's that's I think that was isolated. That was like a that was like a last effort. You know, it's like when you know a divorced couple. You mm-hmm. know, like you know, yeah, help, you know, help 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 me move the furniture out. You know, or whatever. Like one yeah. last good you know goodwill thing because yeah. they did they were connected, but like a little you know. parting gesture. Thing. Yeah, yeah. It's like okay, I'll do this, and then I don't want to see you again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, he's he's pretty much on his own uh for this whole season and mm-hmm. uh and so that I think that, you know, uh, to me like I I sympathize with him more that way too with him just kind of trying to deal with his problems himself, you know, without mm-hmm. this like army to get sent off to die and stuff like that, you know. Yeah. So um so having him say something like that, you know, it just it was just, you know, it's horrifically unsympathetic. Like it just mm-hmm. it was shocking to me. Yeah. And, you know, they could have played it a different way where, you know, Ben didn't know what Kimi, you know, that Kimi had the heart rate monitor. You know, if he if he would have come out before Kimi explained it, then Ben wouldn't have been as culpable for the situation. Yeah. Uh, but, he, you know, he was. He is because Kimi explained it and he knew what, what mm-hmm. was going to happen if he killed him. Yeah. So so that's the other thing. It's like I'm surprised they, they're willing for us to, for Ben to take the full brunt of it uh, of the blame for this, you know. Yeah. If they want us to sympathize yeah. with him. Oh, and that was another thing, by saying the purge wasn't his idea. Mm-hmm. You know, that mm-hmm. was that was another, like, you know, point of, of, um, of you know, point of bad karma removed. Yeah, like, yeah, I did this thing, but, oh, no, not really. And, oh, this thing you don't like me for. Oh, that's a little bit different, too. And, mm-hmm. yeah, it seemed like they were trying to paint him in a better light. Yeah. But, uh, but this was just like, I guess he just couldn't help himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and they did have Kimi explain the whole thing. And he, they, they could have they could have just had him go for Kimi before he said anything. Mm-hmm. And then he wouldn't have been to blame for it. But I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they wanted to bring him back to the bad category some. I guess. Like, um, kind of like what they did with Sawyer. Like, he 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 would he would be good, 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 and then they would try to like bring him back to bad for a while. Yeah. You know. What? 
I, and I was I was surprised that Ben stabbed him in the neck like that. I mean this this episode had a couple like really brutal scenes. Yeah. That just kind of surprised me for like network TV. Yeah, you know, I agree. I, just, I think getting stabbed in the throat a lot, I would not expect on TV, but I guess that yeah. happened. Violence can get pretty bad on TV. I, I yeah. I remember I saw um I saw Predator on TV, and there's a scene where um uh where this guy's like arm gets ripped off mm. and like he's like walking around and he's shooting his gun still or something like it's it's really gruesome you know the blood's like spurting out it it was just on like regular tv you know that really shocked yeah. me like I, I was sure they wouldn't show that but they did <laughs> you know like, yeah the standards have gotten a lot less um harsh i think but um yeah i was i was surprised uh at the at the <laughs> Violent stabs in the neck. Uh, yeah, yeah. They still. It seems like they still can't show headshots. They, yeah. they They haven't done a headshot in this thing. At least not one where you see the bullet like go into the head. Mm-hmm. You know. Um. It seems like you know every time people get shot, it's like you know in the torso or or in the yeah. leg or whatever. You know. Um. That's the one thing they seem to shy away from. But yeah, in general, this was a pretty violent episode. It's true. Definitely. Uh, and, and, right. and, like, Kimi, like, when he lays there and he's, like, he's, like, speaking through his, like, Gurgling, bloody yeah. mouth, bloody teeth mouth thing, it's just, mm-hmm. ugh, ugh, I don't know, it's really gross and creepy and, I don't know. Uh, I, I sort of like that. Oh, yeah, it was great. It, it like, to me, that was, like, that was what Kimi, you know, it seemed like that was what Kimi is really like, you know, like this is what he should look like. Like it was, it was appropriate to his personality, you know, just like blood Bleeding all over the neck? Just, no, just like the the blood all over his teeth and stuff like that. Oh. It was just like, you know, gave him that like gruesome like face. I don't know. I don't, I like that. All right. Well, Justin has a dark side. <laughs> No, I just I'm just saying like I just thought it was I just thought it was good for the character. I mean I don't I just like seeing people get stabbed in the neck. It just mm, you know, it's that's not, not what I heard you say. <laughs> it was appropriate. That's not what I'm gonna tell people. <laughs> I mean I think he I mean he deserved to die at least. I mean you know I mean he definitely he definitely uh, really uh, conducted himself uh, poorly this season. <laughs> If I may. <laughs> yeah, well, don't don't get too harsh there, okay? Please. I mean, hold it back. It's Please a PG-13 podcast. <laughs> His actions weren't very tactful this season. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, now we've got enough of Potty Mouth Justin. Um, You'll excuse me if I indicate that he's been less than generous this season. Uh, <laughs> less than the gentleman, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> no, I, yeah, I mean, he's just, you know, he's been unnecessarily killing people left and right. He kicked a grenade at Omar. <laughs> like, that's, 
I don't know. That's yeah. That's my favorite of his uh, horror, horrible, horrible acts. I think, especially considering he, he and Omar seem to be friends. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't think he necessarily kicked it to him on purpose, but the fact that it landed over there and he didn't really seem to care. Yeah. Was pretty interesting. Yeah. No, um, I agree. It wasn't on purpose, but yeah, yeah. That's, that's that that that's the key. And yeah, I don't know. People like Kiwi, like I don't know. That's that's what they do a lot of times. They just they they just don't even give a shit about their own people, but. Uh, but yeah, that was that was a nice touch for him, I think. Um, so I have to ask because I think it's you know it's been so I have to ask. But um, oh boy, do you think he knew what he was doing when he when he killed Kimi? Like he like he maybe wants everyone on the boat to die, or or really just doesn't care about the people on the boat? <sighs> well. And one more thing before you answer, I, I do also want to say that he that Ben told Jack that he and Hurley and Sawyer need to be on the boat within the hour, and mm-hmm. and you know just Ben being a mastermind. I wonder if he. I mean, I don't really think Ben knew about the C four on the boat, but if he did know, I, I think I'm just wondering if there's any way he he sort of not orchestrated this, but saw things unfolding in a way where he might just be able to, like, you know, kill them all or... Yeah. Or... Because... Well, go ahead and weigh in on that before I add too much. It's possible. I... I mean, Kimi really laid it on thick uh, where I think it's reasonable that uh, that he'd have, you know, that kind of reaction. You know, he's like... He's, you know... You know, talking about Alex you know, dying mm-hmm. face down and whatever he was saying, you know, he was really like, he was doing that thing that people do in movies where they just, you know, they rub it in the thing that yeah, the person. Yeah, he was taunting him. He wanted him to come out. Yeah. Yeah. And so it, I like, I think it makes sense that Ben would, would, you know, he, he is prone to, to irrational action and, you know, when he's, when he's provoked in, in such a way. So I, like, I totally buy that he, that he wasn't thinking about it. Um, and I guess, I guess I, my opinion is, I, I guess, I guess I just think he, he doesn't, he, he just doesn't really care. Like I, but I don't think that was his plan. Yeah. I don't really think that's his plan either. Considering, you know, I, I was sort of convinced with it, the whole thing with, uh, Rousseau and Carl and Alex trying to get to the, uh, the temple, you know, and, and, and maybe Ben knew, plan that or yeah. knew that you know that didn't really seem to come to fruition at all so no was, you know so but um i just thought it was strange how um you know how he didn't really seem to care and it's and if it if it's important you know because he because you know when we saw you know michael's story um you know he, michael wasn't able to blow up the the ship because there were still innocent people on it and that oh. seems to be, you know, that seems to be important back then, but it wasn't important now. I forgot about that. Yeah, we don't kill innocent people. Yeah, <sighs> and that, and that's what Kimi said. I feel like Kimi set that whole bomb thing up because he knew that he knew that Ben wouldn't want to kill innocent people, so mm-hmm. that was his that was his backup plan. And that then Ben work. says so. Yeah, Ben just doesn't care. Uh, maybe, uh, no, I was going to say maybe this is part of the reason why he has to leave the island, but he was already going to do that. Yeah. I, I mean, I think Ben likes to act like he's got the more high ground, but he'll, he'll do whatever he has to do. And I, I do think in the end, in the end, I don't think he really cares about those people as long as he, 
accomplishes his his own goals. I agree, but I but I, I was I was assuming it was more than just about because I agree. I don't think he cares about them, but I thought it was more that for whatever is going on, he he shouldn't kill those people. You know what I mean? With Jacob or whatever their code is or oh. whatever you know the the other reasons are about innocent people. I thought. That that would make him care, you know, yeah. uh, enough not to kill them. But uh, but yeah, I agree. I don't think he just on his own cares about those people. Yeah. Why would he? Yeah, I, maybe that's it. I mean, maybe there is like the private bin and the like, you know, agent of the island bin, and mm-hmm. and like agent of the island bin is supposed to have this moral code or whatever. But you know, maybe private bin just doesn't. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, maybe that's the kind of thing that's going on and so that the whole thing with michael is really about agent of the island pen yeah yeah that's crazy i uh yeah i mean you know in terms of jen you know dying um there's you know several people who are kind of more or less responsible for jen's death mm-hmm. uh and you know ben's on that list for this alone yeah yeah. And Kimi. <laughs> well, yeah, and Kimi. I my little list was in in uh in decreasing order was okay. Wid, Widmore, Kimi, mm-hmm. Ben and Jack. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cuz you know, Widmore because the that's the whole reason they're there in the first place, Kimi because you know, he's the one who has the thing, Ben right. because he's the one who killed Kimi and Jack yeah. because he's the one who didn't, you know, wait for Jen. Mhm. Basically, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that list. That's about right. After that, after that, Pike. <laughs> yeah, Pike's on there after that, and because yeah, I mean, he he really had apparently apparently I don't know. We'll talk about it later. Uh, no no direct involvement um, except the fact that it was that it was really his you know his errand that that they were on the plane for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that, that but that's. I don't know. I really don't think it's fair to blame him for that. I mean, I I feel like, you know, from what we know so far, I mean, I feel like uh, you you blame him for you blame him for making Jen do those horrible things. You blame him for you know being an ass, making you know making your life miserable. But you know, this errand, like, I don't think he knew the plane was going to crash. I mean, it just it just doesn't seem fair to me to to blame Pike, uh, you know for the fact that they crashed on the island and Jin died. Like, I, you know, I just, I think that's a stretch. Mm-hmm. You know, I definitely well, think... Well, it, it has, it basically just is because he, they wouldn't be there if, if Pike didn't make Jin work for him. And the only reason Pike made Jin work for him was because he hated Jin. Yeah. And he wanted him to do those bad things. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, in that sense, he's responsible. But, like, yeah, but realistically, yeah, he he's not... You know, I wouldn't. I don't think it'd hold up in court. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not very direct like the other yeah. ones are, where you can see a clear path from the mm-hmm. action to the death. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's it's sort because, of because yeah, they they could have just as easily crash landed and then gotten rescued the next day. And yeah, you wouldn't blame Pike for anything. Exactly. You know, so. Yeah. Yeah, or even not crash like. Or you even know, not crash at all. If, if Desmond pushed a button at a different time or whatever, you know, I mean, you know, he didn't put him on the really? plane. Desmond's with, to blame, isn't he? If Pike's to blame, yeah, Desmond's exactly. To blame. Like Desmond should, yeah. It seems like Desmond ought to be just as responsible, and maybe Kelvin a little bit too for. You not know. that, uh, not that Sun knows anything about that. But. No, no, Sun doesn't. 
Why would she? Why would she? She's only a major character on the show. <laughs> exactly. Why would she know anything about what's going on? Yeah, I don't know. Desmond, I don't know if Desmond ever told anybody. I mean, I guess he told Locke or whatever, but... Uh, then no I, one's going to know. I don't think there's... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no one's going to talk about that anymore. If Locke, if Locke knows, he's not going to tell anybody. Mm-hmm. No. No, no, never. And even if he does, he'll say it so vaguely that no one will know what he's talking about. Exactly. That's his style. Thanks, Locke. Oh, man. If Locke and Ben, uh, if Locke and Jack weren't so petty, uh, you know, they could have really teamed up and really got stuff done over the years. Yeah. But yeah. They're tell, you know, one, man of science, man of faith. Man, yeah. <laughs> totally different people, I guess. Well, lethal combo. There's a, yeah. Yeah, they're like Batman and Robin. No, they're they're like uh, I'm saying they're opposites. Oh. Not that they're complementary parts. I see. I'm saying they're, that's why they're they couldn't work yang. together. I'm saying yeah, they couldn't work together because they're just two uh, two different ah, people. Okay. okay. But I thought, like, the idea is if they combine forces, they'll be oh. unstoppable, you know? I, I think that might be true if they got over this. That's what I'm saying. If, if they got over mm-hmm. the pettiness and, and you know, yeah. the fact that, that, you know, Locke is a believer and, and uh, Jack isn't, like, if they just sort of got some common ground, then, yeah, they really could have yeah. Yeah. done some good. If they both didn't seemingly, and I think maybe Locke's a little more guilty of this, like, insist that the other accept their point of view... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's that's part of the problem. Like they they could just both accept that the other believes that they believe. Yeah, you know. Then although Locke is right, you know. Yeah, he, he is right, but the, but I but Locke gets I think blamed for not adequately expressing yeah. this crazy belief to him. He you could he could mean? say like, more than he has. He could say, "Hey Jack, here's a miracle for you. I was paralyzed mm-hmm. for several years. I thought he was going to say that when he mm-hmm. when he said this is a place where miracles happen." Like, I this thought, would have been a perfect moment for if if you know how and oh my god that would have been so perfect if he would have said that because that ties into you know when Jack is at his Ed Locke's funeral mm-hmm. you know when he's you know and his whole wanting to get back to the island would be a little bit more I think um, um, larger in scope if if he knew yeah this, this huge miracle happened to this man who was the key to getting back that's now dead right. You know that would have been huge, and that and yeah, it's pretty crappy they didn't they didn't come and say that when that when that dialogue was happening and Jack was like I don't believe in miracles or whatever like I was sure Locke was gonna be like you know a miracle happened to me you know did you know that I you know I couldn't when you know when I got on the plane I couldn't walk mm-hmm. and I was in a wheelchair when see, I crashed yeah, on the island I was able to walk and that's the thing that scene wasn't really about convincing Jack because if it was Jack yeah. would have been convinced and he it, things would have played out differently yeah and and unfortunately yeah they didn't I don't think they wanted Jack to be he convinced had to be in that too moment. vague to convince him yeah that's, <sighs> that's, that's, re- that's really shitty because it seems like yeah it seems like Locke could have maybe actually convinced Jack, at least done a much better job. Yeah, yeah. And I thought just in terms of, you know, where they are in the show at that point, it would have been great for Jack to find that out. Yeah. You know, if not, yeah. now when? I know, I know. <laughs> it, it seems like he ought to find out at some point, and 
And yeah, I mean, you know, when is that going to like fit into things? I think he should find out. I think by the time he wants to get back to the island, he should have found out. Maybe when Locke comes to him, maybe that that helps convince Jack or something. Maybe maybe when Jeremy Bentham, you know, comes to Locke. Um, uh, sorry, Jeremy Bentham comes to Jack. Um, <laughs> Uh, I, I like to say Jeremy Bentham to illustrate the lock of the future. Right. You know, like Henry Gale is like the Ben of that era. Yeah. Um, yeah. But but when Locke comes to Jack in the future, maybe maybe that's when Jack finds out. Because I I think it makes no sense for Jack to find out after he wants to get back to the island, or and if he would, and he will probably succeed. Mm-hmm. You know, what what gravity does it have then? You know, I think I think it'd be good for Jack to find out that Locke was uh, healed by the island um, in the near future. But, you know, I think that should help him decide to want to go back. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, it helps his case about miracles happening and, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and it's just like, you know, as a character thing, like, it, it seems like, you know, I mean, not very many people know about it at this point, you know. Uh, so it, it seems like Jack ought to learn just in general, you know, at some point, because it was just, you know, it's a big thing, and he's a major yeah. character, you know. Uh, uh, I mean, it seems like, you know, it also seems like Jack ought to learn about his dad, like, mucking about on the yeah. island. <laughs> it's just, yeah, now that his dad is really doing a whole bunch. Yeah. Are we supposed to believe Christian's been doing this much the whole time? I, uh, you know, because we we saw that Mobiso where he he's mm-hmm. the impetus for everything. Yeah. You know, and I just wonder if we're supposed to believe like he's really been like just yeah, you know, doing stuff. We just didn't see him for three seasons. Yeah. <laughs> just you know, he was off camera doing all kinds of stuff. Uh, I guess we're supposed to believe that. I mean, I think. I think at a certain point they just decided to, you know, make him the face of 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 that thing, whatever it is, you know. Yeah. Um. Uh. But but, but yeah, I mean, based on the Mobisode, I do think we're supposed to believe he's he's been up to stuff the whole time. Do you still think like, uh, did we talk about Jacob being Locke and all that stuff? Did we mention that before? I think. Yes. In yeah, we, we, yeah, we talked about that in Cabin Fever, I think. Any, um, what? Now that we know that Locke, it, you know, will become the leader of the others and yeah. stuff. Any, uh, did you think about that anymore? Like any? Would that, would that like help that theory? Yeah, I don't you know. know. <laughs> I, I really have no idea. Uh, maybe. Um, uh, I do have like a little bit of a theory about Locke and like you know if they're gonna. Take him back to the island. You know what mm-hmm. what what might happen um, mm-hmm. when they do that. I'm sure, I'm sure we got the same theory on that one. You're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not really that far fast if you've ever watched Law. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, if you happen to catch a few uh, choice episodes, you uh, probably know what the theory is. But uh, we'll talk about that later. But as far as Jack being Jacob, Lock being Jacob. Uh, uh god, I don't know. I don't know what Jacob is. I I it seems like uh, I don't know. I I I I can't I can't weigh in on that at this point. Yeah. I just I feel like I know nothing about Jacob. Mhm. You know? I just I just have no idea what he's about, what he's supposed to be. 
what his function is, where he came from, what yeah. his agenda is. Well, you should feel like that because we don't know that. Because we don't know that stuff, yeah. I yeah. suppose that's why I feel that way. I don't just have strange emotions for no reason. <laughs> why do I feel like I don't? I know nothing about him? Oh, wait, you haven't said anything. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, yeah. What scene are we on? Uh, I think we're, we're we're on the scene, you know, the Kimi... The Kimi oh, the Kimi scene. Okay, okay. All right. Oh, well, I, I feel... I, I'm glad I remembered this. Um, let's take a moment to uh, say R.I.P. to Kimi. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, dare I say the best non-others <laughs> villain? <laughs> uh, yes. I think you do dare. Uh, I think um, I don't count Widmore or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, I was gonna say Widmore. Yeah, he's uh, he's uh, yeah, he's yeah, he's a different category. Yeah, yeah. As far as like on the island, on the island, bad guys antagonist Kimi was was good. Yeah, very yeah. well cast, I think too. Definitely one of my favorite new season four characters. Yeah, definitely. The you actor was great. Especially since there's a lot of new characters this season. Yeah. Yeah, he really stood so, out. I mean, it was weird how he came to the forefront. You know, he just kind of stood in the background early on, and I didn't really think he was going to do anything. I, I really thought he was just, like, deckhand number two. Like, I, <laughs> you know, for all I knew, I mean, it, mm-hmm. you know, he just, I thought, when we first saw him, I thought he looked kind of, like, creepy or suspicious or something, but... Yeah. But I thought... But he, was too, he was too nice and friendly. Yeah. At first... Yeah, yeah. Kind of like the doctor. I thought the doctor was, like, suspicious, too. It turned out, I guess, he wasn't. The doctor, uh, he looked way more sinister than he ever became. Yeah. Yeah, he was just trying to help. He was just a nice doctor. (laughs) He had a bad trip, that doctor. Yeah. He just got slashed in the throat for no reason. Speaking of that, one of the things I want to do on this podcast is go back through all the, like, Not all of them, obviously, but whatever we can remember of the, you know, the things that went nowhere, like uh, don't don't trust the captain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah, that was a (laughs) great uh, one. How about the uh, the banging on the pipes? Mm-hmm. The Morse code on the pipes, or whatever that was supposed to be. Like that that is not mechanical. (laughs) All right. Thanks, Saeed. We'll talk about this later. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, and of course, we already mentioned it, but the three point two million dollars. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Waste of time. Waste of time. But uh, I'm sure we'll think of some more as we go on. Yeah. But yeah, Kimi was great. Well cast. Good actor. Uh, I'd love to see that guy do other stuff. He was good. Yeah. Yeah. He was just like perfect for the part. I mean, mm-hmm. he. You know, I, I really like the guy's voice. I, yeah. yeah. He had a, like a weird, like kind of raspy voice. Yeah. 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 It's a strange one. I. I. I can't really compare it to anything, but it, it works really well. And uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, obviously, he's a problem. He's not some guy, you know, you want around your, your favorite characters. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, but as far as, like, you know, on the show, for the show, like, yeah, he was great. You know so. you know what's a little a little bit of, of, of strange trivia? Uh, and I, I, I didn't remember this until a while after Kimi was on the show, but I, but I, I, I saw him in the movie Smoking Aces, which also starred Matthew Fox and Nessie Carbonell. Oh, really? He played this, like, crazy, like, 
kind of Nazi, like, biker killer dude. Mm-hmm. And he stood out in that film, too, because, you know, the actor was, like, a really big guy. Yeah, yeah. And he, he stood out in the film. Um, but I didn't realize until afterwards that I was looking up his, like, his filmography that he was in that. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's that guy. Wow. And, yeah, he's in a movie with two uh, lost actors. Actually, this. I think I was... I was reading I was reading something on a on a message board somewhere and they I think they used pictures from that movie. They're like, Oh look, here's here's Richard and Jack and Kimi like doing something mm-hmm. or whatever and like I was really confused about where they got that from because uh, <laughs> they didn't explain the context. I think they had some other like weird famous actor in there too. Who else was in that movie? Do you remember? Uh, there's a lot of people like uh Jeremy Piven or there's a lot of people in that movie. Okay, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It was some it was some weird bizarre actor and somehow it all revolved around them. Anyway, that's probably what that was from. I, Ray Liotta. Oh yeah, it was fucking Ray Liotta. That's who yeah. it was. That's who it was. Ray Liotta was like behind it all. It was a really stupid post, but uh I really loved the little pictures. It was it was weird to see those people like The movie itself was interesting. I almost would recommend it. It just it was a little like whatever at the end, but uh it was a somewhat interesting movie to watch. So. What's what's it about? Um, it's uh when a Las Vegas performer <laughs> named Buddy Israel Piven decides to turn state's evidence and, and testify against the mob, it seems that a whole lot of people would like to to make sure he's no longer breathing. I just made that up. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, Piven is this this like crazy guy who who's got information, and he's he's basically held up, I think, in like a Las Vegas hotel while the uh, like Ray Liotta is like uh, the police with the police, and uh, I think Ryan Reynolds is too or something, and, mm-hmm. and they're they're kind of they're, they want to protect him, but there's like three or four other groups of people who uh, who all have their various reasons to like want to kill him or save him or whatever, and. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's it's kind of a big action movie, kind of like you know a modern action movie with you know very like stylized, yeah, crime, you know, lots of like motorcycle stunts. Not a lot of stunts, like like not a lot of vehicle stunts. That I remember now. No, it, it takes place indoors a lot. I remember. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. If I remember correctly. All right, I expected motorcycles. You know stuff. what it's like? It's like it's it's got that Ocean's Eleven feel because it's it's got these different people with their different like skill sets coming oh. together to do things. That kind of thing where okay. you know you're hiring hiring the different like hitmen and you know things to mm-hmm. do certain stuff. And okay. I'm a very good movie talk abouter. <laughs> I agree. I always say mm-hmm. that about you. Yeah. Um, so anyway, are we ready for the next scene finally? Oh, so R.I.P. Uh, Kimi. Yes, Martin Kimi. Martin Kimi played by the uh, Canadian Kevin Durand. Yes. One of the few Canadians that, uh, on my good side. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you and, you and Rush. You and Rush and, um... Their chalk is okay. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's she's been okay. Um, I right. think technically Kate is Canadian, but uh, oh yeah, you know she is. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, hey, I said on my good side. Who says Kate's on my good side? <laughs> uh, ooh. <laughs> 
Uh, I yeah. can say Evangeline Lilly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Evangeline Lilly. Uh, she's you know. she's K to me. I I'd have never seen her in any other part. Yeah, she's uh, a newcomer to acting, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah, it was so. pretty much it was pretty much her first thing. Yeah. Uh, uh, a lot of the actors on Battlestar Galactic are Canadian. Oh yeah. Yeah. They film it up there. Yeah, they do. They do. It's it's like yeah, not a lot of the like big ones, but a lot of the like second tier characters. Yeah. I'll buy that. Yeah, I was I was surprised at how many. So, yeah. They, All right. Well, they they uh, they lurk. They they, they do lurk. <laughs> they sneak in there. Yeah, they, they seem you. to be Americans, but just listen to the how they say boat. Mm-hmm. That's the key. And about. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's the test. Um, but then some of them pass it, and then you're like, oh well. Well, it's not foolproof. Yeah. All right. So next scene. Uh, we're on the beach. Uh, Charlotte tells Dan that she's staying. He tells her that she might be there forever if she stays. He, she says, nothing's forever. Nothing's forever. Um, and then uh, she says that she's still looking for where she was born. Mm. <laughs> then I wrote, Ben and Juliet talk. Um, this isn't true. It must be Dan, Dan and <laughs> ben Juliet. Ben and Juliet talk. Wow. Yeah, it's great. Wow. Uh, <laughs> uh, Dan and Juliet talk. She's not leaving until everyone is off. Mm. Uh, but not to worry. She'll be there when he gets back. But uh, from his expression, he doesn't think he's coming back. Yeah. Uh, and that's pretty much that scene as a shorty. Uh, that reminds me... Uh... For another, like, it went nowhere. I mean, that whole that whole Juliet episode about, uh, uh, you know, uh, the flashback about Juliet being, like, like Juliet being Ben's woman or something, and he's going to come get her, and, like, you know, that just played zero role this season. Oh, like, the fact that Juliet reminds him of her. Yeah, and, and like, like, you know, that thing she says at the end, that, like, wherever I am, he's going to come get me, and you better not mm-hmm. be around me, because he's dangerous, and it just... I think, I think that made a lot more sense before all hell broke loose. Yeah. You know, like, I think that's still true, just... Given the situation, I mean, you know, Ben can't even come back to the island anymore, mm-hmm. you know, so, yeah, and if she stays there, then he can't, you know, come back or whatever. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's just one of those things that, like, it was it was appropriate for the time, but, yeah, the situation drastically changed. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. And that, I, I, was, I was reading this Michael Emerson interview. Um, I didn't finish it because I, I didn't want to, uh, I don't know why, I didn't want to spoil myself. Not that he said anything crazy, but... Um, but he was talking about someone asked him about uh, that you know that scene when when they say Juliet reminds him of her who is her and all that stuff and he was just basically saying that uh, something like he's got his ideas of who it is and we'll that we might find out later or something like that so. yeah I think he we said, will something about it could be a third choice you know Annie or Ben's mother or some third choice yeah yeah. I mean, I think I think it's Annie. I, I think at some point we'll find out more about Annie. I, it's pretty rampant out there about uh, various people being Annie. Uh, I I don't think any of them are right, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe because I just I guess I don't think it's going to be like 
blah 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 character as Annie. Like I, I, I don't think it's going to be like that. You know, maybe I'm wrong, but I, I just don't see it playing out like that. Well, what do you, what do you, how do you see it playing out? What do you mean? I, I think, I think we'll just, we'll just find out, like maybe via flashback, like whatever happened to her. Oh, I see. You know, I don't, I don't you think, don't think Annie's coming back. No, I don't think she's going to become one of the characters that we know. I uh, would love it if, if Charlotte was Annie. Uh, the only thing is, I don't think she's old enough. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I was, I assume Annie was, like, Ben's age, um, and Charlotte isn't, uh, but I think she yeah. fits the bill more than anybody else that I've, that I've heard so far. Yeah, uh, I mean, just because, you know, she's someone who has, you know, she lived on the island when she was younger, obviously, or was born there, or she thinks she was born there, and it explains why she would be interested in, um, you know, anthro, anthro, uh, anthro. Oh, <laughs> anthrobiology. Anthrobiology. That's not right. Anthropology. Why do I want to say anthrobiology? I don't that's know. Weird. Um, that's a whole different field if it even exists. It is. Yeah, I don't know um, if it does or not. But um, but that would explain why she's interested in that. Be if she's looking for her, you know, for her childhood and uh, where she was born, and it leads her to, you know, she knows it's someplace, you know, ancient or something, or has ties to that. Right. Uh, it would give a good, and it's a good reason why she came to the island. So, um, I, I, for me, I like I like Charlotte being Annie, although you know Annie wasn't really redhead and all that. Yeah, and then uh, we have then we have this line of dialogue from Ben where he talks about her and says she was born uh, July second, nineteen seventy nine, Essex, England. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, she is English. Annie was not. Uh, yeah. Uh, so... Well, that's the thing. I mean, she said she was born there, but was she really born there? On the island or England? England. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, yeah. you're saying Charlotte said she was born in England, right? No, Ben said that to Charlotte. Oh, Ben, yeah, that's right. But she does, yeah. But that's the thing, like, I don't think that's true if if what she says later in the episode is true. Yeah, that's true. That's If she really was born on the island, then, and the island, the island is not England. Uh, which I don't think it is. Uh, uh, then, uh, then yeah, then it is right. an island. Then that's, then that's not true. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not the island. Um, you know, capital I. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, but I don't think she's Annie. I, I think this is. Uh, I think this is a separate issue. Yeah, I think it's a separate issue too. Yeah, uh, uh, you know. If if she you know didn't have you know quintessentially you know red haired features, I would be like, oh maybe she dyed her hair or something. Mm-hmm. But she's got the freckles and everything, yeah. in, so she's she's a redhead. And yeah, I Annie heard. Wasn't. Uh, I recently heard the term ginger. Never heard this term before, but uh, and used in what sense? Apparently, it's out there. Used for a for a for a redheaded person. Like she's a ginger, or mm-hmm. she's ginger, or how would you? She's a you, ginger. She's a ginger. Yeah, he, he's can be gingers also. Oh, okay. Does it have to be like a a sexy or voluptuous redhead? I guess it's or a noun. No, it doesn't matter. Redhead, no matter what. Oh, okay. Male or female, anybody. They're all gingers. And are brunettes Mary Ann's? Uh, no, no. Why not? You know, I asked about that. I was like, "Is that a Gilgan's Island thing?" And and uh, and and the person was like, "No, no, it's just about the color." 
Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I don't buy that. Uh, I don't even believe that. That's what I was told. That's what I was told. Why would you say they're a ginger if ginger wasn't someone else who's like that? Um, you know, that's that's how that phrase works. Uh, that's odd. You know, that's what I thought. <laughs> Well, maybe the person who said that didn't really know the origin of the phrase. I mean, how many people know the origin of the phrases they use? Perhaps not, yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, I would be I surprised. Didn't I mean, Ginger being one of the most famous redheads of all time, mm-hmm. you know, Yeah. I'd be surprised if that wasn't uh, part of it. Yeah, me too. That's what I thought, you know, that's why I asked. But, uh, mm-hmm. Did they know. say no, like, in a sarcastic way, because it's obvious that it's Ginger? You know what? I really don't know. <laughs> sometimes you don't pick up on the sarcasm. I can't read people sometimes. It seemed it seemed uh, just totally serious to me, but maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. I really I really can't tell sometimes. So yeah, maybe maybe it was sarcastic. I don't know. I'll I'll try to find you... out. I'll report back. All right. Uh, I think I know who you're gonna ask. Um, <laughs> Actually, you don't. But I'll, but I'll tell you okay. on podcast, and you'll be surprised. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it won't be of interest to anyone but you, which is why I'm not saying it now. <laughs> okay. That's fair to point out. Everyone's like, "Why won't you?" Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, none of you will. For everyone but Claude, it'll be like so. So that's why I'm not saying. <laughs> um. So I feel like talking about Charlotte now, but oh. I think we should save it for later. Oh, oh uh, no, this is the point. This, is the, this is the time. Yeah, this yeah. is the time. We had the earlier scene. Like, I guess Miles knows about it, which is another thing. Like, I wonder, you know, why Miles knows about it. Knows about what? Um, knows knows about uh, knows about Charlotte, like seemingly. Oh, Miles. You said mm-hmm. Miles, and I thought Dan. I know. See, and that's why earlier when you said Miles, I thought you meant Dan, because sometimes Ugh. you get them mixed up, but you didn't that time. Mm. And, yeah, it was a misfire. Was I was positive. like, Dan knows? How does Dan know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Miles. Uh, uh, well, I mean, I don't really know what he knows, but he, he indicates that uh, that she's been looking for the island. And, uh, I mean, this gives me a whole different perspective. You know, we talked about... Mm-hmm. Uh, you, <laughs> yeah, you know. Our, <laughs> I know exactly where you're going. The whole thing with Michael and knowing he was using an alias. Like, mm-hmm. How does he know that? How does he know? You know, it's more than just talking to dead people. Yeah. You know, we we both watched uh, before the podcast. We saw that they actually have footage of the deleted scene when uh, Saeed, uh Miles and uh, Kate are going to the. You know, they're trying to pass through the the uh, sonic fence. And, you know, we talked about it before, the deleted scene, and there was the transcript out there of what happens. But there's actually the video out there now, which you can find, you know, on YouTube or somewhere, um, where, you know, basically Kate's thinking about trying to turn it off, you know, with the code. Not that she knows it, but she knows there is a code. And then um, uh, Miles Miles seems like he's hearing something. He tells them to be quiet or or ask them. What was it like? He tells him the shush, or he yeah, says, "Do you hear like that, that, or something?" And mm-hmm. and uh, and then he listens. We don't hear anything, but he listens, and he seems to be like someone telling him something. He, he he's got that kind of mannerism, like he's listening and and comprehending. Yeah. Uh, and then he just walks through the fence, and then says it's off. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, this is another case of his strange powers. Maybe he's um. 
maybe you know what well, the first thing we the first power we saw him have, which is talking to dead people, right which doesn't seem to be the only power he has, yeah, um, yeah, maybe that's it, I mean, we just didn't <laughs> and i I just wonder if he has like several separate powers or one power that allows him to do all of these that explains things. them all, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess I assume that talking to dead people, like, like if you start there, I guess to me, I'm thinking, you know, what more do you need? Like, that's, you know, that's enough uh, mm-hmm. to be able to do. So it just didn't really, I mean, when I found that out, I really didn't think, oh, and he can do some other stuff, too. Like, I don't know. It just seems, you know, Yeah, it know. seems like, you know, they, would, they, they introduce a new character, and they show us the cool thing he can do, and that's yeah. it. Like, why would there be more things he can do? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But he's got he's got talking to dead people. He's got seemingly being able to read minds. Yeah. Uh, you know how he knew Michael had an alias. You know who knows. And then this thing with Charlotte, knowing that she, you know, uh, knowing pre- presumably why she wants to stay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, he 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 implies that he knows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. Uh, it's uh, and I wonder what he's doing. You know, like, like what's oh, his? He's doing something interesting. I'm sure. What's his thing? You know, and in general, like about the boat characters. I mean, I think Frank. You know, I think Frank's done. Frank's um, done. And you know, we talked about Dan. I don't know. I don't know where Dan's going from here. Uh, he ends up in a weird <laughs> place. He ends up in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with like five other people on his raft mm-hmm. and just like nowhere to go. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm very curious about what's going to happen to Dan, but we do have Miles and Charlotte on the island, and, you know, we talked about last podcast, and, you know, over the course of the season, you know, what are they doing with these characters? Why are mm-hmm. they here? You know, and and we really, you know, in the end, they didn't do anything. It seems to me that, you know, they would have done more with them if they had those extra episodes. It seems like what they've done is give you a hint of what they, you know, what might be coming and, you know, and then just kind of move it to the next season, uh, you know, what they could, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, so, uh, where am I going with this? Uh, uh, <laughs> uh I think your point is, can you, can you guess what my point is? Cause I just, I don't know. I lost my train of thought. You're saying, yeah, I don't know what your point is. <sighs> I think but, I forgot some of the stuff you said. Yeah, I did too. I think that's part of the problem. Uh, I'm basically trying to say, I'm basically trying to say, you know, what am I trying to say? I'm trying to say something Wait, like that they're going to be they're they're going to be using these people next season. Right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, at least Miles <laughs> and Charlotte. I mean, presumably we'll find. They're on the island. Yeah, you know, Frank and, and Frank's done. Miles in the middle of water. Charlotte and damn, Miles. Damn. Miles, yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Dan's in the middle of the water. You know, he does look like a, look like he could be a mile. You know what? I have a friend, you know, whose who name is Miles, who he looks like, cause mm-hmm. especially with a beard. I think that's part of it is that he yeah. looks like my friend Miles. So I think that's probably why I call him that. But he yeah. does look like a Miles anyway. So. Yeah, yeah. I could see him having that name. That's what I was thinking about when I was watching this episode. Because you've done that before. Mm-hmm. Like the, it. it's the new Walton Lock. Yeah, I think the Walton Lock thing is partially about the sound of the word. Yeah, 
Um, but I think this one is about him just kind of looking like Miles. Yeah, I've done that. There was, like, someone I met, like, in real life where, like, they look like someone else, and I called them the other person's name, and I was like, oh, I'm sorry, you're not that person. Mm-hmm. Whoever you're, whatever your name is. Right. <laughs> Mom, no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, ouchie. Uh, uh, oh, I, I, well, I basically wanted to also, you know, segue into, uh, speculation. I mean, do you, do you have any speculation about Charlotte and or Miles? I mean, we get a little more, I think, about Charlotte. I mean, I really, I really don't know what Miles is going to do, uh, uh, besides, like, what we've already talked about. Um, I think know. Miles is going to do more of the same. I mean, it seems like he was there for money. Like, if he were, if Ben had the money ready just for whatever reason or had quick access to it, it seems like Miles would be gone. But um, I, I I just think with all that he's got, like, he you know, going on, that, that that shouldn't be true, that he was really just there for the money. Yeah. Um, I think he's – I don't really know specifically what, what he's going to do because I don't even know what his powers really are. I just know some of the things he can do. I mean, and, and, and turning off that fence or or talking to people who turned it off or mm-hmm. talking to people who told him it was <laughs> off. Like, <laughs> or just, like, sensing that it was off, or which is, sensing which that is it was kind off. of what I thought was going on. But yeah. I like your uh, I like your version. <laughs> I mean, it, to me, it seemed like he was talking to some like he he told them to like listen and be quiet, and he seemed like he was you know un- comprehending something like someone was talking to him, and um, and uh, and you know his powers in general seem to be something to do with talking to dead people or listening to them. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, I just get I got the sense that he's he's somehow in touch with um maybe he can just communicate with spirits, whether they're dead or alive and like and so that's that's kinda how he can read your mind. He can just like communicate with your spirit or something and mm-hmm. and like I don't know. That's effective like uh uh what do you call it? Um mind reading. Oh okay, yeah. Um, I I don't I don't. So you think like I don't understand how it would translate to the fence though. Like is he is he talking to spirits that know that the fence is on? I mean that's just. Well, I yeah. I mean, I would think it's more like you know whatever you know he, he's talking to whatever mystical forces that are alive on the island kind of thing, mm-hmm. or or maybe you know. I don't know who because he didn't, you know, he didn't make a big deal of it. You know, it's like he didn't seem to be surprised. If someone's talking to him, he didn't seem to be surprised. Yeah. You know, like what? Are you, you know, like who are you? Or what? Are you, you know, like he he cuts the you know the fences off and they go on about it and you know we never hear another another you know boo about it. But um, <laughs> right. So I don't know. I I mean the fence thing is somewhat of an anomaly, but I I, I feel like he is hearing something with that within that scene. That that that's how it played out when he ran into the the Danielle and Carl mm-hmm. bodies. You yeah, know, it seemed it seemed like he was hearing stuff. Maybe he experienced, uh, you know, the same way he kind of experienced their death. Maybe he experienced other people's death around that uh, fence. Oh, okay. And somehow, maybe, maybe I mean I don't know how his power work, obviously, but um, maybe if he 
say for instance what happened, what he can do is sort of re- like almost really relive that event like he was really there in that past event and he can really see it and experience it. Mm-hmm. So maybe he saw like he 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 saw the last person who died there or something and then saw someone turn it off. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how that would work, but uh, something happened. That's all I have to say. Something happened. All right. <laughs> I'll stand, stand by that. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Uh, what about Charlotte? Charlotte? What's What's up with her? I mean, I you know, it, it really seemed like with her setup, uh, it was going to be about like anthropology or something. Like she was going to go study stuff. Now they've got this other plot line. Uh, about, like, she was born on the island or something. I mean, this is really oh weird what to if, me. What if, like, Adam and Eve is her mother and father? Ah! <laughs> oh, you God. Heard you heard it here first, folks. Oh, God. Could it be true? Could it be true? I don't think it can be true, can it? Weren't, weren't they, weren't by the clothes, weren't they decomposed, like, like 40 years or something? I mean, could right? Weren't they? Weren't they too old for that? Uh, I'm looking it up here. Too, too old, dead for that. I mean, yeah, they've been dead at least forty to fifty years according to the duration yeah. of their clothing. But that was Jack who said that. What does he know about <laughs> the duration of clothing? Ah, yeah, we did say that, but uh, um, well, you know, here's my other thing, which I was going to say in terms of Charlotte being Annie, which I don't believe. But uh, what if she was sent to the future? You know, what if like she was? You know, she's. Oh. She should. She sort of should be older or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I see. Yeah. No. That's um. That's uh. Possible. Uh. And then and then she created a fake biography for herself. Mm-hmm. Or she was into like you know whatever you know June, July second, nineteen seventy nine, whatever her birthday is. You know maybe she was sent to that time period as you know or something. Here's a here's a here's a theory. I'm gonna wrap it up for you. Okay. With, with Adam and Eve being her fa- being her parents. Okay. Oh 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 oh! I almost understood it. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Oh. Well, let me know. So, I think I get it, but I w- I'd so rather like, you explain it. So, 50 years ago, Adam and Eve have a baby, Charlotte. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, and, you know, they know something's going to happen or something. They know they're going to die. Their death's, impen- you know, impending death or whatever or, you know, external, internal, whatever reason. You know, they want to, you know, it's the Superman story. They want to give their baby a better future because they're going to die. Okay. Um, and, um, ah. Conference is scheduled to be broken down automatically in five minutes. To extend Oops. the time by 60 minutes, press star eight. Oops. What happened? All right. Um, so, you still there? Yeah. So they have a baby, and, uh, and yeah, they know they're going to die. So somehow they send their baby to the future. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. I thought it was going to be more than that. Okay, okay. Yeah, um, yeah, that, that's exactly what I thought, that they, like, I, I started getting confused about, I was thinking about her being the age she is now, but and, and that was the age at which she was sent 
to the time when she should have been born. No, yeah, no, no. Yeah, yeah, as a baby, baby she's sent to that time, and then she'll be the right age. I mean, they would have had to potentially also send her, like, somewhere else, you know. I mean, how did she get off the island, I guess is what I'm saying. I'm assuming they sent her to England. <laughs> oh, they just sent her to England and that time. like they could... to, a, to a hospital in England, and uh, they found a baby on the doorstep, and uh, that's the end. That's, you know, I don't know. That's how that happened. Okay, I see. I don't really buy it, but there's a general framework there that could be true. I mean, uh, the other thing is, you know, how would they have a time machine back then that should predate Dharma? Um, so, you know, I don't know how to answer that, but, yeah, um, yeah, but I should mention that, you know, whatever, uh, you know, that, that big wheel gear mm-hmm. that Ben turns at the end predates Dharma too, presumably. Yeah, so. yeah, that's, uh, uh, yeah, I got something to say about that <laughs> once I get to that scene. Yeah. Cause that, that, uh, that whole thing totally deflated my Dharma did everything idea. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't think Dharma did that. They, Dharma just couldn't have done everything. They're just, really, yeah. yeah, they just couldn't have. I just, I've gotten used to, like, it just seemed like the uh, everything the others had was Dharma for a while. Like, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? I just, I got the impression that, you know, whatever there was on the island, Dharma was responsible for. Like, I don't know. Yeah. A- except for this, you know, the apparently... You know supernatural apparitions. I didn't think they were responsible for those, but uh, but uh, yeah, Smokey and all the various things. Like uh, yeah, I thought that was all Dharma. Now, eh, all right, probably not. But uh, I'll uh, I'll restate that later, slightly more elaborately. Um. Okay, so. But in terms of Charlotte, like on the island, yeah, that was the question, right? What is she gonna do next season? Yeah, what is she gonna do next season? What's her? Do you have it like? Okay, I guess like your Adam and Eve theory is is a is a possible theory about, uh, like how would she how would she find out that I mean if they send her to England like who's taking care of her I mean she's a baby right I mean mm-hmm. she can't really just like live uh, on her own. Uh, how about Walt's grandmother? <laughs> she's, the, she's the one who's to take care of wayward kids while okay. stuff is going on on the I island. I see. I see. Uh, no, um, I would, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I could, I could make up a lot of stuff. I mean, suffice it to say there is an answer there. I mean, you know, it could be anything. <laughs> I don't think there is an answer. I think, it's, think, a, I think it's an like, unanswerable question. So, so it's, so you're fine with the fact that Adam and Eve sent her to the future, <laughs> to, to England in the future. Yeah, yeah, no, but that's who fine. Could, but who could take care of her is just Impossible. like crazy. Yeah, well. <laughs> You caught me. I don't have an answer to that. It's, it's, it's impossible. No, I just, I don't know. I guess I, I don't know. I'm trying I mean, to... it could have been a situation where they, they had something set up, or it could be a situation where they somehow got her to a place where they knew she'd be taken care of, or, yeah. I mean, I don't really know. I'm just trying to, like, flesh it out in my mind and, yeah. you know, seeing if you have, like, clear ideas and, on that. Stuff. I don't know. I don't because it's so spotty. Yeah. I feel like I feel like to to flesh it out anymore just muddles it more because it's there's there's there, the theory itself has nothing to go on. <laughs> yeah. So the support of the theory even has less to go on. So. Yeah. It's true, but at least it's a theory. I mean, I don't yeah, really I don't really even have a theory. I, that really threw me for a loop. Like like 
I really didn't. I didn't think whatever Charlotte was going to do had anything to do with her being like. I didn't think she was intrinsically connected to the island. I really, yeah. I really thought it was going to be about her, you know, applying her skills so we could learn stuff about the island. Mm-hmm. And now yeah. we know she. I think. I think. I hope she still does that. But now we're going to know why she even has those skills in the first place because. Yeah. You know, she's trying to locate her past. Right. It, and it gives me a different. It gives me a different perspective on like. It gives me a different perspective on the recruiting of these people. Like I, you know, it makes me wonder. You know, did like did Abaddon know that? Uh, you know, did did Abaddon know that Charlotte, you know, was looking for the island? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like did he? You I know? would say no. I would imagine. I would imagine not. I mean, maybe, but I would. I would just guess he didn't because. And that's the other thing. I want to know how they were picked and how they were chosen because I feel like yeah. she has an interest in in accepting the mission, uh, but I don't really know what his interest would be. You know, if he knew about her past or that she was born on the island, like um, I don't know why, like how he would know that and how he would go like choose her. Did he choose her because of that? Like, you know, um, yeah. Because to me, it's more on her to decide to do it because of that than it is on him to choose her because of that. Yeah. You know, but I don't, I don't really know. I mean, I don't know. Um, yeah, about Abaddon, uh, I have a little thing to add to that from the official podcast. Um, mm-hmm. This is like, uh, it's a potential sort of semi-half kind of spoiler. Um, <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't worry too much. It really isn't much. It's, I mean, it's the official podcast. What do you really get out of them? Not a lot. Yeah, but but technically, you know, it's, 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 it's external to the show. So, so, you know, turn it off for a minute if you don't want to hear this. I'm just going to quickly throw this out there. Uh, they, they said, uh, someone asked them, you know, um, uh, about Abaddon and, you know, who does he work for? Mm-hmm. Does he work for Widmore? Does he work for – who does he work for? And and their answer was, uh, you know, we won't, oh God. we won't tell you. Oh. <laughs> We're not going to say. They couldn't even say that he worked for Widmore? No, no. And based on that – because I was 100%, I thought it was clear that he worked for mm-hmm. Winmore. The fact that they didn't just say, yeah, he works for Winmore, isn't it obvious from the show? You know, the thing they do sometimes when they think it ought to be obvious, like they didn't do that. They made yeah. it like we're supposed to wonder who he works for. Like, that makes me think, you know what, you know, maybe he doesn't work for Winmore. Maybe he really is just doing who knows what, you know, for who knows who. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, maybe he is Walt or or or, or a good guy or or whatever. You know, um, uh, looking out for the best interests of people and and you know these four people that that he recruits. Like maybe they've got nothing to do with with uh, Kimi and his people. You know, mm-hmm. he he got them on the freighter. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe he put he put like good people on the freighter. Just like yeah, and his team were bad people on the freighter. You know. Yeah, and like he, yeah, like he got them on the freighter. You know the way, like Tom got Michael on the freighter. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it was it was you know Michael wasn't like a part of the plan to kill everybody. You know, like yeah, you know what I mean. Like, 
so so they're not a part of Widmore's plan. Yeah, I think it makes a lot of sense to think about it from the perspective of him not being Widmore. Yeah, um, uh, not being with Widmore. Um, and I like the idea that it's like, okay, here's this boat that's going to go to the island effect change. Widmore puts his guys on there, you know. Tom, you know, uh, Ben, you know, put Michael on there, and then, like, Abaddon puts his guys on mm-hmm. there, who basically are good guys so yeah. far. None of them have done anything bad. They've no. only really helped. You know, they turn off the machine, and they, uh, you know, the the, the Tempest, uh, the yeah, the Tempest, they deactivate the gas and yeah. stuff, and they've only helped, and I like that idea. Frank uh, was really helpful. Frank is, you know, and I like that, you know, Frank from the beginning, you know, said, you know, he, you know, you can trust me. And he proves, you know, mm-hmm. he, yeah, you can. Uh, and, um, yeah. Miles no, is like, the only one who's like a little bit, like he hadn't really done anything bad, but he, he's, I don't know, maybe he's just sarcastic and that just yeah. makes him being like suspicious. But uh, I think it's the same way that Charlotte comes off as, yeah, as not true. really trustworthy just because of her kind of personality. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, and, you know, we had that whole thing about, you know, when Abaddon went to visit Locke, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, and I think that's another case where, you know, he's, like I said, you know, seeming to be helpful. Yeah, and, like, you know, I, I do think, I mean, and you – Agreed. I think that they they're you know they're doing some stuff to make him come across as as threatening or scary, but 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 I think they they like to turn that stuff around. Yeah, yeah, and but I, like I said, I think he comes across mostly as as scary because we just don't know what his motives are. Like I think if you watch those, like if when we like say we find out that Abaddon is Walt. Okay, now go back and watch the scene when, when we first see Abaddon he comes to Hurley. It's going to mm-hmm. play totally different if we know that that's Walt and only has the best intentions, you know. Uh, and the same with the lock scene, too. I mean, it, it, like I said, it's still weird that he pushes him towards the edge of the thing. I, yeah. think, I still think that's more of a production thing than anything, but... Uh, and for atmosphere, of course. Um, but um, yeah, I but mean, yeah, I, I think I, it'll play I, differently once we find out who it is. I think I think they're. I mean, I think they're making. I, I don't think they want us to necessarily know that he's that he's that he's being altruistic. Yeah, at this they're point. Defi- yeah, they're definitely playing it that he that we don't nec- we shouldn't necessarily trust. Yeah, he's guy. he's a mysterious character who's who's doing stuff in the background of the of of the show and and mm-hmm. yeah, at this point we're not supposed to know what his motives are, but just just the idea that like we're not even going to say who he works for when mm-hmm. it seemed totally obvious to me. Yeah. Uh uh you know, makes me um makes yeah, me and- and the fact that they they chose that question to answer. Yeah, there's that too. Which means they're trying to get that information out there. Of, well, yeah, we're not going to say which one. That, that you that you shouldn't necessarily. It shouldn't be confirmed. What you know who he works for. Um, you know, yeah. I was just going to say. I think you know we should have probably reconsidered uh, the whole connection with um, with Widmore once we found out that everyone on the freighter won on the same. Uh, same, you know, same wavelength, you know, mm-hmm. uh, that that the the sort of good four people didn't know what was going, you know, yeah. didn't all know what was going on and weren't trying to kill all of them and like, you know, I yeah. think we were just we just assumed they were still they were hired by Widmore 
at some point, you know. So yeah. He's just like continue with like, that idea. It but. was like they were separate. I guess I envisioned it as he just he just put these separate groups on there for different purposes, mm-hmm. you know. But I thought they were all still under the Widmore umbrella. Um, Widmore Corp. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Widmore is Widmore's Viacom, and you know the rest of them are, uh, you know, the various networks and yeah. uh, companies <laughs> and and food service products and airlines and, and yeah. uh, podcasts, of course. Uh, so that's why uh, uh, that's why I was I was thinking that, but. Uh, uh, but now, uh, yeah, I mean, and, and they even, you know, they have Miles say uh, 80% of the people are lying. And, you know, they, they sort of set up, like, there's there's different people on the boat with different agendas. But uh, mm-hmm. but it didn't really, I don't know, it didn't it didn't hit me full force until I heard that. When I was like, all right, well, I guess i got to rethink this whole thing. You know, I I hope it all makes sense. I still don't really understand what's going on. I mean, I don't, I don't you know, if that is Walt, I, I don't quite understand what he's doing. Uh, you know, if he's not, I mean, what, whatever he is, I, I don't get it. I, I don't really, I don't really know why he's recruiting those people, what he expects them to do, uh, why those people, uh, et cetera. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's that stuff still. Yeah, and a lot of that is just because we haven't really seen those people do anything sort of specific to their skills, you know, why they seem to be chosen. That's that's part of it. You know, right. if we if we saw Miles do something like obviously like, okay, well here's his big contribution or Charlotte, here's her big contribution mm-hmm. you know, then we could uh get a better sense of why he would have those people there. But um Yeah. But I mean, you know, he's they they really only have kind of helped, uh or at least have tried to help and um yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. Yeah, and it has been curious and it just I don't know. I wouldn't have expected like that freighter to have to have these different groups with different agendas mm-hmm. and you know, you just you just think like it's the freighter, it's the freighter people. They well, they're a unified yeah. front. Well you would think that Widmore would have the resources to send a whole crew full of people dedicated yeah. to his cause. Yeah, and I guess just I guess we're supposed to believe, given like given the situation or something, that like, you know, I, I don't know why you know there's he just has a team that's on this, and you know he's not the captain isn't even really under his control. <laughs> yeah, I mean it seems, I mean the captain like, the captain feels like he works for Woodmore, but he he doesn't seem to be on the same page with Kimi. Yeah, I mean he might work for Woodmore in that he's the one who chartered the boat. You know, yeah. He's, you know, Widmore's paying the bill, but he's not one of Widmore's men. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's weird. It, it it seems like Widmore ought to have been able to arrange to have control over every person exactly. on on the boat. That's what you would expect, but that that's not what happened. And that's, I wonder if it's you know maybe maybe to do with uh, I mean I don't know maybe Widmore just doesn't he's not that kind of guy you know I mean when we you know we see him when Sun comes to talk to him he's just like it looks like he just had like you know lunch somewhere yeah he's got like one bodyguard with him in the background mm-hmm. and um, you know and Ben sneaks into his house you know like yeah in, in the future too and it's just maybe Widmore just isn't as powerful as he seems maybe he's just a businessman who's got a lot of money. Yeah. who, you know, is connected to this mysterious stuff because he's got a connection to the island. But mm-hmm. uh, the fact, him being this super big, powerful guy, I don't think is, is the case anymore. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the, the fake plane wreckage uh, potentially uh, 
mm-hmm. seems to be, you know, one of his one of his better feats. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which, you know, you know, wasn't that hard to do, apparently. All you needed is a whole bunch of bodies and a yeah. whole plane and, like, a, you know, whatever, you know. You know how Tom explained how they uh, made that whole cover-up happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's just that's just money, you know, and yeah. resources. Yeah, it is. It is. Um. Uh, but it, you know, as far as what we know, like it's, I think it's one of the bigger things he's done. Oh, it's definitely a big thing, um, but it's just not like he's, you know, he's the, he's just like this super powerful guy. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah, it seems like maybe yeah, he's just he's just trying to make his way as a as a great like um evil tycoon and he he can't yeah. quite he doesn't quite have it together yet. Yeah. I don't know. We don't really know what his story is. I mean, this idea that he the island was once his and I mean, I you know, I I really wonder, you know, what uh what his deal is. Oh, and you know what? That's another thing I was going to say. Um uh, 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 Ben, when he's talking about Charlotte, he mentions that, um, uh... The thing with Miles you're talking about? No. no. Uh, when, when, uh, when Ben, uh, back in Confirmed Dead, when, when Ben says the biographical information about Charlotte, about where she was born and who her parents were and, you know, what her mm-hmm. degree was. He also mentions that she has three sisters, I mean two sisters, um... Mm. Uh, so I've seen this theory that that maybe uh, uh, she's she's Widmore's kid, and like I guess Penny is her sister, mm. and I think there's a third person I forget who it is, uh, and and so that's how you know she was born on the island because like Widmore was on the island, mm. you know. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, so she's Penny's sister. Yeah, and uh, that's interesting. Uh, I don't know what to say to that. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I believe it, but uh, I don't know. I mean, hey, I I thought I thought that there was a connection to Widmore just for the fact that she, you know she was she's English. Yeah, there is that. There is that. You know, like I think that. But um, yeah, I think that was a part of the theory. I mean, of course, he Ben actually names the parents. Um, obviously, her last name's not Widmore, mm-hmm. uh, so. Well, and that I mean that buys into the idea, you know. Yeah, but, I mean, but that's the thing. If she was born on the island, then she would have a fake or what? Or made yeah. up, you know, all, all that stuff wouldn't be true either. That's true. Which which could also include the sisters thing. So yeah. you know, using part of it and then saying the other part's fake. You know, that's, that's yeah. a little dicey. Yeah, that's true. But uh, but yeah, it was a theory I read, and I just thought because I, I I had no Charlotte theory, so I thought I I I, I wanted to throw that out there. Yeah, I mean, the, yeah, this David Lewis and Jeanette Lewis, who are her mother and father, could just be, you know, the people, her adoptive parents or something. Or, yeah. You know, I, I guess I'm thinking of the Adam and Eve theory, but under the Whitmore mm-hmm. theory, it could just be fake. It just made up. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be weird. That'd be crazy if that was, if she was really Whitmore's kid. Yeah, it would be. It would be very strange. But I mean, it's starting to seem like 
Woodmore, you know, has a big role to play, and uh, uh, and I do think we'll find out more about him. Whatever his, you know, he's got some kind of connection to the island, and uh, I, I think that's kind of where this comes from. In addition to the English thing. Mhm. You know what's funny? Here's another little connection that maybe she's Widmore's kid, a very tenuous connection. But uh, we know that Widmore knows uh, son's dad, you know, Pat Pike. Oh, yeah, or, yeah. Or Peck. I think Peck. it's pronounced Peck or something. Yeah, that's the way son said it, and I think she probably knows how to say it. So. Yeah. So we can either, you know, destroy it with our Western mm-hmm. pronunciation or... Uh... So Pike... Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, they, you know, he at least knows Widmore, and maybe, maybe, I'm, I'm making a jump here. Maybe that's why Charlotte knows Korean. <laughs> oh, 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 maybe, oh. maybe Widmore Look at that. visited Korea. Bringing it home. Very nice. I'm trying, man. I'm trying. I forgot dude. that was. I was gonna bring that up as one of the that went nowhere things. The the mm-hmm. the subplot with Jen, like. You know, threatening her with "you better put son on that helicopter." Yeah, and, that would know. And and I'm gonna break his fingers. And <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was such like that. Just that was bullshit. That went nowhere. Uh, uh, if they got something out of the Korean, that would be nice. That would at least like give that subplot a little bit of weight. Yeah, because I mean. Uh, Pike is a big businessman. Whitmore's a big businessman. They're both old. Yeah. Uh, they could have. <laughs> my point is. They're both old. Well, my point is that they that they they could have they could have been business associates for a very long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, you know, if he's going to Korea on business, you know, she comes. You know, maybe maybe he teaches her Korean. He or yeah. she, you know, for whatever reason, that's why she wants to do it or does it. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I agree. I agree. It would, I mean, it, you know, because, like... If it would also mean that she could potentially know son. Dude, that'd be crazy <laughs> if they played together as kids. It would be really crazy. I'm sure son wouldn't share her toys. No, certainly not. <laughs> He's too spoiled for that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She lies. She lies. Um, yeah, maybe Charlotte is the one who broke the glass ballerina. Ooh! (laughs) (laughs) Look at that. No, Daddy, it was Charlotte. Don't lie. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what? What? Here's a a bit of trivia, like real-world trivia about the, the production of the show. Okay. That makes it seem like she's probably not connected to Widmore. Oh, dear. You, you ready? Okay. Charlotte was originally scripted as American. Oh, really? But, uh, <laughs> but the actress, Rebecca Mater, auditioned with her own accent, and the producers liked it so much they changed her character to be British. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, I knew that, but I forgot. I uh, forgot that, too. I, 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 I had seen that at a certain point, but, uh, yeah, that's a, okay, that's a whoopsie there. <laughs> Uh, That's why, like, I'm. I was thinking about her being Widmore's kid, and I'm like, I, I, I want to jump all over that because mm-hmm. there's no obvious reason it's wrong. But um, except that, but but yeah, before that, yeah, but it's like I'm something about it just didn't seem right. Maybe that's it. Yeah, yeah, 
Ouch. All right. Well, I'm glad we spent all that time talking about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> talking about a clearly doomed theory. I mean, I guess mm-hmm. they could change their minds. Like, maybe they had an intention of what they were going to do yeah. with the character, and they just decided to do something else. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Ben certainly went down that path. You know, I I, I don't think the stuff he's doing now, they had any of that in mind when they, mm-hmm. uh, you know, scripted him originally. So, uh so, uh, you know, maybe they were like, well, she's British, you know, maybe we can uh, tailor it to that or something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Probably would happen. I mean, I I don't really... I actually don't think the theory's true, but, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they do that a lot, though. I mean, you know, the whole, like... I mean, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, the fact that they were like, okay, well, now we'll make her British... But they could just be like, oh, she's British. She could be Whitmore's daughter, you know, or something. And they can just write that and make it true. Yeah. 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 Are you ready for the next scene? You I never know. Uh... I have one more thing. It's a oh, total okay. non sequitur. I don't know where to fit it in. I, it's just something that I was thinking about, and I just – I have no idea where else to say this. So I'm just going to throw it out. Um, I was thinking about, you know, the idea that um, – uh, you know, that you can't, uh, the, the baby problem, you know, uh, if you, <laughs> if babies, you, babies cry a lot and need constant attention. Is yeah, that the baby yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the problem. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, the Island baby problem, you know, you can't, uh, uh you can't the have IB, the IBP. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what, it, that's, that's, that's what it's known as, uh, in uh in important circles. Mm-hmm. So uh yeah, anyway, um uh I mean what we know based on what's been demonstrated on the show, like basically uh if you if you conceive off the island, you can you can be born on the island and that's okay. Mm-hmm. If you conceive on the island and leave the island to be born, that's okay too. Mm-hmm. As long as you leave, like, before the bad stuff sets in, whenever that is. I mean, there's some, you know. Second to third trimester. Third trimester at the beginning, something like that, yeah. Um, so th- so there's those two things, right? Um, uh, so, the main, so the real problem is, you know, conceiving on the island, born on the island. That's the real problem. Mm-hmm. So I was just thinking, like, I wonder what effect that has on the animals. You know what's really funny? Is I thought you were going one 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 place with this that that I thought you were making a very astute like like a point you know that I think is very valid for our conversation <laughs> and then you just asked about the animals. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say maybe that's why Charlotte was born was taken off the island. Because oh. her mother didn't want to die, and you know, blah blah blah. Maybe she was conceived on the island, mm-hmm. and you know, and and so that that whole thing. I thought you were bringing that together because that would be no. a good reason of why Charlotte, you know, her her mother could have been on the island and then left to have her or something. Yeah, well, if she's supposed to have been born on the island, then I guess she should have been well, conceived off the island. Yeah, that that's that thing. You know, if if what happened, if the baby problem was in effect back then. Right. Like, who knows when that started. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. We don't know about that. That's true. But um, enough about the interesting stuff. What yeah, about yeah, the yeah. animals? Please, please. <laughs> <laughs> so 
sorry. I, like I said, it was supposed to be a non sequitur. I, I really, I, did, I it wasn't going to relate. It was. Wow. Just, I was just sitting around, and I'm like, I wonder about like the boar. You know, I wonder about you know um, all these all these animals that that live on the island. Like, mm-hmm. like yeah, I feel like in principle that problem should affect them as well. But maybe the mammal, like maybe, the, maybe the mammals more than the other animals. Yeah, but, potentially, sure. Yeah. Um, I say, who's to say what happened? I mean, first of all, a lot of uh, humans have one of the longest gestation cycles. I think of of, of all the mammals. Uh, a lot of them, especially smaller ones, have have very you know much quicker cycles. So maybe you know if it's you know is this effect proportionate? You know if you know like a like a rat, I think has like a two week or you know very short you know, gestation cycle and uh, period. So, I mean, does that mean, like, if, if it's six weeks for a rat, you know, to carry its litter, does, you know, does four weeks into it they should get off the island or something? Mm-hmm. Or is it, like, is it really just that trime- that that two, those two trimesters, that amount of time is how long it takes to set in, no matter what animal you are? So it's, like, two ways to look at it. I doubt it would be proportional to the animal. That just seems very strange to me. Um, but it could be, but I think, um, so I think that's, that's part of the thing. I mean, if it's really affecting the animals, I don't know. I mean, there, there seemed to be less boar as the season went on. So maybe well, the boar stop, uh, they stopped conceiving or something, um, you know, as a joke answer. Mm-hmm. But, um, but the other thing is, um, I the other thing is you know what happens is that the immune system you know attacks the baby um and that's sort of a very specific thing and um I mean obviously the only way to really tell us to know what the effect is you know yeah with that effect you know I mean it's you know it's the human uh, immune system that's attacking the human fetus so I you know I don't know I don't know if that would go to the animals or not they have different immune systems yeah. Um but then again, I mean I, I don't know. It w- it would be surprising to me if it were that specific. I mean, what about what about if there were like, you know, our closest relative animal on the island? Well, know? I I mean, I think it to me it's not crazy if it's specific because I think it, if it's specific then it means there's a, you know, obviously a specific reason for it. It could be Jacob, it could be some sort of oh. curse, some some agreement that was made by whomever who can control that that See, you know, that this all would right. be the case. All right, all know? right. That's my problem. I, I'm I'm trying to think about this in real world terms, and I, mm-hmm. I I'm not thinking about like okay, well, it could just be a supernatural explanation. I mean, there there are such things that you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, 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 illnesses that that animals can get that humans can't get, and, mm-hmm. and you know stuff like that. It, it, it does happen. I mean, I you know I. It's 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 often not like you know one species specific, but uh, yeah. Um, but uh, but it can like exclude uh, certain things, and you know maybe it could just exclude whatever's not there, you know, uh, mm-hmm. you know besides humans, uh, you know, and, like whatever's there can reproduce, you know, and that's why it's there. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like something like that. Yeah. I don't know. It's just it's one of those things where I'm kind of laying around and I'm like, you know, I wonder about those animals. I don't know. I mean, even if even in a real world term, if you want to say something like, uh, you know, if the animals are sort of you know quote unquote indigenous to the island, 
and they have whatever you know thing yeah. you know if they if they don't have this problem then they have somehow over time gotten immunity yeah. to it and then the humans just don't have that because they're newer to the island. I mean that's, that's, the thing. that's sort of a real world answer. The, if if the island is is attacking is attacking creatures in a certain way it's it's sort of setting up conditions that 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 will will possibly create creatures that can live there you know mm-hmm. that that can reproduce there i mean that's what you need to live there yeah so so yeah i don't know i don't know i i just <laughs> i don't think but it'll I, ever even, matter i just yeah i don't think it'll matter and i and i just don't think in any in any real way it's really affecting the animals cuz i think at the very least you know, like I said, most of those mammals would have quicker cycles, and I don't think the the thing would be pro- just proportional just because. I don't think it would be fixed time length either necessarily. I mean, I mean, I think you know, if you're talking about a different size animal, um, I, I don't think it's I don't think it's necessarily but I think it has true to be, because I think I think that's why it only really happens if you if you're if you get. You know, if you're on the island and you and you conceive, because because what's the difference between conceiving on the island and leaving, or conceiving off the island and getting there? You know, and if you, I feel like if 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 it wasn't that it's a certain amount of time period, then then what else would the answer be? Because that's that's really kind of the big difference is that you're not there for that amount of time while you're pregnant, right? Or could it, or or could it be that like, I mean, if someone if someone uh, conceived on the island and was there for a month and then left for a month and came back, or, or was there for a trimester and then left for a trimester and came back, I mean, like, mm-hmm. I don't know what that would, what that would do, but yeah, that'd be um, weird. For it to be, I think it's just strange it for, it to be proportional, for it to be proportional. I don't, I don't think it is. Thing. I mean, you know, consider. Uh, you know, um, uh, uh, you know, uh, drinking alcohol or, or poison or something like that. Like, it depends on how big you are, how much you know will affect you to a certain extent. I mean, it's proportional in that way. I mean, there, you know, there's an example of something that 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 is proportional well, to your course. size. There, are, there definitely are things that are proportional to you know your size and stuff like that. But there, but this is like. This is a specific instance of of their reproductive cycle, you know, and I'm, I don't think that necessarily would be the same kind of effect. I mean, if you, I'm saying like like if you viewed it as like airborne poison or something that's 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 like causing their immune system to attack. Them. Yeah, like, I but could see like that. Virus being... to, uh, imagine, yeah, if it, say it was like an airborne virus, like if the virus took a certain amount of time. You know, and that's why you see it in humans to a certain period um, to kill them. I don't see if that virus was contracted by the mammal, like it would just go faster because they're because their cycles quicker. No, it would go maybe faster because they're smaller. But they don't necessarily have to be smaller to have a quicker gestation cycle. Uh, yeah. No, I agree. Um, um. What I'm saying is, like, it they could be small enough, and their cycle could be long enough that that it would that it would affect them. Well, yeah, I think that could be, but but I mean, I think you're leaving out the ones that if they're what if they're not 
Well, if they're bigger and have quicker size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, then, 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 then it wouldn't be a problem, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, and those and those those animals would be okay. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, a certain amount of proportionality, not to their cycle length, but but potentially maybe to their size or or to the to the extent of their immune system or, or something like that. Yeah, that's the thing. I would. I mean, I would say maybe you know it have a lot to do with their immune system. Uh, so I would. Um, I would imagine that that would be part of it. Because that that's like saying okay, you have a small woman, and she she goes quicker than like a, a you know a six foot five woman who's pregnant mm-hmm. or something versus a you know. Uh, you know, a little person who's pregnant, like it would be faster for them. I don't think that's yeah. true. I don't think that's you how know? it's working, but like I could see, you know, <laughs> in, a, in a normal like real world situation, I, I could see something like that being true. In a normal real world situation, yeah, maybe. It, it just it just depends on what's happening. That's the that's the problem. It just depends on what exactly is happening. Yeah, there are there are cases where yeah, if it's if it's dependent on their size, then yeah. But if it's just dependent on say the immune system, then I think that's not necessarily the case. If it's just dependent on how long they're pregnant, I don't think that's the case. But you know, their immune system is somewhat dependent on their size. I mean, you know, if you're bigger, then your immune system is is bigger. It's more extensive. It's you know, so there's I mean, there's a relationship. But it's proportional, though. I mean, you don't need if you're smaller. I mean. I mean, the immune system is, you know, largely, you know, white blood cells are the ones that go attack stuff. And I I think, you know, a a person who's smaller has, I think, relatively, you know, the same amount of white blood cells as someone who's bigger. I mean, I don't really see, like, them producing so many more that, like, their immune system is is somehow more powerful or something. Because it's proportional because one person who gets sick, you know, I guess if you get a virus and you're a big person and it, and, you know, it sort of attacks, say it, you know, decreases, you know, makes you sick 25% or something, um, I would imagine it would make a smaller person sick 25%, you know? Mm-hmm. But it just depends because if, but if it's poison, of course, you know, if it's something like that, like, you know, you inject a certain amount of poison to a smaller person and then yeah. like that same amount of bigger and, person. And medicine, too. I mean, a lot of stuff yeah. like that, they, they want to know, you know, your mm-hmm. size, your weight, stuff like that. Yeah, it depends. Uh, it's just it's anybody's guess how it's really working. But uh, I would just like to answer your question. I just, I don't think the animals are really affected. Okay. Um, I mean, maybe the you know maybe the monkeys are or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a you know I I it's a silly question. It doesn't matter. I don't think really. I just I don't know. <sighs> it's one of those little things I like to think about sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but it did make me think of something, which was: do Do you think that we're gonna get like an explanation for it by the end of this show? Oh yeah, oh yeah, that'll yeah. be something. Where, where I, it'll I be like, a, I think there's a specific reason. Yeah, you, you think it'll be like a supernatural thing where it's like Jacob wanted mm-hmm. blah 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 to to go whatever. Yeah. And 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 so the women were punished forevermore and blah blah blah. Okay. Something like that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I just. I. I don't know. I. 
it's been so long, but I guess they they they'll bring it back up. They don't care how long it's been. <laughs> I I should get used to that. I just I don't know with the way things are going. It seems like the pregnancy issue is the last of things on anybody's mind mm-hmm. these days. But uh, yeah, okay, all right. So some kind of I, I agree. Uh, uh, and I and I don't think it's affecting the animals, but I was just thinking like you know maybe it ought to maybe maybe it ought to <laughs> even if even if like you know under your thing like the idea is uh, you know they're still okay to have babies like maybe it still is affecting them it just can't you know kill their baby mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean like like it doesn't have enough time but it's still affecting them. It would affect them. It, it, well, it's not really affecting them because nothing happens, but it would affect them. Affecting them in terms of... longer. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, it's kind of the thing where it's almost not even active until, the you know, the end of the second trimester anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, where it is. It probably... I mean, that, that, that to me is what makes it seem like it's it's more supernatural because it seems like it just sort of yeah. cuts on. It just switches point. on all of a sudden. Yeah, and there's yeah. no, like, you know, and if you are if you happen to be off the island, then it just won't be there, you know, it just yeah. won't cut on. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. And I'd like to believe uh, that in three years, Juliet could have found, uh, found a cure if there was one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. She, she, if If she can't do it, I, you know, I give up. I wanted to mention uh, the hippo as uh, one of the animals that has a shorter gestation period than humans. That's a lot bigger. Because I was trying to think of some, and I thought of the elephant, but the elephant is really long. I remember that. Mm-hmm. The hippo has a shorter gestation period than humans. Is that what you're saying? And it's bigger? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's interesting. I didn't know that. Uh, average 237 days. Oh. And, you know, for humans, nine months is 270 days. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. All right. Yeah, the days threw me off. Okay, so they're yeah. like, they're like, like 40 days shorter, mm-hmm. approximately. I expect them to be kind of long, but yeah, okay. I was wondering about bears, too. Although I, I'm not sure that the polar bears are actually breeding. Uh, I can tell you bears. i got a good list here. Okay. Uh, well, the American black, black bear is 212 days. This okay. is all in days because it's science. Well, that's fine. I get it now, now that I know um, 270. I was trying to figure out 270. It was throwing me. Yeah. Uh, grizzly bear is 230 days. Okay. So both big animals that are, you know, quicker than us. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, that's the other thing is, you know, Human babies are very un, unable to take care of themselves versus yeah. most other mammal babies. Can do stuff. Uh, what else is quick? Um, oh, yeah, it's about bears. That's it. That's the only bears they have. They don't have uh, uh, polar bears. Polar bears. It's probably, it's probably comparable. I would imagine so. <laughs> they're, bro- they're, they're all ursers. Polar bears ursers. are... Polar bears are 20,000 years. <laughs> they die before they have a baby. Yeah. Well, that's why they're on the verge of extinction then. <laughs> it's really hard for polar bears to breed. It's like, don't get me pregnant. <laughs> I've got too, got too much to live for. Uh, 20,000 years. 
God. Yeah, no, I, I, all right. All right. That's, I, I, I kind of get the sense the polar bears that are there are just like, you know, they were brought there and, and they're just kind of living there. I don't get the sense they're really having babies. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's even coming up for well, them. Well, shouldn't they, though, at this point? I mean, it's been how many years since Dharma brought them there? Yeah. Like, some of those polar bears shouldn't be, like, you know. I mean, they live for a while, but if those are, if the ones we've seen were all originals, they should be pretty old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, Maybe that's why they kidnapped Echo. They thought he was one of their babies. <laughs> <laughs> he, he smelled like one of their polar bear babies, so they just took it, took him. <laughs> or maybe, or maybe they can't have babies, and they're like, "You'll be my baby." <laughs> oh God! Oh God! Any explanation for that will do at this point. <laughs> right? Anything's fair game. Yeah. Do, do you still have that list? Does it have boar on there? It does have boar on there. Okay. The boar, uh, boar are, let's see, uh, wild boar. Ooh, it has wild boar. Oh, thank you. 113 days. Okay, pretty short, pretty short. They're pretty okay. short. Good. That's the only, does it have the Medusa spider? <laughs> <laughs> um, it does, actually. No. Um, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm reading the lost animal gestation guide. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who knew there was such a product? That's yeah. great. Everybody Medusa, should get that. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm assuming the Medusa spider isn't real. I don't think it is. I That was a joke answer question yeah. thing. Uh, but spiders in general are pretty short. I was just trying to think of like any animal. Oh, what about uh, what about sharks? What about hurly birds? <laughs> um, I don't. Are sharks mammals? Let me see if it's on this list. Sharks oh, are is weird. It? Oh, is it? I think sharks are fish. Are they? Okay. This is just a this is just a, a mammal. List. I didn't realize it was mammals only. Yeah, this <laughs> is an exclusive list, mammals okay. only. <laughs> uh, I Sorry, this club is uh, mammals only. You're not gonna you're not gonna get in, Mr. Shark. Uh let's see, shark. Oh my God, this is complicated. Uh, looks like some sharks lay eggs. Uh, and then, ooh, and then some, ooh, what's going on? I don't know. You're scaring me. There's, there, you don't want to know what sharks do. <laughs> it's, it's mostly got to do with eggs. I don't think they're really carrying, they're, like I said, they're fish. They're not really carrying their young. Okay. So I don't, uh, yeah, no, let's stop talking about sharks. They do some weird stuff here. It makes me wonder about whales. Are whales on your list? Whales should be. Whales are mammals. Yeah. Whales are big. It seems like they could have, like, a really long one, but maybe not. Yeah, the sperm whale is 425 days. All right, the kick our ass. Which is, uh, oops. God, that's a long time. 14 months. Oh, my God. I think the elephant was, like, 22 months. It really sucks to be pregnant for more than a year. Ugh. God. Dude, the elephant is like 22 months. Really? Yeah. Almost two years? Oh, yeah. Jesus. Get out of there. <laughs> <laughs> Just stop already. <laughs> but that's the thing. Elephants are big enough. It's like, you know. Do they you think they just don't mind? They don't even know anything's in there. They can't even tell? Okay. After a while, just like, whatever. 
I'm an elephant. I can't. I don't know the difference. Um. Yeah. More than a year of being pregnant is like what? Are you the one that sent me that elephant painting the picture of itself? Yeah. Yeah, I did. That's that's crazy. Um. Uh, you know, I have to say, I think I think it was trained to do that. Oh really? Uh, only because of of how the you know the how the, the circumstances of the video it just seemed like they were trained, especially when the elephant like drew the flower that it was mm-hmm. holding, you know, and like it was too perfect and too, um, I don't it was too stylized. I don't yeah. think I would be surprised that an elephant had that kind of uh, idea of itself and like it was just too perfect and it drew it even drew the ground, you know, mm-hmm. it drew and it just it didn't. It, it just seemed like it was trained to do that. There was all kind of an, handlers around, and I think, like, you saw other elephants doing stuff in the background. It was, t- you know, the guy who yeah. was behind the camera was an obvious tourist. Yeah. It just, yeah, at first I was really astonished by that, but then I I started thinking about it more, and I'm just like, it, it was probably just trained to do that. It's still it's pretty good for even a trained elephant, but... Uh, yeah, you, I've seen people train animals to do some very impressive things. Animals yeah. can, be, can learn to do a lot of crazy stuff. <laughs> Yeah, but I I really thought it just it was just like you know here elephant paint something. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, that's it was if it if it had just the flower you know it painted this this picture of itself and it was you know it had a very good sense of line you know it didn't yeah because that's the thing I was looking at like okay what is this elephant gonna do is it gonna do like a value study is it gonna do line is it gonna do cross hatching like how is this mm-hmm. elephant gonna like depict itself yeah and it did it of course in the most simplistic way yeah um but yeah it was uh but when it drew the it was holding this like flower like I just like that's too much that's too much <laughs> all right buddy just yeah, stop right there like, come on come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only gonna take so much, Mr. Elephant. Like, I'm I'm a cute elephant. I wish you no harm. Here's a flower. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. <laughs> and you know the other thing is, I don't think an elephant uh, could ever or would be hard pressed to get an accurate view of itself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, it would have to utilize mirrors to like really get a good sense yeah. of what its body looks like and. Uh, you know, a lot of animals don't have, you know, a good ability to, like, look at mirrors and stuff. I mean, they'd have to look at several and really, like, piece it together in its head, what it yeah. looks like. Yeah. And uh, I don't see that happening. Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess it could draw another elephant. I didn't think about that. Potentially, yeah. That's what I was thinking. That's That that would be the, the, the best way for it to draw an elephant. Mm-hmm. But if it wants to do a self-portrait, then, yeah, it really, that's that's probably going to be a problem. Oh well, demystifying the painting elephant. No, sorry, painting elephant. You're a nice parlor trick, but <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. All right, well, I think this is turning into the uh, Pachyderm podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's uh, let's switch from elephants back to uh, let's go to the next scene here. Okay. Um. The next scene, we're back on the freighter. Uh, Desmond thinks uh, he's found the right wire to cut uh, to disconnect the firing mechanisms. Jen stops him from cutting it just in time, thus saving everyone's life. Uh, Michael tells them uh, they only have a quarter tank left of liquid nitrogen, and uh, if they can't uh, deactivate the bomb, then everyone needs to be off the ship. All right. So, 
a lot of mysteries here. Mm-hmm. Uh, how, you know, how, I can't even make anything up. I don't know. Yeah. There's no, there's no mystery. So No. Exposition scene. But uh, I got to say, you know, cheers for Jen for, uh, you know, Mm-hmm. Not ki- not letting Desmond kill everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, 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 good, good karma points for him. Yeah, I feel like that's that was his. That really was his big contribution to like letting the Oceanic Six survive. Because mm-hmm. like you know, I mean, you know, Charlie had his thing before he died. You know, people kind some people kind of get a thing to help. You know, recently, right. but. Uh, but yeah, like it's that was his. It it, it kind of got glossed over, you know. But um, but I doubt like Desmond really was gonna cut that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That would have been. Uh... It wasn't like he was just thinking about it. He was going to cut. He was like he was mm-hmm. right there. Mhm. Yeah, and that would have been it. That would have been that a really been really uh, different ending for things. Yeah. Right. Because yeah, the. Uh, the, the people coming back to the helicopter would have, the you know, the the ship would have already been blown up. Yeah, they wouldn't son, be able to son land would have been anywhere. on there with the baby. Son would have been on there, baby. They wouldn't be able to land, you know, and yeah, yep. it would have been totally different. Desmond would have been dead. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Chen. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone really knows. Yeah, except Desmond. Knows. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Desmond's going to mention that he almost killed everybody. Yeah, I don't think he is either. I like Desmond, but, you know, I thought not he was something a little you too, You know, as big of a deal as this was, he was a little too sure, I think. You know, he's just like, yeah. well, maybe this is it. Yeah, yeah. And he's just like, how about you ask everyone first before, like, you make the final cut? No. No, you got to, you got to... Stick to your convictions. Just cut mm-hmm. it. Don't ask permission. Be your own man. Cut first. Ask questions later. I guess. The Scottish way. Um. All right. So next scene. Sure. Next scene. We're on the chopper. Um. The gang. Uh. They're making their way to the freighter. Uh. But Frank sees that they are losing fuel. Oh, no. Uh, yep. Uh, they look outside. They see a whole leak. What uh, happened? A leak. Oh. Oh, sorry, a hole in the tank. <laughs> the fuel is leaking. A what? Uh, I think I said a hole leak. A hole leak. Yeah, that's... It's a leaky that's hole. Call, that's what we call it in the South. There's a hole leak right there in your engine. Yeah. Um, all right. So, they can't land because there's no fuel on the island. Uh, but Frank doesn't see the boat. Um, dire situation here, folks. What do we do? Um, what do we do? Frank tells them to start defenestrating anything that's not bolted down. And, um, yeah, that's my nice word I like to use. And it's it's rarely, like, literally true. And here it's literally true. What what, uh, what does that mean? Defenestrate means to uh to, to to throw like to throw an idea out the window or to throw something out the window, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah. I uh yeah. Uh I've heard the word but I forgot what it meant. Uh eight, eight points. Eight points? Yep. <laughs> Holy moly, wow, this is a this is a uh big podcast. This is a very similar podcast. I think that's the highest I've ever gotten. It's uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think it is. Wow. Wow. One of the key things for me that I mentioned was me not knowing what the word mm-hmm. meant. 
Mm-hmm. That's the, so in that case, I had to ask you, and that's so that yeah, that, that gave you probably like five of those points right there. Wow. Yeah. Well, good. I'm glad. You know, a long time ago, I read that somewhere. Uh, it was some 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 list of like business terms or something. It was you know like things like you know uh, uh, like. 500 pound gorilla and like mm, you know yeah. those like business kind of bleeding things. edge yeah exactly exactly and i read it from that years ago and i think yeah the finish straight was on there and it just i just like that idea of like you know throwing something out of the window because you just you don't need it so just throw it out the window mm-hmm. that applies to concepts i think is interesting yeah so enough of boring the audience with uh the grammar <laughs> podcast uh <laughs> We're in the middle. We're in the middle of a helicopter crash here. Yeah, yeah, please. Uh, so they start throwing. They start lightening the load as much as they can. Uh, Jack asks if it was enough. Frank says he'd feel better if they were a few hundred pounds lighter, and they have that close shot on Hurley. I know. Uh, he just can't live that down. Yeah. Uh, Sawyer gets a light bulb in his head, and uh, he tells Kate something, to which she questions why he's saying whisper, it. Whisper, whisper, whisper. Mm-hmm. He then kisses her and then jumps out of the uh, I put plane, but uh, helicopter. <laughs> uh, and then uh, and then he starts coming back to the island, Aww. and uh, that's the scene. Wow. Oh, Sawyer. I think he's dead. He's a hero. You think he's I dead? Think, I think Sawyer's dead. I don't know. I haven't seen I haven't seen part three yet, but I think. Uh, yeah. I think well, he's dead. How can you survive from uh I mean there's no way you can survive, you know, crashing into the water like that. No not on lo- not on loss, no. Not on lost, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a good theory. I, I I kinda think he's gonna live. But we'll, we'll see. I mean it's sort of a spoiler, but I did hear that he was in the coffin. Oh. That is so, a spoiler. Oh uh, yeah. So maybe. Well, if he's in the coffin, then he shouldn't die now. Why not? They're gonna ship his body back and have the funeral like two years later. Uh, yeah, that's how they do it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I didn't know. What do you do with funerals? Will you have them like this, the this in a reasonable time period after the death? That is what I do, but maybe oh, wow. I'm crazy. Wow, you crazy Americans. <laughs> Is that it? It's an American thing? I guess. Yeah. Over Should've here known. in, uh, in Claude Land, we, um... <laughs> <laughs> what do you do there? What do you do there in Claude Land? We do whatever we want. <laughs> I see. And we have fun doing it. Mm. <laughs> Sounds like a fun place. It is a fun place, but you can't get there. On 305. Oh, no. <laughs> um, all right. So this scene, I mean, my first thing is, why didn't they try to plug the hole? I mean, there kind of wasn't really time, I guess. I mean, obviously, they, you know, they made it back to the ship in time, but I thought the hole, I, I thought it was weird how the hole was, like, close enough to where, like, you know, Someone could have held someone else while they like put some gum in it or something, or or put some tape over it or stuff something in there. Yeah, you know, like it was it was close enough to where I thought that was feasible. It wasn't like underneath the plane or like 
you know, some other place that would just not be reachable, you know. Mm-hmm. That would have been my first instinct. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I was thinking that, too. But I just... Because they all just kind of looked at it, and I'm like, someone could reach over there. Yeah. It was close. I just assumed that, you know, I pretended, I should say, that uh, that, that wasn't feasible. Mm-hmm. Since that's what happened. Yeah, exactly. No one thought. No one thought. No one wanted to be like, "Well, I'll do it." Yeah. But yeah. um. Well, the big thing. And if they put clear, it on the bottom, they wouldn't have been able to look at it. I guess. The yeah, I guess would. they wouldn't have been able to like. Yeah, I guess maybe they wouldn't have been able to look at it. Maybe that's they. They tried to, you know. But it could have been further back or something. Yeah. You know, not so close to the door. Yeah. It was really close, but um But luckily they find the boat. Yay. It all it all it all works out in the end, doesn't it? Or do they? We don't know. We haven't gotten there yet. I don't know. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't know what's gonna happen. Well, I'm I'm pulling for him. Well, um, so Sawyer, uh, Sawyer jumping out. Yeah, there's uh, there's a couple things here about Sawyer. Uh, here we have the the whisper, and uh, and this is uh, presumably. I think I'm not going out on much of a limb here and saying that uh, that this is the thing that Kay was doing in that flash forward uh, a couple of episodes ago. Uh, mm-hmm. What was it? Something nice back home, I guess. Whatever she was doing was this thing. I don't know why they're keeping this a secret. I I really just have a hard time believing it's it's that crazy that it really mm-hmm. needs to be a mystery. <laughs> like yeah. uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, seeing the context in which it happened, it, it seems like it seems to me it ought to be something personal. And I just I don't know. I don't see the point in making it a secret. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it seems like they're. I mean, it seems like, yeah, it's just going to be something personal, and when we find out what it is, it's not going to be a big deal. It's just, you know, Jack made it into a big deal. Yeah. You know, because he wanted to know, and it really is, yeah, he wanted to know, and it's it's a personal thing between the two of them and Sawyer, and so, like, I think that's why it's, yeah, I think it's, it's not going to be a real, a real mystery. Yeah. You know, it's just, it just seems like a mystery because of the circumstances. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I just yeah, I, don't I agree. Know. I don't think it's going to be like some big revelation or you know something something mm-hmm. really crazy. Yeah, and of all the things we have to worry about these days, like it just I, I'm I'm not worried about this one. No, you know I figure it'll just work itself out eventually. Yeah, and, and Most... my my best guess is still what we said in the previous podcast: something to do with his kid or whatever. His baby. Baby, yeah. Clementine. Clementine. What if Kate goes and, like, gets Clementine, too, and she becomes Clementine's mother? Oh, God. She just rounds up, and then she adopts Walt. She just rounds up all the wayward, <laughs> all the wayward lost kids. <laughs> God, that'd be weird. You need a I guess mother, she'd have honey? to take son's baby, too. Well, it's only if you, she, they, someone needs a mother. Oh, okay, that's the key. I guess you, then I guess you wouldn't take Clementine, since, uh... Cassidy yeah. is probably still around. Yeah. You know. She's 
That's Kate. She's lost mom. Yeah, she's the lost mom. What a great role. Then she'll, then, she'll, then she'll really be a MILF. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes for very many reasons. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, and by MILF, I mean... Can't wait for this. I mean... Uh, Mhm. I mean, uh, marginally interesting lady. <laughs> F. <laughs> <laughs> the last F is for F. <laughs> F. Okay, that works. Because I think she is a marginally interesting lady. <laughs> I agree. F. 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And if she gets more kids, I think she will, you know, that will keep her being marginally interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so... On shows, it's always about babies in the end. It always goes back to the babies. Children are our future. I guess they are. Uh, I, I just made that up. Yeah, that's a good one. Should uh, should write that down. I already did. Give it to everyone to say. All right, I need everyone's email address right oh, now. Oh, all right. Well, <laughs> I'll uh, I'll go ahead and say all the email addresses and then edit it out later. <laughs> uh, all the email addresses of everyone in the world. So. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> and <laughs> Woo, and Archibald okay. and Archibald at Yahoo.com. <laughs> and Archibald at gmail.com. And Archibald at Hotmail.com. And Archibald oh one at yeah. I don't want to think about how many email addresses are out there. I don't either. It would oh God. It is finite though. So uh, conceivably, we could do it mm-hmm. if we could say it fast enough. We might need teams, though. Yeah. But I don't want to do it. Well, it really wouldn't be any fun. I think, yeah, yeah. No, let's, yeah, no. Yeah, let's not sign up for that committee. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I, That's yeah, a pass. I'm with you on that. So, anything else about uh, Sawyer, you know, he's a hero, yada, 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 whatever. <laughs> you are a hero, sir. <laughs> People will sing your praises for centuries. <laughs> the uh, great Sawyer, the jumper of, the, the jumper of souls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I do have another thing about Sawyer. Uh, uh, from the same episode when Jack says, uh, he, he chose to stay. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, oh, yeah. I call bullshit on Jack, because even yeah. he says here in a second, you know, we'll go back for him. And yeah. I, and I don't think Sawyer at this point, he doesn't know what's going on in the boat. He doesn't know, you know, in his mind, I think he's, he's letting the helicopter go and then they can get him later. You know, I, I think that, I think that's where he's at here. Really? Yeah, I don't think he's. I, I don't think I he's think... necessarily choosing to stay. I think he's running the risk that he might have to stay, but I. But I don't think he's making a choice like, oh, I'm just going to stay. 
Well, I I do think he's making the choice to stay because you know we know from earlier that he he just he doesn't want to leave in the first place. And I think to me in that moment when he when he sees the situation, he realizes. You know, does he even want to be, you know, what is he going back to, you know, I think is what he's thinking about, you know. Because in that moment of, you know, when, you know, some of those, you know, Saeed's been in the copter before, you know, he's left the island. But for the other people, it's their first time actually like, oh, my God, we're we're, we're really conceivably about to go home. And I think uh, I think he kind of thinks, you know, and he said before, he's just, uh, you know, he has nothing to go back to. So I kind of felt like. Yeah, he is running. At the least, he knows he's running the risk of not being able to leave. But I, I, I think he, he, he doesn't want to leave. And he's saying, he's making his choice. He is deciding. Okay, I actually want to stay here. You know, which I think Juliet did the same thing too. I think, you know, she says she's staying because she said, you know, she wants everyone to get off the island. But I, I just don't think she wants to leave either. Oh, I think she definitely you know? wants to leave. I, I can agree that Sawyer might not want to leave. But the thing is. Even if even if that's true, he doesn't make it explicit. He never says, you know. Yeah, yeah, don't, yeah. No, just, don't worry well, about the, but me. But that's the thing with with what he tells Kate. I think I, I think well, assuming you know, assuming it's something what we think it is. I think it's the kind of thing where if he if he thought he was going to get rescued later, I don't think he would have necessarily said that. You yeah. Know? But I, I think he was making his peace and saying. I'm going to go back to the island and and just basically this will be my home if they never come back for me. And I think, yeah, if they did come back for him, maybe he would consider it. But I just think for him, he just doesn't want to leave anyway, you know. Yeah. Um, now, for Jack, Julia, could done, Jack could have done the same thing, you know. That's a situation Jack could have sacrificed himself and have said, you know, well, they can come back for me later, you know. But he wasn't, you know, he didn't want to make that choice because he doesn't want to stay on the island. Mhm. You know. And Juliet, I mean, she's she said she wanted to leave, and you know she was gonna leave, but a lot has changed on the island since you know the whole submarine thing, and uh, and I just kind of feel like you know she, uh, you know, in the real world, I mean, she had her sister, she really didn't have anyone else, and I, and and she, you know, she seemed just sort of out of place, you know, and I think she found herself on the island. And uh, I would expect her to, to, to I, well, I should say, I wouldn't be surprised if she did want to stay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I think she's miserable on the island. I think she wants to get get off. She's trying to help out, but her flashbacks were largely focused on how she was kind of tricked into going to the island. She didn't think she was going for that long. And and how mm-hmm. she was, you know, desperately trying to get off, asking if she could leave, and finally making a deal that fails. You know, I think I think she definitely wants to leave, but yeah, she is uh, she is sacrificing something by not uh, by not you know going over there by waiting till everybody. Yeah, but that's the thing. Things have changed a lot. You know, Ben is not in control anymore. The whole hierarchy of the others is is gone. It's toppled. There's you know, and I think I think. I think I could I could see her staying, even you know, even though yeah, even though she really wanted to leave and all that, you know, that was you know, it was the same thing with you know some of the some of the losties, you know, they're they're not there on you know they're not there under their own will anyway, you know, but some of them will choose to stay because yeah. they realize it's a better place for them, you know? mm-hmm. and I could see her being one of those people, you know, because I think she she seems I, I don't know I think she just seems at home there, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think she fits in, you know, when we, because when we saw her, you know, when she was the site, you know, she just, she was just, you know, kind of a mess, you know. Yeah, it's true. 
Yeah, but I think she definitely wants to see her sister and her I think yeah, I think that's her major that. thing. Yeah, I I think she I think that's that's the only thing she's got. You yeah, know, that's really that, supposed that's to be like reason. her main motivation. I think yeah. for wanting to go back home. Yeah. So uh, so yeah, even if just for that, I I I could see her. You know, but but you know, yeah, she's not doing everything she can to make sure she gets to. Yeah, that's Please. the thing. If she really, really, really wanted to get off, she, she, you know, if it was really about her sister, and that was that, I think if it was, if if that was strong enough, she would be, uh, you know, she would have tried to get on the freighter, you know. Mhm. But, uh, but I think she, you know, her, her, how much she wants to stay and how much she wants to see her sister are are not as drastic, you know. Mhm. They're kind of close. Yeah. Especially now that Ben isn't, you know, if it was if it was the same situation, you know, uh, I think she would she would want to leave because you know Ben was in control and this is the guy who tricked her and she didn't want to live under you know his control, right? You know, and I think now that he's gone, it it, it sort of you know opens up a different perspective. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, Jack saying Sawyer made his choice. I mean. It's a, it's a bit of an exaggeration, I think, uh, but I think, you know, it, coming from the fact that when he says that, it's sort of, you know, it's like three years later, he's drunk and upset and angry, you know, I can see, you know, but it, yeah, it's not really accurate now that we know the circumstances. Yeah, it gave a different impression of what was, mm-hmm. of what had happened, you know, it really seemed like, you know, Sawyer just, you know, he was just on the verge of leaving, it was just like, no. I'm. I choose to stay. Mm-hmm. You know, just I don't know. It just didn't really play out like I expected. But yeah, you're right. Jack was not being rational uh, at the time. Uh, so so yeah, it can be. It can be explained, and I'm sure that's how they think of it. So yeah, you know, because they. I mean, I think they definitely knew. You know, by episode ten, what was going to happen. <laughs> Oh yeah. So, you know, so I don't think it's a case that they just like changed their mind about Sawyer. Uh, that quickly. Yeah. Where it was originally I mean, going gonna... to. Like, yeah, and it's not 100% inaccurate that he made his choice, you know, because he did. I mean, yeah. he did make a choice, you know. Uh, so it's still, it's not like, yeah, like they had the red kind anything or, or like they didn't really know what they were going to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, um, anything else in the scene? I think that's it for the heli. Well, I think uh, that means we're done with uh, my portion of this oh, podcast. Bye, bye, part two. Um, yeah, I think uh, I think we're ready for part two. Yeah. Oh I mean, man, uh, part three. So it's time for me to take over. All right. Well, let me get out my notes here. Uh, whoo. Okay. All right, so you ready? Oh, yeah. Okay, here we go. Uh, the next scene is a flash forward. Uh, there, uh, we see uh, a man sitting in a car. He is reading. And uh, another man knocks on the window. Uh, the man in the car rolls the window down, and we hear Saeed's voice uh, ask for the time. And as the man is saying the time, Saeed shoots the man uh, dead. Boom. Boom. We see that the car was in front of Santa Rosa. 
the famous Santa Rosa uh, Saeed goes inside. Uh, we see Hurley in his little cell or whatever you call it. Uh, he probably wouldn't call it a cell, but that's the word that came to mind. Uh, he's, uh, he's in front of a chessboard. Saeed walks in. Uh, Saeed says that he wants Hurley to come with him to somewhere safe. Hurley says he hasn't seen Saeed in years. Saeed says the circumstances have changed. Bentham is dead. Uh, and they, uh, quote, they said it was suicide, uh, implying that it wasn't. Hurley says, why are you calling him Bentham? His name is, doesn't finish his sentence. Saeed cuts him off because, quote, they are being watched. Saeed says he killed a man who had been outside the facility uh, monitoring for a week. Hurley says, we're not going back, are we? Saeed says, no, just somewhere safe. Hurley agrees and gets up. But before they leave, Hurley moves one piece and says, checkmate, Mr. Echo. Dun, dun, dun. Whoa! Ah! And that's the end of the show. So, you know... You know what I'm going to say about this whole thing, right? No, I don't. What are you going to say? Well, I I think uh what we're going to find is that um I I think I think Saeed is going to take Hurley to the same place Abaddon was going to take Hurley. Oh, really? Because I think that's part of I think I think that's that's what Abaddon was probably hinting at or, you know, trying to say when he was telling he wa- telling Hurley he wanted to take him someplace, you know, better and nicer and stuff. Mm-hmm. He probably just meant safer. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. I think that's uh, I think that's what we're going to find out here. Okay. All right. Well, I – that's uh, – I mean, Saeed has been – Saeed has been known to to be taking Ben's orders – Mm-hmm. Um uh so that makes me wonder about if there's a connection between Said and Abaddon it makes me wonder about a connection between Abaddon and Ben. Mhm. Uh if maybe he's working with Ben or they're working together or whatever. Yeah, uh, it could be. I don't I don't really know. I don't really you know. Which would be sure. it would be strange now that I think about it. Like Ben Ben shot Charlotte. Like Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if he's the one that hired her, it'd be very odd for him to do that. Well, it's it's uh, it's odd for Saeed to be working with Ben until you know the circumstances of why. You know, like and Miles asks, and Miles demands the money, and mm-hmm. and never intimates that he works for him. Uh, never intimates that who works for who. That Miles works for Ben. Oh, I wouldn't. I'm not saying that they that if they're working together it would be back then. It would be in the future. The same oh, way Saeed is working for yeah. The same reason the way Saeed is working for Ben in the future. You you couldn't predict that back then. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. No way. No way would I assume it's yeah. No, I'm not saying that would be at the in the present island time at all. No, it would be something in the future where uh, because I mean that's where we see Abaddon. I mean you know what I mean. Well, that's when he. I mean, we've seen Abaddon in the past too. Um, well, with uh, but just in that one scene, right? I mean, well, with Locke. Well, yeah, the one with Locke and the one with Naomi. Yeah, but I mean, in the future, we know that he's you know organizing things in terms of the you know um, 
he's interested in some survivors and all that, you know. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I, would, yeah. I would I would think it would be something in the future where they they decide they need to work together or it benefits them to work together. If he's know. working with Ben, like why would he say are they still alive? Like, shouldn't he know what Ben knows? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I It's, yeah, I too. that's too much speculation for me. I barely believe they're working together. All yeah, I'm, saying is, I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to flesh I, it out. Yeah, I, I'm making the leap to say that that this is the same place that Abaddon was going to take, and that's as far as I can go with okay. it. Another, another level of speculation that they're working together, and then another level of speculation on what they know is way too much for my brain. I uh, mean... I, I can't even say. Yeah, I mean, maybe Said has switched allegiances, or, you know, I, I don't really know. I, you know, you know, maybe they've, they've got nothing to do with each other. I was just Well, I, I would say this. I don't, you know, I don't think Abaddon has any sort of malicious intentions, and I don't think in terms of the island he has, you know, I don't think he wants to destroy it or wants anyone to die or anything like that. And I think if you look at the team that he sent, you know, they, you know, he didn't send Kami's team. He sent a team of scientists and, you know, other people who, you know, have not hurt the island, basically, or have endangered anyone's lives. So I think it's and that, and you know, is he a good guy or a bad guy in terms of that? I think maybe he's a good guy, and then you know that might be enough to align him for for him and Ben to work together. You know, because maybe they have a common goal of wanting to protect the island, or or you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I can see Abaddon working with Ben more than I can see you know. Then obviously Ben and Woodmore working together or something like right. that, where they're obviously opposed. Yeah. To each other. Yeah, yeah. We've seen them talk in private, and they certainly don't seem to be working together. Yeah. So, uh, that's, so that's the thing. I think I think he he you know I can see him on the the sort of more positive side of of whatever this uh, war yeah. is going on here. Yeah, I, I'm still suspicious of him. Uh, uh i i uh there there isn't uh i can't really convict him of anything but uh but yeah i mean the the idea would be then that that this hiring of this team this wasn't in collaboration with ben this is like his own thing yeah like maybe it was his own thing and maybe he is working with widmore but he's you know like you know got his own motive i mean i don't know the yeah. character you know and, and, i don't and Ben perceives it as a threat. These people being on the boat, maybe Ben just doesn't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe he just doesn't know, you know, what they're, you know, because I think Ben would assume that whoever is on the boat is, you know, was Whitmore. Yeah. You know, which is a, you know, valid assumption until you That's really find out. You mm-hmm. know, like who's who's who, but yeah. I mean, I was sure about that. I thought it was everybody but Michael. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we have all this other stuff, and there's that podcast thing about Abaddon. Um, uh, yeah, it'd be hard what's, for me to buy that he was working with Ben from the beginning. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't buy. I wouldn't want to believe that uh, unless. Yeah, not. Yeah, unless Ben didn't just just didn't know that Abaddon was sending that team. Like that'd be yeah. weird, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't seem like he. He knew what was going on with that. What's the um, podcast thing for Abaddon you're talking about? I don't remember. Oh, we talked about it earlier in this very podcast. Uh, in the official podcast, 
Uh, someone someone asked. Uh, oh, 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 remember? Yeah, okay. Yeah. I remember. I, I was thinking something. I was That's thinking about thing. whether he was good or not or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a very you vague just mean thing. whether or not he worked for Widmore. Yeah, it's kind of along those lines. I mean, that was a question. Like, yeah. you know, who, who is he associated with? And, and, and you know, the fact that, that I, you know, at a certain point I thought it was obvious he worked for Widmore uh, – and 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 that they didn't just say that, you know, when they they've been known to when they you know when they think something's obvious, they'll they'll you know, come out and say it, you know, sometimes with yeah. a bit of a mocking tone. In this case, they didn't do it. They sort of implied that it that it's something, you know, that that should be up in the air. And and yeah. so that made me think, you know, I mean, if he does work for it more than I don't know. I mean, they they could just be wanting to play with that for a while, but. uh uh, but it but it made me think it's it's certainly not a certainty, mm-hmm. you know, like I like I thought it was. I, I'm still suspicious of him. I'm not convinced he's 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 just benevolent, but uh, I don't know. I mean, he he could be. I like I said, I really I really don't have much on him at this point. Yeah, you know, I yeah, I, 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 it's just my feeling how they portrayed him, what he's done. You know, my you know my my general sense is they 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 want us to sort of get, you know, I think it's. You know, I think they want us to be suspicious of him, and I think you know they're either implying a connection to Widmore or there is a connection to Widmore, you know, uh, and maybe that's you know why we should be suspicious. But uh, I just I don't know. I just feel like he's just he's not going to be you know he's just not going to be like a bad guy. Right. Yeah. Well, they uh, yeah they they very well could go that way. I yeah. that's. You know what they've done so far is compatible with that. You know, uh, I mean, they'll need to explain things, but it, you know, we we haven't seen him really uh, do do anything that's that's pure evil. If he hired Kimi, uh, I I would uh, <laughs> I'd have to mm-hmm. have you know take issue with that. But we didn't see him do that. It, it seems that he you know may not have hired Kimi. Yeah, seems that Kimi might have just been hired by Woodmore directly. And yeah, and you know the team that Abaddon hired didn't were not in line with Kimi and Hilton. Yeah. You know they never associated with. You know they were just yeah they just weren't. Yeah. They just wasn't they weren't the same group. They were their own thing. Yeah. Um, they did want Ben. They had that in common, or at least some of them had that in common with with Kimi's group. Uh, yeah. And that's kind of odd. I don't, I don't know what to make of that. <sighs> Uh, well, someday. they they wanted Ben, but who actually tried to capture him? Especially those who were in his presence. You know, like they they said they were there for Ben, but like none of them actually tried to get him. Yeah, you know, Charlotte, Dan, Miles, or Frank. You know, none of them tried to actually apprehend him. Even those who were like ne- near him. You know what I mean? Like, so I I think I I think that you know. I think they were there, you know, not like the reason Kimi was there to like really capture him and take him somewhere. Yeah. You know, I think they, they know he's integral to the island, and and for whatever reason that they're there, they need him, or, yeah. or you know, needed to locate him or something, you know. Uh, but yeah, I don't think they were really trying to capture him at all. Yeah, I mean, Miles seemed to just try to use, try to use that to kind of extort some money. Uh, and that didn't work. Which, but yeah, I just I don't even I still don't get what that's about. Cause he doesn't even I mean that's 
that it's just it's just that weird thing where like you know we the first time we saw him they they painted him as like a greedy guy you know and when he mm-hmm. went to the grandma the lady's house and you know talked to the dead guy and just got the money and left or whatever and charged right. her you know whatever and then you know but like that and then of course asking for the three point two million like those are the two times when he seemed just like you know greedy and and self interested but everything else has not really been about that. You know, and so uh, I'm really wondering what they're trying to do with this character because, yeah, it didn't, like, pay off. Right. You know, painting him that way, asking, you know, for him to come all that way and for him to say it's really just about the $3.2 million, and to not even get it, it's like, what are they, you know, what are they doing? You know, Yeah, and he's not character. and he's not leaving the island either. Yeah, and he doesn't want to leave. So Which really like, surprises me. Yeah. You know, in terms of thinking of, well... You know, this is just his his way of trying to get get a bunch of money. Like mm-hmm. it seems he's obviously failed. You know. Yeah. Uh, and and so it seems to me, you know, just thinking if that's you know his primary thing, he's not interested in anything else. And it seems like he would just want to leave, which he doesn't. No. So so he obviously wants to do something else. Yeah. Uh, I have no idea what that is. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I don't think it's capturing Ben. Yeah, I don't think so either. You know, but they they said that, you know, or he said that, you know, and and I mean, I I guess it, it could just be along the lines of the the you know we're here for Desmond's story, you know, we we work for Penny or whatever, you know. It's, yeah, I think it's yeah they like to do that kind of thing, and you know, especially those when they have those big declarations, you know, Moz mm-hmm. is like we're here for Benjamin Linus, mm-hmm. you know, and like it's a big deal, but like yeah, not really. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And that's that's the other thing about about those people, that Desmond story. That's something that's something that that's something that ought to come ought to have come from the Widmore camp. Uh I wonder about that. Oh, the Desmond story? Yeah, why why did Abaddon, Abaddon's team use the the Desmond story? Mhm. You know? Why are they being why are they being so deceptive, you know, if they're benevolent? Well, because I think the the show was trying to paint them as being devious, you know, and, and, and are they yeah. good killers or not, you know, like they, they played that a lot, you know. They did. And the simple answer was these people aren't here to kill you, but mm-hmm. those people are, you yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was kinda of like the two groups of other things. It was like you know, well, some of them seem like they do this, and some of them seem mm-hmm. like they do that, so maybe there's two different, you know, and it's like, yeah. you know. And it's like, well, no, it's one group, and they do both things. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Figure it out. Yeah, but they do like to do that, where, it's yeah. just, you know, well, if I told you the truth, then you wouldn't <laughs> have done this, and, you know. Yeah, and that was the thing. I mean, you even saw Dan, I almost said Miles, you even, you even uh, see Dan telling Charlotte to stop being, to stop, you know, being mm-hmm. hostile and deceptive. And, yeah. And, you know, uh, so I think that was kind of a thing of like, okay, you know, we, we, we need to be trustworthy, you know. Yeah. Dan, Dan has been, and Frank, have been pretty much mostly on the up and up the whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Dan's been like mildly evasive. That That's his only yeah. crime. Yeah. And, and 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 probably for good, you know, like like it's it's a good idea sometimes, you know. Some of the stuff I think he's hit about what's going on on the island, I think, you know, he feels as a scientist is is prudent. 
Yeah. So it's not just he's being deceptive because that's who he is. It's like he thinks it's for their own good to not know, you know, something that might, like, blow their minds or something. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, he, uh, yeah, it seems like he, he, seems like he expects something to happen, especially here at the end. Yeah. That he, yeah. that he's, you know, maybe it's just he knows about moving the island or something, you know. Simple as that, maybe. I do want to nominate Dan for best new character of season four. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. He I will think, accept uh, that nomination. Yeah. Who else? Who else would you put on that list? Well, I really like Kimi also. Oh, Kimi. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh. I I liked Miles in the early days. He got a little <laughs> tiresome. Yeah, uh, but in the early episodes, I thought he was really good. Yeah. Uh, Charlotte had one line for me. Uh, yeah. Uh, Naomi was great. Oh yeah, she was from last season though. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, um, yeah. She was. Uh, oh, that's right. I was thinking of the, everyone on the team. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Forget and bedraggled Frank, you know, he's he's dependable. He, he's yeah. Not my favorite, but he was, uh, you know, he was he was better than he could have been. Yeah. I, I got used to him. I have a feeling we won't be seeing much of him anymore. No, I think I think when Jack said, "If I, you know, hope to never see you again," yeah. I really think that was the end of Frank. I do too. I do too. Yeah. It was it was Jeff Fakey saying, I did my part, I'm mm-hmm. done, I won't be on the show anymore. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Um but yeah, I I, I, I agree. Dan Dan's been good. Although even with Dan, I think I liked him earlier in the season. Uh at a certain point he was just kinda sitting around, uh not not really doing a lot. Yeah. But uh uh not that that's really the character's fault, but he has yeah, been really good. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Early on, yeah, early on, it was very exciting. I, I, I really hope that uh, that those characters really take off next season. And they can really use them uh, for really significant things uh, instead of just having them sit around for so much time. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, that's that's one of the one of the things that I think might have might have been a strike casualty is is there the development of that that group yeah definitely so uh but but i i i can agree i think uh that's the thing because kimi kimi got better he he started off as like whatever background guy and yeah you know and then he then he took charge and and became a good character yeah so he had like the opposite thing so, uh, yeah, he had an incline as the season went on, and Dan kind of had a decline. Yeah. You know, Dan hit his peak in, in the constant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good one. That was, yeah. That was nice that he got to play a big role in one of the flashbacks. Yeah. You know, that put him over the edge, really, as far as, like, he... Dan really made a contribution to this season that I think, you know, Charlotte and Miles didn't. Yeah, Dan has made... Yeah, he's he's... He's made more contributions than some of the original losties have. Yeah, you know that's what I mean, like in terms of what's going, you know, the island and its properties and stuff. Mm-hmm. And 
And, I, and yeah. I'm sure tons of stuff we haven't even found out that he has, right. that he's figured out, you know. Yeah. But his, uh, his, yeah, his, his time thing. experiments were uh, yeah the subject of a lot of talk mm-hmm. here. Um, and uh, yeah, and obviously that role he plays in the constant, and and he was the one who fixed the tempest, and mm-hmm. you know. He's, he, yeah, he uh, was ferrying people to the mm-hmm. boat. Like he just, yeah, he didn't really have any limitations. Like he can, he can do whatever you need him to do. And yeah, you know, he really helped out a lot. Definitely. Definitely. More than Charlotte. Oh. Oh, Charlotte. <sighs> but he wasn't born on the island. Probably. Nope. <laughs> Presumably. Hopefully. Yeah. Oh, what was I going to say? Oh, should I talk about that now? Why not? It's vaguely relevant. Um, uh, this is uh, this is uh, this is deviating a bit from what we're talking about right now, but it's, it's oh good. Yeah, it's it's vaguely on the topic of the scene. Uh, this is in the category of looking over the season. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know what was this about? In, in episode one, in Hurley's first flash forward, at the end in the game with Jack, he says, uh, you know, sorry, I went with Locke. Mm-hmm. You know, at the time we speculated and, and continued to, I think, throughout the season, like, why did he say that? Where's where's the point where, you know, this is the thing he really regrets? And uh, yeah. I think now, looking at the season, I think my perspective on that is that, is that it is that that it wasn't about is that it wasn't about what I thought it was about, which was like, you know, because I went with Locke, A, B, and C happened. Yeah. Um, I think now I'm looking at it as like a personal thing, like just sorry I chose Locke over you, like mm-hmm. like that. That's all he was really saying. <laughs> you know, like not that like because I went with Locke, it was catastrophic. Yeah. Like, you know, because I think if Hurley hadn't gone with Locke, you know, things could have gone much the same way. Uh, so, so yeah, that's, that's how I view that now. Yeah, I, I hope there's something, I mean, I don't know what there could be, but I, I, I feel like there's something we haven't seen yet, you know, um, but maybe that's all he means. That would be weird, but I guess that's just, yeah, it's just like, you know, yeah, I guess that's what they could mean. Or he yeah. could mean. Just like, you know, you've been our leader and, you know, you you did your best and, you know, sorry that I just... But I feel like he, I don't know, to me that would be a weird thing to apologize for because, you know, in, in that situation, Hurley made the choice that he thought was best and he didn't want to get killed, you know, like he wanted to go be safe, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and if nothing bad happened because of that, it would it would seem weird to me that he felt the need to apologize for doing what he thought was the right choice with no bad consequence, mm-hmm. you know. Unless unless he thought Jack just needed to hear that, you know. Like to me, it'd be weird to say it in that context where it's like, well, you know, why do you think Jack needs to hear you say that, or why do you why does he feel the need to apologize for something that was a reasonable choice with no bad outcome? Yeah. That's well, why I find it hard to believe there's no, like, if that's all it is, that'll be weird to me. Yeah. I I don't know. I, I guess it, it seems I could understand, you know, just on a personal level, like, I didn't, you know, I maybe I should have trusted you more or, 
you know. But what would have happened? Nothing, like you said, I, and I agree, nothing seemed like it really would have happened differently at this point. And, and yeah, like three, but that's not like the way. Years late, it's like three years later after the fact, he's, like this is the time he's going to take to apologize for that. Like, that that just would seem weird to me. Not to say they couldn't do it. It just it would just seem like a weird weird thing to do. Mm-hmm. So much in that time frame, you know. Yeah. I uh yeah, I don't know. I I I can kind of see it. Um but uh yeah, I mean, do do you do you have another theory about it? I mean, not really. I don't I don't know, you know. I don't, you know, nothing has really sort of seemed like it was a, you know, big deal. I don't think, like, you know, I think at some point I thought when, you know, Jack had to go rescue Hurley, you know, uh, I thought he something was going to happen then. Yeah. And nothing, nothing really happened. The Hurley part so. was easy. Yeah, yeah, he was peeing in the bushes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. It, it, you know, it kind of seems like another one of those lines, like, uh, and I think this just happens now that they're doing flash forwards, is that, you know, some some things are just going to seem more important than they are, you know, like, you know, like when Jack said, you know, Sawyer made his choice or whatever, like, yeah. if we would have saw it in chronological order, we wouldn't have placed so much emphasis on that line, right. you know, and I think, you know, if, if all that Hurley's talking about is just sort of apologizing for not believing in Jack, then, you know, it, it would play differently if we saw it chronologically. You know? Yeah, we yeah. wouldn't expect it to be anything but what we already knew it was. So yeah, that's the thing. Like I, I yeah, when I when I'm watching those flash forwards, I'm I'm kind of since I don't know what leads up to them, I'm I'm looking for clues. Yeah, you know about what happened before. And when they say lines like that, I place extra emphasis on them because you know. They mm-hmm. seem to suggest something about what happened that I don't yeah. know about. You know, and that's the thing. It's like. They should have extra emphasis because the writers are writing those scenes like that on purpose. Right. You know what I mean? It's not, you know, it's not like we're reading a book out of order or something. It's like they're presenting their story out of order. Right. Uh, so, I, and I feel like they should mean something interesting because we're going to think it's something interesting. Right. But uh, we'll see. I, yeah, but at this point, I don't really have any theories. You know, they're already, they're, they're rescued. So I don't yeah. really know what, you know, unless... Unless um, now, help me remember because I don't. I don't remember um, when did he apologize? Was that when uh, he came to see him and he was like when they were playing basketball? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was when. <laughs> and the, and that was how how soon? That was shortly after they were rescued. because uh... they were still talking about Jack signing autographs and and Jack had just gotten back to his job at the hospital or something. Uh, yeah, if I remember correctly. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was it was reasonably soon, but not immediately. Yeah, it wasn't immediate. It was it was in a couple months or something. Yeah, I think. Yeah, they because Hurley still had to, uh, you know, uh, have the have a surprise party and then like, mm. you know, uh, and and then like go crazy, and and yeah. end up end up in the in the place. So yeah, probably probably a couple months. Yeah. So, um, so oh, oh, again. and Hurley, Hurley went to uh, Son's thing. Yeah, Son's baby, Son's baby, 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 Son's baby, baby. <laughs> yeah, Jim's funeral and all that. Yeah, uh, Son. Yeah, this. Uh, uh, so I don't think he was institutionalized during that time. That's that's what I'm thinking. 
Yeah. Uh, but but that time was was probably a few months, you know, after they get rescued. So. Mm-hmm. Um. So it still it still works. Yeah. Yeah, because Jack like Jack doesn't have his beard yet. You know, I think I think the trial may not have happened yet. Case yeah, trial that it was is. before all that. So, so, yeah. uh, so I'm thinking I'm thinking it's before you know, before Locke comes back. Mm-hmm. You know. Me too. So I was I was thinking like it didn't like you know, I'm trying to see if he if, if Hurley is re- you know, referring to something sooner, you know, post post rescue or something. Ah. You know, but um I can't really think of anything I that see. would fit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, another topic, perhaps. Another topic. Uh, my my other topic. We talked about this earlier. This scene is the reason why I think that Locke didn't kill himself, or at the very least, I'm suspicious that Locke killed himself. Uh, uh, I, or Said is suspicious, and therefore I am. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, th- this is where that is. Uh, you know, he, he says, Bentham is dead, and, and Hurley says, how? And he goes, they said it was suicide. And Hurley's like, what do you mean they said? You know, they, I, I think they're they're trying to suggest that, you know, that, that Saeed is suspicious about that. And so I think I think there's a chance that, a good chance that Saeed, that Locke didn't kill himself, that he was killed, mm-hmm. you know, by someone. Yeah, you know, it's it's, it's funny because there, you know, it's it's obvious that Saeed is suspicious, you know, um, and I think to me it's interesting that they're not trying to, you know, for the audience's sake, uh, they're not trying to ask the question, did Locke kill himself or not? Like, that's not a big mystery mm-hmm. in this episode. Because right off the bat, the first time we hear it, Saeed is suspicious. Right. So I think that's really interesting. They're not trying to uh, be deceptive about that or, or even make that a point of contention necessarily, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah. Which I, makes me think... I usually think Saeed's think, right about stuff like this. I agree, but it makes me think that the point of this exchange is not about whether Locke is dead or not, but about something else. Uh, since they're not making it about whether he's dead or not. Uh, I I feel like you know when whether he he's says, dead or not, or whether he killed himself or not. I'm sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whether he killed himself. <laughs> okay, or not, sorry. okay, okay. Whether he killed himself or mm-hmm. not. Um, and I I kind of agree that it's not really about that. Yeah, and he said, you know, they said it was suicide, and then he said, what do you mean they said it was suicide? Yeah. And I feel like, you know, what do you mean they said it was suicide? I feel like it's the question we should be thinking about. Um. Maybe it's nothing, but to me, that that to me is something interesting. Like, who is they? And, mm-hmm. and like, you know, and the idea that they said it, you know, like, I feel like there's something there, too, you know. Yeah. Uh, who, you know, what in what sense, you know. So I'm interested to see what, what that's about. Yeah. And how Saeed found out and why he is skeptical and all right. that. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking and wondering if... Uh, if if there's some if maybe whoever whoever's responsible for Nadia's death like if this is something along those lines mm. somebody out there killing people for some reason and I still don't really understand the Nadia thing it would make more sense to me for them to kill Locke 
doesn't seem like Nadia really knows anything to to need to be killed. You know, I think, I think you know, Locke. I don't think. It, I feel like it's not going to be that simple. That just like somebody just like killed Locke or something like that. Like, I think it's going to be you know obviously something that should be really dramatic and really poignant because I think you know Locke and from where we're leaving him now as the sort of new leader of the others. And, and at some point, he's going to either kill himself or be killed. I, I think it's going to be a huge thing. And I feel yeah. like it's going to probably relate to the island. And I feel like it might be something uh. where where Locke kills himself or allows himself to be killed because he thinks or knows that's his ticket back to the island. Or that's, you know, like, like it's, it's it, I feel like it's not going to be a bad thing that Locke was killed. You know what I mean? Like like Nadia's death is just sort of okay. That's just a bad thing, you know. I feel like it's gonna be it's gonna it's gonna somehow make sense because I think you know Locke is too important. I think for him to just be killed by some you know random whatever whatever reason that that guy killed Nadia, random you know what bug. I mean? Or or like that he just was so desperate. I mean, can you really see, imagine them shooting a scene? Or Locke is just so distraught and desperate he hangs himself. No. He, you know, come on. They're not going to let Locke go out like no. that. Even you though know? he did almost kill himself, and that was yeah. really awful. And they and there you go. They didn't let him do it because they yeah. didn't want him to do that. I mean, there's a clear yeah. example of them not letting him kill himself because that's just – they're just not – it's just that yeah. nobody wants to see a major character just kill himself. No. That's not, like, you know, the kind of drama they're going to do. Especially Locke. I mean, it's, it's you know, for his story, like, to end with him killing himself is just unacceptable to me. I think, I think you know, if you look at it from the idea of, of who Locke, you know, who they painted Locke to be in his most recent flashback, and he's this special one, and if you look at ideas right. of reincarnation... I think, in, in, and in terms of what they what we know about apparitions on the island and, and dead bodies, yeah. I think it makes sense for Locke to be dead and have his apparition be, uh, you know, come into fruition. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you know, and if you want to say, if you want to go on the Locke is Jacob theory, right. you know, that would make sense because he needs to sort of be in spirit form to be Jacob, you know, presumably. Yeah. You know. So, uh, so I think it's going to be something like that where it, it's it's going to make sense that, that that happened to him, which is which is what I think is going on with this line of of Saeed, you know, and Hurley, their exchange here, because it's not about whether or not he killed himself. I mean, yeah, killed himself. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's there's something else going on there. Yeah, because right off the bat, he's suspicious. Right, it's, tell, it's telling the audience, don't worry about whether that's true or not, because Saeed doesn't think it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's the kind of... I mean, some characters, if they didn't think it, I'd be like, well, whatever. You're always wrong about everything. But, uh, yeah. But, yeah, Saeed, in situations like this, I feel like they give Saeed... They, they have Saeed say it, you know, and it, and it becomes, you know, uh, uh, trustworthy. Like, you, you know... Yeah, exactly. You, you, you feel like he has good instincts about these things, and, and, he, and they have him be right on the show, you know, so often... You know, he was right about Henry Gale. You know, he's mm-hmm. he's he's right. He 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 has a good you know uh, uh, track record on on stuff like this. Definitely. So um, so yeah, uh, uh, I agree. Um, uh, that that'll be that'll be something that I think we'll we'll surely see that next season. 
mm-hmm. whatever the whatever the story is with with Locke and whatever happened to him that he ends up in this coffin. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I didn't really think about it being related to the island. I really just imagine it. I really just imagine it being like you know, whoever the competing side is. You know, just like coming after him. I, yeah, I, I, I was thinking yeah. of it in like very grounded, normal, boring terms. No, I don't think it's got to be grounded or normal or boring. Or I might be sort of grounded, but I don't think it's going to be boring or normal uh, because it's Locke and it's you know. It just to me it just makes sense for it to be something connected to the island and something where um it's just not gonna be he gave up. He couldn't convince anyone to go back to the island with him, so he just gave up and killed himself or Widmore's men tracked him down and killed him or something. Like at the very least, the island should be protecting his life if he's important. Mm-hmm. You know, if that's still, you know, plausible in this time frame. So um, I feel like so that's even a concern of how did how was he able to die? You know if right. you know if the I you know did yeah. that mean the island didn't protect him or couldn't protect him or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And that's the thing. It seems like if it could do that for Michael, it surely mm-hmm. should have been able to do it for Locke. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it seems like Locke ought to be like way more important than Michael. Yeah, exactly. You know? And and if it let him die, yeah, that 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 is suspicious. Yeah, I think that's the thing. If it let him die, I think it would be for a specific reason. That's the thing. I don't think. It, I don't think. You know, I would think it because it wouldn't let Michael kill himself. Mm-hmm. You know, so I wouldn't think it let him do that either. Yeah. You know, even if he were going to, which I I don't think he is. Yeah. Um. So. So yeah, that's okay. All right. I that's not what I was thinking at all. <laughs> so <laughs> I yeah, I don't know. I thought it was all about, you know, they said it was suicide, but it was really murder. Mhm. You know. That's what it usually is, you know. And, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I think that's 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 part of the idea cuz obviously he wants you know, they are being watched. There are guys out there killing people, and yeah. Hurley, Hurley might be in trouble. But, yeah, oh, I yeah. Think, you know, I think we are going to find out that the real thing is not that just, you know, he just got shot or something. Good point. This guy out front, uh, mm-hmm. who do you think he is? Um, I don't know. I mean, I feel like this is, you know, fairly soon after Abaddon's visit uh, to Hurley, you know, uh, because, you know, I thought to myself, why doesn't Hurley know why they call Locke Jeremy Bentham? You know, why isn't he sort of, um, you know, in on that and why, um, you know, because obviously he, he, you know, he, I mean, he may know the moniker, but he doesn't know why Saeed is saying that in this circumstance. And then, of course, Saeed says we're being watched, which means Hurley didn't know that they were being watched, you know. Right. So I feel like this this is just this is this is just starting to happen, you know. It's not like, you know, Hurley's been you know, they've been on their tail for a very long time. You know, and I feel like yeah. it may have started with Abaddon's visit, you know, the mm-hmm. he I'm I feel like he's one of the first people who's come to kinda of have contact and, and be interested in, in Hurley. Yeah. Um so I forgot what the question was. Yeah. Um That that sounds about Oh, you know what? Oh. What oh was I'm your sorry. Question? Shit. Your question was about 
I was thinking about this guy. Uh, oh, the I, guy outside. Saeed yeah. does mention that he's been there for a week, which isn't that mm-hmm. long. Yeah. Um. So yeah, maybe you're right that uh, you know that there was that there was a period of time when everybody was back, like before all this stuff started. Yeah, I think so. I think you know because Hurley had his time. You know, he had his whole. You know, they had their party and he yeah. had his party and everyone was fine. And he, you know, he went to Korea. And I think yeah, I think it was. I think it's just has recently started. And you know, it seemed like the uh, Nadia thing was pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he might have even put a time on that. Well, uh, but it seemed like that was within the year. Well, and Ben's, yeah, when Ben was in Tunisia, it was 2005. Yeah, which was post-Nadia death. And yeah, so, so that, that limits. It, yeah, he saw it on the TV then. Yeah. Yeah, that limits when that could have been. So Yeah, so that was like, yeah, that was later. So they did, it was later, but it wasn't years later. You know, it was it was yeah. with, within the year that, that stuff started to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe I don't know. I that still is just weird to me. I I I just I can't quite. I mean, maybe they just really wanted to give Saeed motivation to be this killer and like that. I mean, like, we might. You know, I don't think they would do this, but we might find out. Ben Ben is the guy who uh, ordered that guy to kill Nadia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and he was just pretty, you know. Oh, I'm here to track this guy down. You know, the guy who killed you, whatever. But like Ben really knows because Ben has hired him or something. Right. Um. Yeah, yeah. That's um. I think I think you know that possibility came up in in the in that podcast uh, mm-hmm. about that episode, uh, which actually is is as we learn later a pretty direct sequel to the finale. Uh. So uh, I don't know. Mhm. I don't know. I I yeah. I kind of don't think it's true, but but yeah, it, I don't it, think it's true either. I don't think it's true. I just it, it yeah, would I, work. I don't know. I don't know how she fits in. Yeah. Yeah. I I yeah. I I'm wondering if it if it if there isn't a good reason. If it's just you know they were just trying to get at these people and 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 they just you know from an external perspective they just wanted. They wanted Saeed to have a really strong motivation to be this hitman, and that seemed like the strongest maybe, thing they could give him. Maybe the universe just wants Nadia dead. Oh, then there's that. Why, I mean, she was, you know, captured in Iraq, and she was going to be tortured and killed, but, mm-hmm. you know, Saeed saved her. She was saved from a mugging by Charlie. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, she was saved from termites by Locke when she bought her house, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, when he inspected her home. Uh, maybe, you know, she's just, her time's up. I don't know. Yeah. 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 They could do that. They like that destiny thing when it suits them. It is weird, though, to have that guy go all the way to L.A. to kill her and then to show back up and, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, like. Yeah. And then he was at, he was at her funeral. Was he was. At the funeral? Yeah. yeah, he came to the funeral. Uh, yeah, yeah, that story. I mean, do you think do you think it could be something like that guy was just you know what if? Yeah, I mean something like you know she 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 was like I guess an Iraqi criminal or something. Yeah, uh, or you know escaped or whatever. Maybe maybe they found out who she was and you know they decided to kill her because they they knew who she was. Yeah, yeah, it could be as simple as that. That's true. I didn't think about that. 
And maybe there just happened to be a connection between, you know, an, uh, uh, you know, an Iraqi bad guy and Widmore. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't <laughs> just, yeah. you know, a coincidence. And and they just wanted her dead for that reason, which makes sense. I mean, I think they did. I mean, she was, you know, captured by them and, and you know, escaped. So Yeah. Um, so it makes a certain amount of sense. Uh, it, it is, it's just weird that, you know, Saeed, you know, I, I want to know the circumstances, you know, why wasn't Saeed there or why wasn't, why didn't they kill him yeah. or, you know, like, it seems yeah. like he, he'd be the important one. I, yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, that's still, that, that still bugs me. It seems like if Winmore were going to send a man to kill somebody, you know, uh, between the two of two of them, I'd expect him to take Saeed first. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, Saeed should, should know a lot more, should be, you know, uh, more valuable. And by killing Nadia, you know, Saeed becomes a threat. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it just doesn't seem good for them to kill Nadia. Yeah. You know, it seems like it just doesn't accomplish anything. It really is just worse for them. As murder usually is. Oh. Oh. Look at that. See, kids, you can learn something. <laughs> Don't murder people. <sighs> who, says, who says TV can't teach lessons? That's right. I would never say that. I wouldn't either. <sighs> okay, so let's see. Another topic? I have one more thing about this scene. Uh, there is only one more thing to talk about. Yeah, and you surely know what it is. Uh, checkmate, Mr. Echo. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> well, I think the question on our lips is, is how could Hurley have beat him in so few moves? <laughs> That's right. That is what because I was he 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 used the uh, the old the old Russian you know Shavavlik move yeah yeah uh, yeah that we're all familiar with you know a very you know using the knights and the rooks for defense um, and uh, no I'm kidding I don't know what I'm talking about <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there are people who've looked at that board and tried to yeah. uh, figure out what was going on there yeah I don't care enough to do that but uh, but I bet it's been done. Oh, I'm sure people have analyzed it. Um, well, I mean, what is there to say? I think I, I take the scene at face value. So do I. Uh, I mean, I, you know, it's funny. I was half not surprised we were going to get something like that because I was wondering why Saeed never sat down. Mm-hmm. You know, because I, I, you know, I watched, you know, I was looking at the composition of the scene and I saw that empty chair and I and say so he like puts his hand on it and he doesn't sit down and, and you know in, in a scene like that where someone comes you know you're you're in danger or something and he you know I just I just thought he might sit down to sort of connect with him and tell him this yeah and he didn't he didn't sit down the whole time and so when they when they were leaving and they cut that wide shot and I'm like uh oh here it comes yeah 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 I agree so a couple things uh. Let me think. A couple things I get out of this. The first thing I get out of this, we talked about it before, the idea that, you know, Charlie had been the one coming to visit him, and then, 
and then Jack's dad goes and visits him, and you know, in general, like the the the, the apparition that you see is has some kind of connection to you, mm-hmm. you know, you are friends or related or whatever. Um, you know, here's a case where you know, <laughs> I don't think there's any connection between Mr. Echo and Hurley. I I don't even know if they had any scenes. I can't remember any. They might have had a few, like tiny ones, but. Uh, uh, it, it confirms to me that what I thought should be true, which is that any of these apparitions ought to be able to go where they want uh, and not, not sort of be constrained by, like, people they're close to or whatever. Yeah, you know, it, they're, they're sort of, you know, the apparitions in general have been redefined by what, we see, what we've seen in the flash forwards. And I think, um, yeah, this is a big one, you know, Echo appearing. I mean, I feel like it might be, I, I get the sense that things are so dire and it's so vital that, you know, these people come back to the island. Uh, I feel like some of, some of my, some of what might, some of what's going on might be uh, unprecedented. You know what I mean? Uh, or Or not the norm in terms of, you know, apparitions appearing off the island or to people that they don't know, you know, or have real connections with, like, mm-hmm. you know, um, it, you know, it could be that they're, you know, the apparitions who are on the island are really just coming out to, like, you know, make people, make, you know, urge them to come back or something like that, you know. Uh, but I don't know why Echo is playing chess with Hurley, you know, I mean, is it just for fun, or is it he? You know, like, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know the why behind this scene at all. Yeah, I, I, yeah, no, I don't either. I don't either. Cause it doesn't seem like he's there to do anything but play chess. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is an odd thing for an apparition to do. And it could be that Hurley's just crazy. I mean, it could be that he's really. I mean, he saw Dave, and I don't think Dave was a real person. Yeah. You know, it could be that this is just. You know, and the fact that, you know, I mean, I guess if, if you want to look at it from a, a completely different perspective, that he is just crazy. Yeah, it, it doesn't line up with the idea that we had that, uh, you know, the apparitions, you know, come to people who have a connection with them. Mm-hmm. You know, it clearly doesn't line up to that. And maybe that's why they did Mr. Echo, you know, someone who just really doesn't have a connection early at all. Yeah. And it's just that he's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that's true, but that would be uh, one way of going with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think um, uh, I think it makes more sense to show people that they have connections with most of the time. But uh, here, I, I read this as just a, just a little shout-out kind of thing, a little mention for Mr. Echo so that his character isn't dead to the show, even if... You know, I think we'll probably never see him again uh, because I don't think the actor's going to come back. Uh, yeah, is, it's just... Oh, go ahead. This is just sort of what they can do. It's it's sort of like um, yeah. the, the Anna Lucia mention, you know, earlier in the season. Like, this is this is what they can do to kind of keep, you know, keep that character a part of the show and not just kind of pretend like they weren't there, even if, you know, the actor's not coming back and, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, it's just weird to me that they would that they would do something so drastic for something so, to me, you know, just sort of meaningless, you know, like that's a, it's a huge thing that he's, that that he's just hanging out with Mr. Echo, you know, of all people who we, you know, we haven't seen him on the island since, you know, it's different than like Charlie or someone, you know, that we've, 
we've seen since they're dead. Yeah. You know, they're go or Boone even, you know, like Well, that's the, the thing. That I think thing. we might have seen it more if the actor wanted to do it. You know, I mean, well, I think it wouldn't have died as soon if the actor didn't want to leave. You know, I think, I think it might just be an external reason. Why. Yeah, true, but that's the thing. They could have, they could have picked an actor who does want to be around, or who they could have shown or cast in this scene. You know, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, why, why pick someone? Why do, why use Mr. Echo if you're, you know, if what you really want is to have that person around or to invoke their memory. Why not? You know, why not Libby? That's someone who that you could expect to show up to Hurley. Mm-hmm. You know, who who it would make sense for a lot of reasons that she would be there and hanging out. But they didn't use her. Her, you know, why Mister Echo? I think is interest is, is the question to me. And, and the and if it really just comes down to like they, you know, there's no big thing, and we're just supposed to believe that. Echo's ghost is just hanging out with Hurley, and that's the end of it. That's pretty lame to me. You know, yeah. I hope it. I hope it means something. I hope it means that. You know, I hope we can infer from this or learn. You know, what what do the apparitions do on the island, or or what is you know do they are they are, is anyone who dies on the island become does everyone become an apparition? Do only some people? Is it is it, does it have to do with how you died? You know, things like that. You know. Mm-hmm. I just hope it's not just a shout out. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I actually, I, well, I, that's what I think it is. I actually like it, even even if it is just that. Uh, you know, I I I don't mind a little, you know, because it doesn't it doesn't play a big role in the scene. Uh, it's it's you know the scene's really about Saeed being there and them going to someplace safe and all that. You know, it's really mm-hmm. just a little tag for the scene. Uh, I, I like it as uh, you know, even if it is frivolous, it, it worked for me. I, I thought it was nice. Yeah, I, I I don't I don't mind it that it's frivolous. I just mind the carelessness of of what it implies. And if they're not and if they're not if it's not important what it implies, then that's that's when I take a you know issue with it. Mm-hmm. You know the the idea I don't mind. You know it's just it's just what it implies is it's it's kind of big. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh yeah, I don't I mean I don't think we'll see that actor again, you know. Um and if they wanted it, it to be where, you know, it was someone that we that they could show again or it would be, you know, par, you know, someone else like Charlie who's trying to urge them on or something, uh then yeah, they could have just, you know, probably chosen someone else who wants to be back on the show or, you know, have a you know, guest appearance or something. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't really think we're gonna they're gonna go anywhere with it, you know. Um, but I still I don't rule out the fact that Hurley does have mental issues, and you know Jack even says it, and you know in the future that he you know that that Hurley's crazy, you know. And I think we've seen we've seen a lot of evidence of that, and I think that you know that could just be that that he's just crazy. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Jack sees you know his dad too. So, you know, if Hurley's crazy, Jack might be too. You know, well, maybe they're all crazy. Maybe they're all crazy, but we know Hurley's crazy. I mean, he's he's been institutionalized several times. We've we've seen him we've seen him talk I mean, do you think Dave was real? Well, no, but Dave wasn't necessarily real ever. Yeah, exactly. Unlike these Which, people. Like these people exactly. did exist. 
Tina. But what I'm saying is, that's that's my point though. Is Hurley has talked to someone who obviously did not exist. Yeah. He 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 obviously has mental issues issues, and I think. I think if Hurley says he sees talking to a dead person, you can't take it the same way as when Jack says it. Because Jack Jack doesn't have that same history. Yeah, but Hurley even says like someone's gonna come for you. He, you know, uh, I I think I think that that Hurley in this case, you know, is not imagining this stuff. Well, yeah, I mean, I think Charlie was real. I think that was real. But I, I don't think that just because Hurley sees someone is necessarily real. I, I think they might be going down that road. You know, because of just, I mean, it's just the fact of who he is. Mm-hmm. You know, and if he if he sees Charlie, maybe his psyche makes him want, want to see other people. That's you the know, thing. He, I... sort of, he sort of implies that, he, you know, he says he's been having regular conversations with dead people. You know, I wonder how many people have shown up. You know? Yeah. Is it just Echo and Charlie, or is it has he seen other people, or, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I believe that it could be more. I, I think the Dave thing was an anomaly. I mean, it, you know, that was that was something about his past that he had to deal with on the island and I, I think the stuff that he's seen since then, you know, has all been not within his mind, you know, some mm-hmm. has been some kind of external force. It, it, there is that possibility, but I definitely think, you know, the island uh the island's done enough to me to convince, you know, to convince me that, you know, not everything is in everybody's head. So I think, you know, the door's at least, oh, yeah. door's at least open for, for this to not be in his head. So, you know, I, that's, I'm assuming that's what it is for now. But, you know, they could do that. That's true. Well, that's the thing. I think, I think you know, I, I'm looking at what, you know, what's obvious. And what's obvious is it seems they're, they're trying to say, okay, this is, that's really Mr. Echo. We've seen evidence of that. And that's, you know, that's very New Year's Justin, you know what I mean, like, mm-hmm. to think that. I, I'm trying to think down the road, what's the what's the revelation we might find out? And I think ah. the fact that Jack, Jack, Jack has recently said, well, Hurley's crazy, you know, it's not that just Hurley, you know, feels anxious in the real world or whatever, you know, I, you know, he just wants to be, you know, where he is to feel safe. I feel like, you know, he really does have problems again, you know, that he has to deal with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm just that that's why I'm leaving that open to say, you know, the 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 circumstances because if it was Charlie, if he said checkmate Charlie, I would, you know, I wouldn't think that. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't think that was in his head, you know. Yeah. But uh I yeah. I kind of I hope it's really I hope it's for real, you know, a lot because I just I just want I just think that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, more than like I really think that's that's just 100% what they're doing, you know, but... Yeah. Yeah, but it can't too. really go anywhere. It can't really go anywhere. No, that's the thing. I don't think it will, and so that's why I think we may never... I, You know, I think it's very possible this scene will never be... That little line will never be addressed again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and so, you know, you, you, it may work in the show where you could assume either way and it wouldn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you could just assume he just, he's crazy and he, sometimes he sees real apparitions and sometimes he makes them up in his head and he can't tell the difference. That 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 might actually just work in the end because I, I actually don't think this is going to be like a big deal down the road. Yeah. So, you know, the the Charlie thing is definitely a bigger deal. I mean, Charlie, you know, told him stuff. You know some of these things about having to go back and all that that you know that's becoming like a central thing for for the Oceanic Six and 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 Charlie does have a connection you know with him and all that so you know uh, 
Uh, I, yeah, that's I, the thing. I'd rather, I'd rather like not have this Mr. Echo thing break everything I think about the apparitions. I'd rather it just be Hurley's crazy, because yeah. that's that's true. You know what I mean? I'd rather have it fit with everything I know about you know this kind of part of the show than it to really just break the mold. I see. Well, for, from my perspective and what I was saying before, like it doesn't break it. It actually confirms what I thought should be true, at least, about the apparitions, which is that I feel like they should be able to go to whomever they want. You know, if they feel like appearing to someone, some complete stranger, I feel like they should be able to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, that's that's just the way I think it ought to work. Well, that's, and I think that, that might be the way it ought to work, too. It's just not the way they've really presented it. Which is what I'm, which is what I'm saying. I'm just saying how they presented it on the show. It's like they, it's usually someone, yeah, you know, they have a strong connection to, you know, and that just might be for, you know, practical reasons. Yeah, know? that's that's what I was thinking. That's that that was that was what was in my mind. That basically, you know, when they're using these scenes, that they have a lot more punch if the if there's a connection there. Yeah. You know, they they get a lot more emotional content out of the scenes. But I just felt like in general, you know. Uh, uh, if ours wanted to appear to somebody like he could, you know, whoever it was. If who did? Ours. Oh. See, that's the thing. I'm not convinced that that everyone is just an apparition, and we like. I don't. I don't know. I I just don't know how that works on the island. You know, like everyone. Like there's a Nikki and Paolo apparition, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, like everyone who's died at least on the island. Has a you know has some ghost hanging around you know. Um, That's my theory. They they at least have yeah. a potential a potential apparitional form. Yeah. You know they they may not like actually appear to anybody, but I yeah I feel like anybody who died in the island sh- could could be an apparition. Yeah, well, I doubt we will I see would, all of them. Yeah, but. I agree. That might be. That might be. I mean, obviously, they need to be dead before you know you see them if they're if it's really their apparition and not something else. Right. Yeah, and this episode, I just don't see them like hang like Ars is just hanging around on the island. We just don't see him. You know, like like I feel like those those spirits or whatever need to go. You know, go rest somewhere. Go like mm-hmm. don't hang out on the island. You know, I yeah. feel like the ones that are that we see have a reason to be there. And, yeah. and it's not just everyone's just there and these are the ones we're seeing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess I just imagine, like, not that they're all just, like, sitting somewhere on the island, but that that they're they're in some kind of other dimension or, or something where where they can appear if they want, but that, like, their natural state is not just, like, sitting in apparition form on the island somewhere. You know, mm-hmm. I imagine that they that they were just in some other kind of weird, who knows what kind of place. Mm-hmm. You know, and that they can choose to appear like that. That's that's my mental picture of yeah what's going on there. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. Um, this episode, one of the later scenes, uh, made me think that that these apparitions might be like. I, I had originally viewed them as being smoky or as being Jacob or the island, you know, just manifesting itself in the form of these people to do what it wants, you know, to get people to to do things, you know, uh, to give mm-hmm. them someone that they're familiar with, that they trust, to, to you know, get their confidence, you know. Uh, there's a later scene, the one with Kate and Claire, 
that makes me think that that maybe the apparitions really are the person, like, and they have different wills, and they don't all want the same thing. Yeah, I mean, once I think my view of them changed drastically once once Christian said, "Go wake my son up," uh, you know, when he told Vincent that, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, that that was very personal, and I think. You know, I think maybe their the writer's view of the apparition may have changed yeah. too, because you know Christian was very zombie-like when we first saw him yeah. in season one. You know, appeared to Jack, and and he, it's completely completely different now. And they do seem more personal. And Christian, you know, he said, "My name is Christian." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And he, that, yeah, it yeah. definitely became more personal. And, and of he's he's the, acting like himself. He's not just yeah. like standing there. They have there his personalities. And... Yeah, and that, yeah, exactly. And then Claire, yeah, so I I feel like they. Yeah, I agree. I think um, I think a lot of times we've seen apparitions, and maybe not all the time, but a lot of times yeah. it's really it's really supposed to be them. Yeah. You know, I mean, and that's the thing. You know, when Echoes died and Yimmy appeared to him and said, "You talk to me like I'm mm-hmm. your brother," you know, maybe Smokey can can alter his form too, but mm-hmm. um, but that's not the usual thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's I the guess thing, you know, Yimmy didn't die on the island, did he? He was already like That's the thing. He yeah, he he pretty much I mean, we don't really know what happened to the plane exactly, but he he should have been dead shortly after he got shot and put out on the plane, presumably. Yeah. You yeah. know. Uh that's the way they made it seem. And I guess they could, you know, say, Well, the gunshots didn't kill him and he didn't die until the plane crashed or something. And that's the thing, you know, Christian didn't die. Yeah, you know, Christian didn't either, die on the island so. either. Yeah, so it seems like it's not necessary. It seems like you just need your, your dead remains to be transported to the island. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't really make sense. You know, Ben's mom, too, you know, she, she I don't think she was ever on the island. Yeah. So, you know, it doesn't even seem like <laughs> you even have to be on the island. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure if the writers actually have rules about this stuff. They they might just kind of do whatever they want. Yeah. You know, uh, if they if they want someone to appear, they they will. And there's not some like, you know, thing that they look to like. Oh no, they have to do this or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Or maybe there is some rule that I'm missing. Maybe Ben's mom is something else. Whatever. Yeah, Ben's mom could be something else. You know, but, yeah. you know um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. And when we've seen we've seen Walt appear, and when you know Walt appeared to Locke, I mean yeah. that wasn't that wasn't Walt. Like I don't think that was Walt. You yeah, know? Walt's 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 not dead either. So. Yeah, he's not even dead. So so, uh, so that really just can't that can't fit into any of those normal things. Yeah. Of how people appear. Uh, so yeah, I yeah the, the normal way people turn into apparitions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So that very mundane process. The, the, yeah, the, the run of the mill, you know, mm-hmm. ghost creation process. Yeah. Your 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 vanilla flavored uh, <sighs> dead family members. Yeah, no, I. I, I, I want I guess, you know, part of me wants a grand unifying theory of apparitions and and it's it's starting to look like there might not be one. There might be just a bunch of little theories. Well maybe we need to conjure up the Einstein apparition and he can help us out here. <laughs> oh wait, yeah. he couldn't even do it. Oh he uh, couldn't do his own grand unified theory. Oh no. Oh Einstein. I was guess that, you're not was, I guess was, you're not smart enough. Was oh. that an Einstein? <laughs> 
Yeah, I just made an Einstein joke. Wow, I just want to point that out. I, yeah, can I get some points for that? Not just an Einstein joke, but like a, a specific, like, you know, thing about Einstein and his work. Yeah, yeah. you definitely, I got to give you like, I got to give you like, like seven points for that. Nice. Yeah. That's a, that's yeah, joke lambasting Einstein's lack of. <laughs> yeah, lack of creating a grand unifying theory. Yeah. Oh, Einstein. Sorry, Al. You just didn't. Couldn't, just didn't couldn't pull tie through. your shoes, and, mm-hmm. and couldn't, he couldn't come up with strings. He just mm-hmm. he, he was baffled by strings his entire life. Yeah. Shoestrings <laughs> and uh, elementary particles. Mm-hmm. That's another Einstein joke. <laughs> wow. Wow. Very nice. Kind of kind of easy. Apparently. Huh. Now let's talk about his hair. All right. <laughs> Take my hair, please. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. No, I love Einstein. I kid him because I love him. Right, yeah. No, we all do. Uh, all right, so what are we What are we talking about here? I think, do you have any more about this scene? I think we might be no. done with this scene. Um, please. That's right, you think he's taking him to Abaddon's safe house. Um, I'm wondering about that too. Like, I wonder if Saeed's going to be on board with this, like, go back to the island thing. They, they, he's doesn't seem like he even knows or cares about that. I think he's been too busy, you know, you know, plotting plotting international murders and uh, <laughs> and, and, and straight and blow drying his hair. <laughs> I love, I love I love Saeed when he has his hair like that. I, he's a, he's a silky assassin. Mm-hmm. I love it. He's too he's too smooth for comfort. I really I hadn't considered how much time it would take to uh you know, to uh to, to kill people and get your hair like that. I know. That's what he's I was thinking. You know, he's gonna go and, you know, track the guy down, you know, mm-hmm. find the guy on the golf course. You know, it's it's breezy on those golf courses. Mm-hmm. He got wet, you know, when he left. Yeah, when yeah, yeah. Came he, had to run, he, had to run, he had to run straight to the salon after that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you oh, know. <laughs> Maurice, help me with this hair. <laughs> you know, it's uh, you know, all fair and 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 love and hair and hair products. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that floppy hair, man. Uh, okay, so, so, <laughs> so basically, yeah, he's just, he's just had his hands full and, and had yeah. it, but it seems like he's, you know, I, I guess think that's why just, Locke, I think that's why Locke hasn't tracked, I don't think Locke necessarily tracked him down. I just think he knows about Locke, mm-hmm. um, and he knows he's dead, uh, of course it was in the newspaper, so it's not that hard to do that, uh, uh, I'm just trying to figure out where he's going to fit in here. I okay. Yeah. That's the other thing too. I don't know if maybe when he says they said he killed himself, maybe he's talking about the article or the yeah. you know, the obituary. Like maybe he's that's the they and and the context in which he's talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's kinda what I was thinking. Uh like they as in the invest the police or who the C S I or whoever it is that goes in there and determines what the cause of death was or whatever. Like, you know, as reported in the story, like, I, I thought that's what he meant. 
mm-hmm. by they. Uh, uh, so he's gonna he's gonna take Hurley. Okay, I really didn't I didn't know I really couldn't think of what he was gonna do with Hurley, but uh, I mean imagine if you know Hurley he takes Hurley to this this safe house or whatever. And Abaddon is there. Mm-hmm. Imagine, imagine how cool that scene would be. Yeah. You know, and Hurley's like, "What's he doing here, dude?" Mm-hmm. You know, like. Yeah, because Hurley will be instantly like frightened because he was yeah. really frightened by Abaddon, and <sighs> Abaddon could have been a little less like, I don't know, menacing. He could have been a little more friendly. He was friendlier to Locke than he was to Hurley. I, I, you know. If he had been a little more reassuring, maybe he wouldn't have got that reaction. And he and he I lied he, too. He lied about being an oceanic lawyer. Yeah. You know, like well, what is he gonna say? What he really is? Who even knows what that is? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think he I I mean that's the thing, I really don't think he was that menacing. I just think he comes off menacing. I think he was probably too pressing in turn I think he, he probably jumped on the are they alive too quickly and too hard. You know, but but I don't think he ever like was threatening Hurley. You know, he never can't. You know, like we're gonna kill you if you don't tell us, or or you know, even implying like you know the the place he's going to is you know is, is a prison or you know like you know. Yeah. If you just take on what if you just you know if you just look at the scene with you know out of context, I don't think he's you know re- is really menacing. You know, I think he probably is too pushy. Yeah. You know, if anything, he's too pushy about a very sensitive topic to Hurley. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. Because I think I think, I think you know they could have made him more menacing too. You know, it's and even with Locke, you know, I think they could have they could have made him more menacing. Yeah. You know, and threatening. If he was a real bad guy, he could be very very threatening. You know, if like if he really is Widmore and he really wants to. You know, if he's not going to take no for an answer, he could be he could be doing some really. That's the thing, stuff. though. If they, just for me, this is just like my my personal taste talking here. If he gets too specific with threats, he's not scary to me anymore. Like the vagueness of what he's about and what his plans are makes him scarier to me. Mm-hmm. You know, like if he actually said, you know, you but, better but you better scary, tell me. But that's the thing. He's scary to you because you it. it when he's vague and leaves open interpretations of what yeah. does he really have going on. But that's the thing. If you just take it at face value, he's, he isn't menacing and threatening. It's, it's, you know, it's the vagueness that, that is potentially threatening, you know, yeah. and I don't think he can be faulted for, for us thinking he's got bad intentions just because he's vague. Yeah. You know, I'm like, just saying like from a, from a writing point of view, if they actually had him say, uh, uh, you know, you. Uh, I work for Widmore, and if you if you don't tell me uh, if they're still alive, or if you don't give me information, then we're gonna kill you and your family. And if he had said stuff like that, like he would be, you know, he would be an obvious villain, but he wouldn't he wouldn't scare me. Like he scares me in that scene, and so I, I yeah. wouldn't I wouldn't like the scene as much if he well, if he more threatening. He he would be more he would be more threatening in a in a literal sense, but he, yeah, but I would be exactly. less I would feel less I would feel less afraid of him mm-hmm. if he if he made his intentions clear you yeah. know if I knew you know if he were Kimi like you know who who is a threat but who isn't scary to me because because you know what he's about yeah you know and and I think that's that's why I like. That's why I like that scene and a lock scene. Like I think they they kind of, 
you know, uh, let you uh, let you wonder about what his agenda is. Yeah, and it's and it's good because of that. I just think his agenda isn't bad. Right, right, just, right, right. Just right. because just because you know of how they paint his picture, I just don't think his agenda is bad. You know, I could be wrong, but that's just my you know, that's just where I think they're going with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I yeah, I I, I know. It'll be I it, it it could work. It could work really well. You know, they I I I could see that that coming out. Um cuz yeah, I mean either way, like whether we find out that he's good or he's bad or or some ambiguous thing, as soon as we find out his agenda, I think those scenes aren't going to have the same like Oh yeah, punch that they do, you know, because you'll just you'll know what's behind that, and so yeah, that's that's really you know here's well, a, here's a here's a thought of why he maybe he really doesn't work for Widmore is because you know he asks he asks he tells Naomi there are no survivors, right, and then he he asks Hurley are they still alive? I think in either case. If he works for Widmore, he should know some of the information, right? Like he should be a little privy to some of that stuff, or at least maybe know, you know, the circumstances of the island, and and you know, like I don't know. I I just feel like he's not really connected to like that kind, like that 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 information, you know, that he he should be if he's you know a Widmore guy. I guess I'm thinking that Widmore. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think Widmore knows, in a sense, that they're still alive. He has to because if if the island moved and he should he should know the island moved, yeah. Then he should know that there's probably someone still alive on the island when it moved. Yeah. Like I can't, you know, not he wouldn't believe that they got everyone off the island, including you know the host, you know the other mm-hmm. other like all the others. Yeah. And Ben and Ben was the one who moved it and he and so like the island is empty now. Like I don't believe Woodmore thinks that. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I agree. And I and I did also wonder about about, you know, that no there were no survivors. Um uh I mean I uh, just in general, I, I whatever his perspective is, I don't really understand that. Um but uh uh uh, but yeah, I agree. It, it it seems like he doesn't know enough to be working with Woodmore. Mm-hmm. Um, so so, and I yeah, I definitely highly, I have I have serious doubts that he works for Woodmore at this point. Yeah, me um, too. Uh, I'm not 100 convinced that his agenda is benevolent, but but yeah, there's I think there's good reasons to doubt that, and 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 he very well could turn out to just to just be the hero of the day or whatever. Uh, and that'll be that'll be interesting if you you know if they really go that way because they you know they they like to play around with stuff like that. I mean that you know that's what the Henry Gale thing was kind mm-hmm. of you know like where you know what are they really and really they try to do it with the boat people too. They do uh, it every chance they get. Yeah, <laughs> they really do. Yeah, so so this is this is another example of that and and uh, and their general pattern has been to go they're bad. So you know this would be a an opportunity for them to go the other way mhm, you know, uh, and that would be uh you know 'cause after like 
Ben's speech about, you know, what would I do? And, you know, I'd have people waiting for them and kill and trap them. And, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to believe, it was hard for me to believe that, like, as sinister as that was, this was, you know, this is just a regular guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And because I thought that, I thought, well, he is. They're going to surprise us. Mm-hmm. But uh, but they didn't. <laughs> and this time they could do that. They could they yeah. could they could sort of surprise me. Yeah, definitely. You know, because cause it cause it would. I I don't expect it. So. <sighs> okay. So. All right. Next scene. Yeah. You ready to? Uh, good. Scene um, two. Yes. Yeah, scene two. <laughs> that, one, that one was a bit loaded. Here we go. Let's see. On uh, we're back on the helicopter or the chopper, as you called it. Uh, Saeed wonders where the freighter is. So they're having, you know, they're in the middle of this fuel crisis. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Join, yeah. Join the rest of the world. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. If they only knew that the rest of the world was going through the same fuel crisis. <laughs> <laughs> Theirs is a little more urgent, but uh, mm-hmm. I'm pretty tired too. So true, so true. It's, funny. it's always nice when we can work in some. Uh, maybe this is a little political. Insight. Maybe, uh, maybe the writers are trying to. Uh, oh, look at that! It's a little political, you know. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think about that. We're running out of gas, or it's gonna yeah. be gone. Sawyer, Sawyer, who's from the south? Yeah. Where there's a lot of oil. Yeah. Know, we gotta make sacrifices. We're gonna have to give up some things. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really for our cho- hey, for our children. For you our know, children. Because he talks yeah. about you know, That's like right. for the future generation. This is just loaded with political <laughs> comments and social Who knew? commentary. And I thought this was just a silly action scene. I, no. I I never looked at it that way. Wow, I'm impressed now. I think uh, maybe C four has to do with you know. The fourth, you know, amendment to the Constitution. Oh, okay. You know, okay. which talks about uh, I don't know what it's. Yeah, I was for. gonna say this is. Yeah. You might be stretching it with this one, but I'll try. I don't even know what is the Fourth Amendment. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I know, I know one and two and five, <laughs> but I I don't know. Oh yeah, illegal search and seizures. Oh okay, know. okay. I see. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, anyway, uh, uh, yeah, the fuel's leaking, and, uh, Saeed's wondering where the freighter is, Frank notes that they don't have much fuel left, uh, Jack says to Kate that as soon as they get to the freighter, we'll go back for him, meaning Sawyer, um, and Hurley sees the freighter, look, there's the freighter, Hurley sees it, yay, and that's the end of the scene. Um... You know, that's the other thing that made me think that, you know, Sawyer had really made his choice to stay behind was because when, when, when Jack tells Kate we'll go back for him, she doesn't respond. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, she just is like, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. You know, she's not, that's not a sign of hope for her because I think she knows that he's, he is making his choice to stay behind. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Well, you know. That's that's yeah. That's probably how they view that. Uh, what else? Anything scene? else about this scene? I mean, this is kind of that's it. This is just a little transitional thing here. 
Hurley always gets to see stuff. I've noticed Hurley that. Hurley finds he's good at games, and he seems to locate things. Yeah. Yeah. I, they just they like to have him do that. I don't know why. I think it's because I think it's because like I don't know. At least in this scene, he you know he's he's a very excitable person. So mm-hmm. I just feel like it's like look, boss, the plane, the plane. <laughs> yeah, you know, like mm-hmm. give it to the give it to the guy who's crazy. You that's know. yeah, that's his role. You think yeah. Frank would have seen it? <laughs> yeah, I know. Frank really you know, should be looking. Yeah, you know, maybe has, you know, a bit of experience trying to mm-hmm. spot places to land. <laughs> yeah, one would hope. Most most of my favorite helicopter pilots uh, score very high on the figuring out a place to land mm-hmm, mm-hmm. aptitude test. You know, I, I you know, most people put that very high on the list. Yeah, that's the... I, I uh, think it should be. F O A P T L A T. What did you <laughs> What did you just spell? Figuring out a place to land aptitude test. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's what it is. All right. Well. Next scene. <laughs> On that note, uh, we will uh, we will charge forward. Uh, okay, the next scene is in the orchid. Uh, remember the orchid with Ben, Locke, and Kimi. Who's that? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. That's just what I wrote. So we'll figure it out later. Uh, Kimi's arm thing is blinking. Oh yeah, the arm thing. Yeah. Uh, Locke is worried about everyone on the boat dying. Uh, ben says that's not his problem. Uh, oh, right. So Kimi's been stabbed. Mm-hmm. Uh, stabbed in the neck. I forgot where we were. Yeah. So he's so Locke. Yeah. Locke worries about that. Ben says that's not his problem. This is. Yeah. Uh, Locke tries to stop the bleeding of Kimi's wounds uh, with a little whatever thing. Uh, Kimi says to Ben, uh, wherever you go. Widmore will find you. And uh, then Ben says, uh, not if I find him first. And uh, then Kimi dies, and the armband shows the red light. Ah! All right. So that's that scene. Um, Wherever you go, Widmore will find you. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know. Anything about this scene? Well, you know, I was I was surprised that um, Locke did not try to put the heart rate monitor on his arm. Oh yeah, yeah. To you know, to at least that that was my that would have been my first instinct. Okay, this guy is dying, you know, and his you know it's it's almost like when um, you know you're in an airplane and it's you know they tell you always always put on your air, air mask before assisting someone else. You know, um, you yeah, know that thing because you know if you have a kid or you're you know the person next to you, if you're trying to help them put on their air mask, you might pass out before. You know what I mean? If you want to actually help, you need to be in a position to be safe yourself first, mm-hmm. and then help somebody else. But so that's what it seemed like to me, where it's like, yeah, Kimi's dying, but 
what's really important, especially since he's a bad guy, is, like, making sure the bomb doesn't go off. So I really thought Locke was going to, like, try to take the heart rate monitor and put it on his arm or, you know, do something to sort of quickly make it seem like, you know, everything was okay. Yeah. Uh, but they didn't even get, they didn't even think of that, that you know, no. it's just like, nope, it's sorry. Too and not to say it would have worked, you know, but um, I thought it was something to, to, to think about as a, as a way to stop the thing from exploding. Yeah. I'd be worried about doing it before he died because mm-hmm. it might but go it, off early. Yeah, that's a, that, you know, and that's why I thought in the first scene when he, you know, the one before this, I think, you know, like I thought, okay, well, they're going to they're gonna see if they can keep him alive. But when it got to the point where he was obviously about to die, I thought, you know, yeah. now it's time to scramble and get this thing on you. Yeah. You know, and at least try it. Yeah. It, it's if you get it close enough, uh I mean if it went off I don't know, I'd probably try it anyway. It can't hurt at that point. Um just to hope that, you know, it'll register it as an interruption or something. Uh instead of like a death. Because, mm-hmm. uh, like, you know, you could imagine like maybe the thing would you know, he would move a certain way or something and it would like mess up or have some kind of little malfunction and maybe have some, like, protocol for that. I mean, at a certain point, like, it wouldn't, you know, it really won't hurt to just give it a shot. I mean, yeah, the worst that could happen is, you know, the thing blows up. Yeah, which, which is which it will, anyway. Which it will anyway, yeah. So, yeah, um, I didn't think about it at the time. When I was watching it, I just thought, oh, well, that's Kimi's armband. <laughs> like it'd be different if they had told us you know it's calibrated to his heart signature or something or like you know like it's you know we we don't really know what the limitations are so i assume that they would try to you know and Locke obviously doesn't either so i assume they would try to like you know you know it works on reading a heartbeat well you know it's probably not very discriminating in terms of the heartbeat yeah, uh, you know, so just you know, it's not even it's it's not even anything I thought that was really it didn't seem to be, you know, intricately connected to him, like you know, tied to his heart or something. Literally, like you know, like there's you know diodes or wires or something where like you just couldn't take it off of him. It just seemed to be a regular heart monitor. Yeah, it seemed like it was just taking a pulse. Yeah on his arm, and, yeah, I mean, different people, obviously your heart rate changes, you know, even if you're mm-hmm. one person, you know, varies depending on what you're doing, and, yeah, and, uh, uh, you know, so, and different people are going to have, you know, different heart rates for different situations, and so, you know, if this thing's really going to be a good device, uh, it should work, it should work with anybody. Uh, well, but you could, I was thinking you could have secu- a security measure where it's sort of calibrated to your heartbeat, though. Yeah. You know, like, you know I, could, I could see that. But, yeah, it should, at a default level, accept anyone, you know, Yeah. Uh, at first. But, yeah, it, they just obviously wanted it to just be a, you know, a final thing. Where, yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, their way around that was to, like, have the, at Michael's end, have him, like, cool the battery and buy them extra time mm-hmm. so that when it went off, it didn't have to go off for real just yet. Yeah. Uh, so, but of course, Locke doesn't know about that. No, he doesn't. 
But, yeah, one would wonder, like, if a thing, like, slipped or if something happened, like, you know, what if the thing was broken? Like, you know, just, I don't know. Mm -hmm. It just seems like a scary thing to not have some kind of, some kind of fail-safe or backup or something, you know. Yeah. Uh, because you you don't want it to go off accidentally. Yeah, you surely don't. You know. And that's the thing. He, you know, he fought Smokey with that thing on. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, it was, it was, you know, he could have gotten, he could have got shot or injured or hurt or, you know, when he was fighting Saeed, like, you know. Yeah. Anything could have happened to it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Thank you. (laughs) Oh, I just thought of something that is, it's a bit of a tangent. I don't know where else to fit it in, so maybe I'll just go ahead and say it while I'm thinking of it uh, so I don't forget it. Uh, Maybe we could talk just for for a second about the cabin fever uh, on the boat, that is. Mm -hmm. You know, like this, this, this affliction that they had on the freighter and, you know, like Regina jumping off the thing and, and, and Minkowski was going crazy and, you know, there, it was, it's seeming to just, you know, there was the, the stain on the wall in Desmond and Michael's room, like, mm-hmm. it, it really, I mean, I guess they just sort of established like something like this can happen, but it just, that, that plot didn't really come to fruition like I thought it might. Yeah. You know, it really, like, in the end, in the last few episodes, it really just didn't matter at all that that, that stuff had gone on. Yeah, I think they just, it was it was just atmosphere, and it was just illustrating the effects, you know, more about the effects of the island, and particularly the effects of the barrier. Yeah. And, uh, and that's all it was. I guess I just, I thought that, it would have consequences, like because they were going crazy, something would happen, you know, and it just, mm-hmm. it just didn't. It, you know, at a certain point, it was sort of irrelevant, you know, uh, that that had happened at all. Yeah. You know, and uh, so that's one of those things looking over the season that, like, I don't know, but yeah, I mean, they, they, they sort of established something about the island. Like we speculated that, you know, I think, I think rightly at this point that 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 you know might be. Uh, what the sickness is about, you know, mm-hmm. some some something along those lines that that the island can can give people in certain circumstances. Uh, I just I don't know. I really the whole thing with Regina Minkowski and I don't know. I mean, it just I I guess you know sometimes that's all those plot threads really do. They just kind of yeah you know hang there and and when they're done they're done. Uh, I just yeah I don't know I. It seems like they could have taken that out, uh, with the exception of like the constant, you know, uh, and and it wouldn't, it didn't really play that big of a role in the season. Yeah, I mean, there's a little bit of drama from it, but yeah, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't a, a big. I didn't, yeah, I thought it was going to come to more too, and it just didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that's uh, that's that. Mm-hmm. Um. Anything else about this scene? Locke should have put on the the band. I think we can agree on that. Yeah, at least try it. Yeah, yeah. It, it it may not have worked, and maybe they were thinking. I mean, obviously they wanted it to explode, so mm-hmm. 
So that's one of those things we talked about before. If, if something's going to happen and there's something that would have prevented it, they can't have them do it because they need a thing yeah. to happen. So, so there's that too. But then there's, then there's just, you know, logical considerations. Like it seems like you ought to try and fail mm-hmm. or something, you know. And maybe like Locke, you know, Locke didn't know who was on the freighter and, and I think, and I don't even know, I mean, I'm sure there's some people he would really be concerned about their safety, but he really doesn't have anyone that, like, you know, that you just know for certain he, he would, you know, give his life for or something like that, mm-hmm. you know, be overly concerned about that. So I think that's part of it, too, is, like, he really didn't know the gravity of the situation, you know, that, uh, although he, he did know that they were, or he overheard Ben tell uh, Jack, you know, that people are being ferried to the freighter. Oh. And and that, you know, um, and I don't know what they imagine. You know, I'm assuming they knew that, you know, when Jack and Sawyer and Hurley got in the helicopter, they would go to the freighter too. So, I mean, Locke should know some of his friends might be on there, you know. Yeah. Um, but he didn't seem to really do everything he could to, like, not make it explode. Yeah. They they try to make it seem like he cared, but uh, but he yeah, definitely he, cared. He definitely cared. Yeah, but he, yeah, he didn't he didn't really take very much action. Yeah. To to try to stop it. Um. Like he didn't say, you know, why Kimi is sitting there dying? He could, you know, how do I stop this? What do I do? You know, yeah. what? How can I? You know, he didn't, you know, because that's what they do a lot of times when the person who's responsible for something and is about to die, you know, you, you try to, like, figure out what that you can do. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. It, it would it would make sense. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. It's Locke, though. It is Locke. It is Locke. I... Yeah, I hope he comes back to us someday. <laughs> Can't wait. Body bag. Yeah, no, right. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> um, I actually thought Locke was was almost season one Locke some of the times in this episode. You know, in this finale, I thought you know he he sometimes he had that kind of like thing, and then sometimes he was just like bumbling. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it was it was ups and downs. Those things they did that made him look bumbling or dumb, like really, were frustrating to me. I just, you know, I, I <laughs> yeah, I, I would just I would have an easier time with his character if they would if they would cut those out <laughs> at a certain point. Out. You know, are they just gonna make him, you know, like that for good? Like that's just part of his character. Like I don't know, Mister Magoo. Yeah. Yeah, he really is. I don't know, it just, you know, in season one, they just didn't make him seem like that, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I don't know. It's frustrating. Uh, so, this thing about, you know, wherever you go, Widmore will find you. Um, is that really what it's about? Isn't it about the island? That's the thing. That's that's kind of what I was thinking. Um, I mean, we, you know, Ben was like in Widmore's apartment, and mm-hmm. it really didn't seem like Widmore tried to k- 
capture him. It seems like, you know, he even says the hunt's on, and like, you know, Ben says you'll never find it, and you know, it it's it seems clear to everyone but Kimi that that Winmore really wants the island. And I think I but and I think it works because I think. Kimi doesn't necessarily know the finer points of what's going on. Yeah, that's he w- true. He, w- he was paid to go find Ben, He and he thinks, well, you know, obviously Woodmore wants him to find Ben, so Woodmore wants Ben yeah. found. You know, and I think I think Kimi is just kind of, it's a, one of those lines where he's just saying this on his own accord, you know, and it's not like Woodmore's thinking, I'm going to find you, Ben, because mm-hmm. Woodmore, I think, really wants the island. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, his his concern with Ben, I mean, if Ben, uh, you know, if Ben had just grown up normal, never had any connection to the island, mm-hmm. you know, I don't think he'd want him. I think his his concern with Ben is, is just about, you know, it's related to, you know, his thing with the island. Yeah. You know, I think that's that's what it's about in the end. But, yeah, it, it, it makes sense that Kimi wouldn't know about that. I don't think he shared it with Kimi. But Kimi probably knows that he really wanted Ben. You know, obviously he's hiring, you know, these yeah. merc- these mercenaries and, you know, allowing them to, to do a lot of crazy uh, shit to get Ben. So, you know, uh, uh, that could give Kimi the impression that Widmore will do anything to find Ben. Yeah. And, you know, I have to say, I thought, like, I mean, maybe they didn't want another big fight scene because, you know, I don't think, you know, Ben could really win a fight against Kimi. But um, but it was just kind of like, you know, I don't know. I don't I don't love how Kimi sort of ended up dying, just sort of, you know, Ben getting the jump on him and, you know, beating him a couple times with a stick and then stabbing him in the throat. Mm-hmm. It was a very quick end for Kimi, you know. Yeah. He, I mean, he had his big fight with Saeed, but it was yeah. he didn't really he didn't really get the round two. I thought that that, that Kimi probably thought he was going to get, you know. Yeah, that's true. It was really quick. Yeah. But yeah, between him and Ben in like a fair fight without the element of surprise, uh, I mean, I think Kimi takes Ben out easily. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. But Ben's got his ninja stick. <laughs> That's right. Forgot about that ninja stick. God. Which was which was laying a, which I, I I think it's a Hatori Hanzo ninja stick. Oh, it's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> is it now? I think Ooh, it is. I, uh, that's interesting. We uh, well, we did we did find out that it's laying next to Jack in the pilot. So isn't it though? Um, so that that adds a lot of new interesting questions to the show uh, about you know the origins of this of this stick and what that means for uh, you know for Jack and and for Ben and and for the stick. Mm-hmm. More importantly. The Jack Ben stick uh, triangle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess they just wanted Ben to have a weird weapon. He definitely has a weird weapon. Yeah, I've, not, I've never really seen anybody use a device like this. Telescopic baton. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's just, it's just an odd piece of work. Uh, all right, next scene. Next scene. Uh, what happens? Let's see. 
Where are we? So this is the 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 Kimi just died, so the thing is beeping. Oh so it yeah, should be on the, it should be back on the boat now. That's right. Yeah, back on the boat. Uh, the thing with the green light flips to red. You know that little box with the two lights and the antenna and the shit on it. The 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 radio receiver. Thank you. I or I transceiver. I call it the thing with the lights. The thing with the lights. The technical term. Yeah. <laughs> I could not think of the name. Yeah, receiver. That that would have worked. I, I could not. That was tough. Okay. Anyway, uh, the uh, the green light flips to red, which indicates that uh, you know that the bombs uh, been it should it should be detonating now uh, if everything were uh, uh, were as intended, but it but it doesn't because of what Michael did uh, with the nitrous oxide. No, nitrogen, liquid nitrogen. Uh, Michael suggests that Desmond and Jen leave because uh, they have about five minutes left in the tank. Uh, uh, Jen tells Desmond, Jen tells Desmond to go and decides to stay behind and, and try to solve this himself, I guess. Uh, Michael continues to uh, to blast the battery with the liquid nitrogen. The the helicopter approaches uh, the freighter. Desmond. Uh, uh, leaves the bomb room, ground zero, and returns, runs up to the to the main uh, deck of the boat, and he sees the helicopter arriving, and he tries to wave the helicopter away uh, on account of the bomb. Uh, uh, Jack, uh, we we go on the helicopter, and Jack says, "Did he say bomb?" And uh, uh, Frank says uh, it doesn't matter because they're out of fuel, uh, which Desmond doesn't know. Uh, the helicopter uh, approaches the freighter some more. Michael continues to blast the battery. Desmond yells at Saeed that they have to get off the boat now. Uh, uh, I guess they landed. I don't know. I, I didn't write this very well. Uh, I guess they're on the boat now because uh, Desmond's yelling at Saeed that mm-hmm. they have to get off the boat now. Uh, Frank and Desmond tape up the fuel hole leaks. Uh, uh, Saeed refuels the helicopter. Sun watches. Uh, Kate, uh, Kate goes over to Sun. Uh, Sun is worried about Jen. Uh, Kate, Kate tells Sun to get the baby on the chopper and Kate will get Jen. Michael is almost out of the nitrogen. Jen is unable to disable the bomb. Michael tells Jen to get out of there, reminding him of his baby. Jen agrees and leaves and begins to run to the deck, as Desmond did earlier. Frank starts up the chopper. Jen continues to run. It's, it's, it's quite a run to get out of there. Uh, uh, oh, God, what's going on? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jen, okay. The extras put on life jackets. Uh, 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 Frank tells Jack that they have to leave now. Jack stops Kate from going to get Chin because he's not leaving without her. Jack takes Kate to the helicopter. The helicopter lifts off, uh, uh, containing uh, the people who were on there before and Desmond and son and baby. Uh uh, the helicopter's already lifted off, and Jin uh, comes onto the deck. He emerges. Uh, Jin waves at the helicopter, and Sun screams for Jin, and Frank says they can't go back. Uh, 
Uh, Michael's nitrogen tank runs out. Uh, we hear we're, we're in ground zero now. We hear the whispers. Uh, Christian Shepherd appears and says, you can go now, Michael. Michael says, who are you? And the freighter explodes. Sun screams. We see the freighter sink. Sun screams that they have to go find Jen. The other people in the helicopter try to restrain Sun, who is freaking out. Jack uh, calms her down somewhat by saying he's gone. Uh, Sun starts to cry. Uh, Jack tells Frank to fly them back to the island. Sun screams again. End of scene. Woo! Yeah, that was, that was kind of a mess to try to write down. There's a lot of shit going on there. Yeah, that scene is like five minutes, and it's just all action. Yeah. Yeah, people telling other people to go do this, and people running this, around. No, you do that. No, yeah. no, yes, yes. You go do this, and I'll go do that. And no, you better not do this, because I'm going to do that. And you better be over there, because I have to be over here. And mm-hmm. Oh, God, yeah, it was, it was exhausting. To well, just... anyone think of the children. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, um, uh, all right, what do, what do we say about this? We got, what Nothing. do you got? Nothing. Um, well, okay, so, what do I have to say about this? Well, it was odd to me, you know, Jen decided to stay behind to help, but he, he like, knows the, like, I, I would, I would venture almost the least about the bomb. Yeah. You know, I didn't understand why he was, he, he, you know, Desmond, you know, he's like, he takes Desmond's, like, you know, uh, schematics or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, and, and like, he, he's going to figure something out real quick. Mm-hmm. You know, that that was weird to me. That I, I thought that was a little, a little weak as an excuse on to why, basically, Jen dies. Right. <laughs> Uh, that directly leads to his death, that decision to stay those extra couple minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so I thought that was, I didn't really like that. I thought that was a little weak, you know. It'd be different if, like, he, you know, if it was Desmond or someone who, you know, or or Jin was the one who drew the schematics or something, you know, like, he just had no real connection or, or to me, no real ability to figure out how to defuse that thing. Like, if they hadn't done it by then, they weren't going to be able to do it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I agree. Um, and I also didn't like, um, I you know, Des, uh, Jen and uh, Michael, you know, they, they did, uh, you know, I thought they would have more of a goodbye than that. You know, mm-hmm. like, I thought they should, you know, they. I mean, Michael should realize that, like, if he's the one staying, he he might die. He, yeah, he's got a good chance of dying. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? He's the one staying... He's gonna to try to do this because he knows that once that liquid nitrogen goes out, there's there's no hope. Uh, so I don't know. I, I expected a little bit more of a goodbye, at least a handshake, if not a hug. Because mm-hmm. they, I mean, and they obviously grew apart, but like, you know, they did have I think quite a bit of history, especially for the. I mean, who who else would be Jen's? You know, I, I think Jen Michael was probably closer to Jen than anyone else got. You know, in terms yeah. of just like friends. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, so I was a little disappointed with that, you know. I mean, they obviously didn't know that was going to be the end of them both for, for real, but they knew that it was a possibility, so I thought, like, it was, it's still reasonable for them to have, to be, you know, 
goodbye, Michael, you know, like, for real, and, you know, yeah. like, really settle that. Mm-hmm. Not just kind of leave it up in the air. You know, or, you know, tell, you know, Jen says something, of, you know, about getting, Michael getting back home to Walt or something, you know. Uh-huh. Like, you know, something where it's like, because this is a big moment, you know. It is, yeah. This is a big moment. So I expect a little bit more from that, but um, what else in this long, long scene? Um, I think, well, and I guess we can blame Jack, of course, for, you know, Jack gets the blame for Jen dying. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean... I, it was really, it was really bad too because you know, or unfortunate too that you know, if if Son didn't have to, you know, keep up with Aaron, she would have been down there with Jen and would have gotten Jen sooner. Yeah. But by the fact she had to keep Aaron, she couldn't go down there. And then when Kate came, you know, Kate, you know, basically said she's going to go get Jen, which is why, which is the only reason why Son went on the the, the helicopter. Yeah. You know, she so she trusted Kate to go find her husband. And and then of course Jack comes along and and tells Kate you know not to go and and you know she, Kate didn't put up a huge protest not at you all know, I think I think it, it sort of plays like she was she was sort of you know sidelined by Jack saying I'm not going to leave without you like that kind of got to her emotionally and she was just like thinking about that as you know he drug her along um, because it's like it's a it's a big deal that she you know said she was going to go get Jen, and, and, and she let Jack, like, And she didn't even get not. to the door. Yeah, she didn't even get to the door. She didn't say, no, he's down there. I we You know, I promise, son, you know, mm-hmm. like, but, you know, like, he didn't, he just was like, I'm not going to leave you. It doesn't matter what you're doing. Yeah. You know. And, and she, like, she's the kind of character that, like, you know, will normally put up a fight about something like that. Yeah, which is why I think, you know, when he said, I'm not leaving without you, like, I feel like, at least, I think Evangeline Lilly sort of plays it off like she... She's affected by that line, yeah. You know, and uh, and I think and and I think that's you know short of that, I think yeah, she would be hard pressed to be convinced not to go get him. Yeah, you know, but I think that that kind of caught her off guard, you know. Mhm. But um, yeah, no, I, that's how it plays. That's yeah. how it plays. It it, it kind of bugs me, but yeah, it definitely it definitely bugs me because you yeah it's. He was right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that trip from the bottom to the top like seems so long. Like, yeah, I, I I believe that it would be, but like from previous episodes, I guess because it wasn't an issue to like mm-hmm. quickly travel from one place of the freighter to another. It never, it just never seemed to me like it was such a long trip from I was the surprised. engine room to the top. I was surprised that it took them that long. I really thought they were just like you know just they were the next deck down or something. Yeah. You yeah. know, and, but yeah, no, he it took him a while to get there, and um, you know, I'm kind of surprised too. He didn't, um, he didn't jump off this jump overboard or something. I mean, obviously he didn't have a lot of chance, but, but um, you know, and those other guys down there. Oh, too, you mean Jen? Those, those red shirts, yeah, Jen. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, if a helicopter is leaving me and I'm on a ship that's about to blow up. I might take my chances diving after the helicopter into the water. Mm-hmm. You know, as scary as that would be, yeah. you know, diving off a ship. Uh, but yeah, it's, you don't want to be on that boat when it explodes. Not at all. You did see him putting on those those life jackets 
briefly. Yeah, yeah. The um, red shirts were putting on life jackets. I was there was like more people than I thought were still on the freighter too. Yeah, I thought like I don't know. I thought you know because Kimi's men were a fair number of people, and I thought like there weren't that many people really left on the freighter between mm-hmm. the captain dying, the doctor dying. Yeah. You know, like, you know, Most of the other people, people we knew were them. like, <laughs> yeah, either not there or dead. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I agree. I, it did seem like there were a lot more people, uh, there. Um, yeah. I, I also wondered like how many, how many of the camp, of the of the losties were on the boat, you know how many trips did yeah. they make? You know how you know if those people are all dead. Like how you know how many are left? Uh, that was something I I was wondering afterwards. You well, know. Dan made at least he made one trip, I guess, huh? Was it just one trip? I guess so. I don't know. Well, Sun went on the first trip. So that was one. Then he came back. Yeah, he came back, and Juliet said she was going to get the next group ready. And yeah. I think Dan. I think Dan was really just taking the second group. Is that right? I guess so. Oh, okay. I thought it was I more than that, but I mean, he he might have he might have taken an extra group. I just don't think it was that. I don't think he did more than two. I mean, I, yeah, I don't think yeah. I think this would have been his third at the most that he was taking. Yeah. Okay. But I think it might have might just have been a second because we know Sun went on the first one, and I thought right after Dan came back was when he talked to Juliet and said everyone has to get off the island, like we all have to leave. You know, he told Miles and, and Charlie we got to leave. And I thought that was when he and then he you know got the next group ready, which is the group he gets like stranded with. Right. And the island yeah. disappears. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was the second group. Yeah. Okay. All right. I I don't know. I I, I had the impression it was like a lot more than that. Yeah. I don't. I, I know you don't, don't see know. it, but I guess I thought like I thought that off screen there had been like multiple trips. Mm-hmm. You know. That's that's what I was thinking, and that like I actually thought I actually thought everybody was on the freighter originally. I thought everybody was on the freighter except like a few people. Mm. You know, I thought it was like all the red shirts, but like those six that end up with Dan at the end. Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking, but like it's yeah, it really could just be two, and so that then just like six red shirts are there. Or five, yeah, right. or five, I guess. The, yeah, you know, five. Since, since Son and Aaron were one of them, so that's not even. I like. I guess I was thinking maybe the red shirts were just like not going to be part of the show anymore. Mm. You know. That they yeah, were, I think they still left some people on the island. Yeah, they they did. I mean, they've at least got those six with Dan. Yeah. You know, even if even if the rest of them are dead. Yeah. So yeah, they're not they're not done, but. uh yeah, I just I don't know. I guess I thought it would just it would just be a different it would just be a different world on the island. Mm-hmm. You know, uh like the idea that, you know, a lot of those background people died. But yeah, it could go the other way where just very few of them died. Yeah. <laughs> and there's barely a difference. Um oh yeah, and the the red shirts that that were with Locke died too. I think I was thinking that too, like that they were just cleaning house. Yeah, that's true. These, like, stragglers. Locke had a lot of people killed. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, they just lined up to die. Um, yeah, this, uh... So, um... Uh, so you think, uh... And I agree that, that, uh... Uh... That, that Michael and Jen are, are dead. Is that, um, uh... I think Michael's dead. Um, you think Michael's dead? Okay. And I think Harold Perrineau is very upset about it. Well, there's that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess if you factor that in, it seems pretty clear that he's supposed to be dead. Yeah. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I still think Jen is dead. I thought he was dead from the first moment we considered it. Um, mm-hmm. I, I still hold out hope only in the sense that, um... That I'm being irrational, I guess. <laughs> okay. Uh, because I think he's dead. Um, I really do think he's dead. But um, he, you know, the way you know he was sort of, you know, from where he was when we last saw him to where we saw the explosion, looks like he would have gotten blown up very easily, you know. But uh, but if he somehow managed to make it overboard or get sort of close, or maybe he, the explosion threw him over. I think there's a chance that he could be alive, uh, but I really, really just think he's dead. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. Uh, I think he. I think. Yeah, I definitely think Michael's dead. But yeah, I think. I think he's dead too. Uh, but yeah, there's. I. I uh, unlike with Michael, I think there's a glimmer of a chance that that they'll have him live. I've seen numerous people point out what is. I don't know if it's relevant or not, but that he, that, that there was a similar circumstance with him in season one when the raft blew up, you know, Mm -hmm. and and Jen disappeared and then showed up later, you know, alive. Yeah. Uh, So they, so they've sort of done that trick. It was obviously a much smaller explosion (laughs) that he lived through, but, uh, but it was the same kind of thing where you, you know, the thing blew up, you didn't see what happened to him and then he just turns up on the island so yeah. you know they they could they could pull that trick again. Um, for me, I don't know. I I I just I like the Sun and Jin story better with him dead. I like I don't want him to be dead, but I just think I just find the story more satisfying if you know they 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 reconcile and they fix the marriage, but it can't. It just everything can't be roses in the end. It, mm-hmm. it, it ends up you know they end up paying a price anyway, and it's sad. But I just I like that story better then, you know, oh, she thinks Jin's dead, but he's not, and they live happily ever after. Like, that's, that mm-hmm. would be disappointing to me. Well, the only thing, the only thing, I, I agree. I think that would be disappointing, and I, I don't want that to happen, and I think it works better with him dead, especially the way they portrayed it, you know, with her crying at the funeral and her being up, you know, yeah. blaming people for his death and things like that. I just, I don't think she thinks he's alive, even if oh, he's alive. Yeah, she definitely um, doesn't think he's alive. But I think if, if she has to come back to the island like everyone else, I, I could see them... I get. I don't see them like getting off the island and living happily ever after together ever. Like that's not. I don't think that could happen. But I could see you know them reuniting if he is alive. Them and, and if they have to be on the island, I could see them living on the island happily ever after. Ah, okay. Which which isn't you know the the ideal circumstance because isn't quite they, perfect. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I could see that, but I but like I said, I think he's dead. Okay. Um, you know, but it, it, unless they're just going to surprise us. And I just don't, I don't see why they would. Yeah. 
you know, I think it makes sense for him to be gone at this point. Other people died, you know, like yeah. not everyone can just, you know, live happily ever after and not yeah. end up dead. I mean, they kill people all the time. They do, yeah. It just, yeah, it hasn't happened in general. So, so yeah, we've got, yeah, they kill a lot of people. So, yeah, and I, I just, I don't know. I just think the Sun Gen story works better that way. But, you know, I think I think the door's open for them to do it, you know, for them to say that, that he, you know, jumped off or, you know, somehow got out of there and, mm-hmm. you know, and then he ends up on the island. And I didn't think about them living. Like, why would they live there instead of leaving? The, the idea is they're well, supposed to be there, I guess. Uh, yeah, they're I mean, not, like, if, not if, supposed if, to leave. If Sun has to come back, like the rest of them have to yeah, come back, okay. then, then yeah, then she would just have to. I be didn't there. think about. I forgot about that whole thing. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah, that 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 would make sense. Mm-hmm. I I definitely think Sun thinks he's dead. I mean, that's that seems yeah. really clear from this scene. I mean, she's you know she's doing enough freaking out that she 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 thinks there's a good chance he's he's dead here. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I yeah, I mean. So, so yeah, even that, you know, whatever whatever doubt there was, I mean, it, it seems pretty clear from this scene um, that that's not the case. Uh, okay, so let's see. Yeah, we talked about Kat. I mean, Kate. Uh, <laughs> Did you uh, say Kat? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I was, I was reading my notes. Uh, so you can't read. Uh huh. Well, I wrote. I I. It was a typo. Mm, uh, so you can't type. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's it's one of the other bad thing about you. you no, know? I want I want Which nothing to go wrong somehow. I want there no, to be no be, weak link. <laughs> no, there's gonna be something. So you you decide what you, what what the problem is. It's up to you. You either can't read or you can't write. Which one is it? <laughs> is there no way I can get away with neither? Can it just be? What if it's the computer's fault? What if I push the key and and what if it what if okay, you're right. No. You're right. No. No. <laughs> I'll just go with uh I'll just go with uh a little bit of both. Okay. Yeah. That seems that seems like the truth to me. All right, I'm by that. Um yeah, anyway, we talk about the thing with Kate. Uh <laughs> Uh, yeah, her whole, yeah, here you... Or did you mean Kat Thurin? <laughs> there you go. That saves me. I should have just said that. That Yeah. yeah I can't say that's what I meant now, but <laughs> I should have. Well, we can go edit the podcast. There you go. Can, that's perfect. We can make it, make it what you meant. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like that. I really meant Catherine. K- mm. K-A-T. There we yeah. go. I'll just, we'll we'll start there. That works, and then I'll cut out what I'm saying right now. Good. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, we covered that situation. Um, Sun Jin. Yeah, Jin's thing. It does. Yeah, I, I did want something a little more. I think Sawyer got a little better reason to kind of jump out of there. Um, yeah. It, it felt more. It felt righter, if I may. Because uh, I think in general, like that's that's the problem with these flash forwards, and you know we know, you know we know Sawyer's not going to be a part of the Oceanic Six, and and when this 
when this uh, thing is impending where it's like, okay, you know, we need to reduce the weight, and here's, you know, everybody on this helicopter is Oceanic 6 but Sawyer and the, mm-hmm. and the pilot, uh, so, you know, it's like I'm thinking, okay, yeah, you, you, you know, they cut to him like he's going to jump out. Yeah. Um, uh, but it, like, it played okay to me. It didn't feel, it didn't feel forced to me. It didn't feel, like, unnatural, you know, felt, I, yeah, because he was making a decision that he didn't have to make. You yeah, know, he he. They could have just, you know, can they? I, they probably would have. They could have made it. You know, who's to say they would have? You know, that he really that you know mm-hmm. his weight really saved them. Probably helped a lot. Yeah, but uh, but there's no telling. They could have made it even if he did stay. But yeah, that yeah, exactly. It is nice that even though we know he isn't. He he. Not only does he not want to leave the island, but he he shouldn't leave the island because he's not one of the Oceanic Six. Mm-hmm. Even though we know, yeah, how that plays out, um, or what the outcome is, the way it plays out is still satisfying. Yeah. You know. Yeah, like just you know, for contrast, um, uh, the whole thing with uh, with with the doctor getting his throat slit, like, and thrown overboard, like, mm-hmm. you know, um, it just. That just felt like really off to me. It, just, it was just like, here's something we got to do. Yeah. Here, let's do it real quick. Yeah, exactly. And like looking back, like that went nowhere. Went nowhere. You know, like it just didn't matter at all. And like the whole thing about the time differences, like that played no role in this episode. Mm-mm. You know, there was never an issue. I mean, they even have this scene coming up here with Sawyer and Juliet, like looking out and seeing the boat, and you know. Like I, I don't know. The whole thing about the time difference, just like, it just seemed to cease to matter. Mm-hmm. You know, like it, like it got shut off or something. You know, I, I don't know. I don't it, know. Yeah, it, it's weird it's, too. Just looking at like, you know, when when Sawyer and and uh, Juliet are looking at the boat, you see it like flaming in the distance. But in the shot, you know, with uh, you know, with the helicopter when it blows up, like it sinks really quickly. Mm-hmm. You know, it sinks fairly quickly, and there's you know no real smoke coming from it because it's all sunken. Right. <laughs> you know, so it's like, what are they looking at? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know if we're supposed to believe that the the boat got within the barrier or something, and and that's why there's no. You know, there's no time difference or something. Oh. But, you know, we, we ran into that problem before of, you know, if you had a telescope and looked at it, the opposite yeah. boat, like, would you, what would you see? And, yeah. Um, you know, I don't know what the answer is. Yeah, it seems like it seems like the answer is, you know, everything's normal unless it's not. Yeah. You know? In this circumstance, it would be ridiculous if, like, every time they did a ferry, they went, like, back in time or something, <laughs> like, you know. Like, yeah, he was just... like, okay, people, before we go, you need to think about your content. Okay, yeah, yeah. Everyone, everyone have their content? All right. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that would just get so cumbersome, and uh, and it just didn't make sense to, like, mm-hmm have that and so I think they just maybe the idea is that they moved inside the barrier. I, I didn't really think about that. I, I, I thought that I thought that they weren't moving the boat because the the transmitter was blocking the farther well, order. They they couldn't get they couldn't get close enough to the island to actually, you know not dock, but you know, really get close. He's 
he basically they they mentioned he said it and later I think somebody else mentioned that he's gonna get as close as he can basically mm-hmm. without without hitting the reef. So the idea was they got closer. I think Dan said something like that, like the boat's moving closer so it won't take as long for next trip. I think he told Juliet that or something. Yeah. Uh, so the idea is the boat did get closer. It just couldn't get you know really really close. Uh, yeah. Because of the reef, because of that transmitter, because of the yeah. C four, because of Kimi, because of the armband, because of the okay, I'm done. I see. <laughs> I see. So so okay, potentially they're inside the the barrier, and then and then the, and then that would work. It's a good excuse. Um, and if Jen, you know. If Jen turns up later and the boat was inside the barrier, then you know I'll buy I'll buy that more. Mm-hmm. You know, because I feel like maybe that's what you know gets transported later. Now we didn't necessarily, if I remember correctly, we don't we don't necessarily have any evidence that the the new the guy who's piloting the boat knows the the right bearing to go on. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, he does because they the Desmond. They, they, oh, that's right. That's the dollar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ignore what I said. We're complete opposite. I totally remember that now. Yeah, it was a. Yeah. I forgot about it until you said that it wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, that's why I said it wasn't there, so you could remind us both that it was. Well, that was very good. Yeah. Very, very well. There's always a reason. There's always well a reason. timed. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. Uh. So. So. So that might. That might, and that changes my perspective on Dan too. Actually, uh, me too. I, I think I think there's a very good possibility that uh, when the island disappeared, it took Dan with them, Dan's yeah. boat, and 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 also the mini island. Because I, yeah, you know, I was I, I you know I've been hoping that someone <laughs> would land on that GD mini mm-hmm. island. So, you know, ever since we heard about the runway, I'm just like, yeah, the runway, do it. Somebody use it. Go. And they've mentioned it, and it's and it's been, you know, like, it's been, to me, a couple times this season, like, I, I like, oh, here, they can do the mini island. Oh, yeah, they land on the mini island. And it just has never happened. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the fact that they could, they you know, they just crashed and, and didn't find the mini island. I thought it would have been perfect if they found the mini island and landed on it in this episode, you know, when they needed it. Yeah. Um, well, and, uh, and then like Penny's Penny's boat or something finds that island, and and that's mm-hmm. how they, you know, whatever. But I, I'm assuming the mini island went with the the main yeah, island. Yeah, I mean it was close enough that you'd expect it to be in the barrier. So you know, uh, they 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 brought it up, and so I'm I'm taking that to mean that uh, yeah, that it went along also. Mm-hmm. That it's part of the it's part of the island that you know whatever the island is. You know that that's that's. You know there was a station over there. Like it's it's yeah. It's, it's somehow connected to that. Even if it's just because it's in that radius. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Um. Okay. So what about the whispers and Christian and Michael? Yeah, I'm just gonna say that. Um. Well, I definitely like this scene. You know, I like. Christian showing up and telling Michael he can go now and mm-hmm. um and but you know it, yeah I don't know I don't know what to say about it it seems to confirm to me that that he couldn't go before this so you know all mm-hmm. that stuff about about him not 
not being killed and not killing himself and all that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it provides like some kind of some kind of support for that. You know. Yeah. Um. Uh. And support for him dying now. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Uh. Um. And it gives me a different. I don't know. I like the idea that it's Christian, you know, who who's been seen in Jacob's cabin, you know, who's who's, you know, playing the role of a spokesman for Jacob, like, you know, the idea that 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 that's who's responsible for Michael, like I don't know, that's not really what I expected. Well, I get the sense he's more he's uh, two things I think are going on here. One, I feel like the writers have maybe decided that they like Christian to be in this this emissary role, you know, like to be the face of the apparitions or the, the Jacob's right-hand man or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they like, they seem to like that, you know, and I, and I wonder if, cause all of a sudden he's just, he's the, he's the go-to guy now, you know, he's, it's not like we see him sometimes every time, you know, we're always seeing him in this position and uh and yeah i think so i think that might be going on where they they want to just use him more uh, cuz we haven't seen jacob since you know we saw him that one time mm-hmm. uh potentially he's the eye we saw in the cabin when yeah, yeah, we saw that's the my cabin theory. he's he's the eye man you know but um but besides that like um i i don't know what else they're doing with that um i don't yeah but i don't really think he's necessarily in control i feel like he's 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 more like like I said the emissary, you know. Yeah, I know. Uh, I mean, I was still viewing him. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like if he's talking, it's it's Jacob. It's for Jacob. Mm-hmm. You know, and like I guess I didn't. I just didn't think Jacob was responsible. Maybe I should have. I just I thought it was more like the island. <laughs> if that I think is, it is the island. If that's even separate, I mean, I I'm still like trying to figure out what. <laughs> You know, but yeah, I, I guess in the end they probably won't. They probably won't say, "Well, this was what the island wanted, and this is what Jacob wanted." And I think they're the same because I don't. I really just I don't think they're going to say that the island has its own conscious will, on, you know, unto itself. Yeah, I think the conscious will of the island is embodied by Jacob. Yeah, it makes you more know? sense. It's a lot cleaner, and that that's that's probably what they're doing. I just yeah. I don't know. Part of me is just like. You know, I just feel like there's there's those two, and then there's Smokey, and and they're all just they've all got their own agendas, and I don't know. <laughs> I I don't think that's going to turn out to be true, though. No. Uh, I just I don't know. For some reason, it was I was surprised to see Christian. Maybe it was just that it was him. Maybe. maybe no, that. I mean I was surprised too. I was surprised to see him. I was well, I was surprised in general, but yeah, I was surprised that it was Christian. Oh, he was another person that you could see in the credits. I knew we'd see him sometime. Oh. You know, because yeah, that was. Uh, no, I forgot to mention that when I talk about spoiler credits, uh, he was one of the names in there. So I knew like Christian Shepherd would show up somehow, but like, you know, I figured it'd be, you know, it'd be someone you'd expect more. Yeah. You know, this is this is not where I thought we'd see him. Speaking of seeing Christian, I wonder if Sawyer will ever see him and like recognize oh. him from like the bar in Sydney. Yeah, oh, that'd like, be you're weird. Jack's dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sawyer doesn't usually get like all that fun stuff. 
No. He had that thing with the boar. He saw Kate's horse. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he did. That horse. Oh, God. Yeah. And the frog. Was the frog supposed to be? Oh, God. The fucking frog. Oh, no. Man, that was terrible. That was really bad. Wow. That was a waste of time. Total waste of time. They were they were twiddling their thumbs back then sometimes. They didn't know what to do. Hey guys, ping pong tournament. Yeah. Ugh. <sighs> but yeah, that he does at least have some connection to him. So he, you know, it, it wasn't that long ago. He he seemed to put it together that it was Jack's dad. Mm-hmm. Um. So so you know, Christian Shepherd. I agree. I think they've decided that he's like. You know the go-to guy for this role, because um, I think they're they're kind of holding back Jacob for the moment. Um, yeah, I think they they I think they are yeah pulling back the reins on on Jacob, and I, they probably were like we're we're going too far, you know, with this too quickly, you know, because I think Jacob, you know, talking about Jacob a lot is is I think long term, you know, to being like yeah. it's it's going to get into the real meat of what's going on. I think they want to downplay that. Or slow mm-hmm. play that I should say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. It's a, it's a it's a big it's a it's a big thing. I mean, they've even said that. It, it's pretty clear from the show, though, that that yeah, that's that's one of the big things about the show is 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 what's up with Jacob. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I so the whispers uh, that we hear before we see Christian in this scene, um. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know what to say about him, but I just the whispers are just maybe I can bring this up. There's this interview with David Fury um uh on Lostpedia right mm-hmm. now and uh you know, feel free to go read. I read it. It's pretty interesting. It's you know, he was a writer in the first season and uh uh he hasn't watched the show since then pretty much. I mean, he's apparently just seen, like, a few. So he pretty much just knows, like, the first season. You know, he was around in the writer's room back then. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and he has his perspective on on what the explanations for certain things were in his mind, like, back then. And uh, uh, so um, uh, one of the things that, that gets brought up is the whispers. And he said, you know, basically confirming Claude's theory that Originally, uh, the idea of, of the whispers was that it was the others whispering. <laughs> like, as simple as that, you know, that yeah. what Danielle said, you know, that, that it was the others whispering, that was true. She was dead on. You know, he wrote that episode, too. Yeah. Uh, so that was it, like, period. You know, and the other thing he adds is that, you know, in their minds, in his mind at least, and presumably in theirs, in season one, the others were like, they appeared to be, mm-hmm. you know, they were the, the island hillbillies, you know, uh, uh, you know, living off the land and, and, you know, going around barefoot. And he, he's, he seems to say in his mind like that, that was true at that point, that, that it was a decision made at a certain point to, to deviate from that and not make the others that, Yeah. you know, um, so they didn't, they didn't have that plan from the beginning. Um, that, you know, when I read that, like, it, it sort of clicked for me, like, why that whole plot seemed weird. 
Yeah, why is he really bad? Because yeah. it just doesn't, yeah, it doesn't make sense. Because they just, you know, they just, they basically retconned it without telling anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, they made it seem like, you know, they they wrote it in there where where it would it would sort of like work, but you know, when when Tom appears, you know, at the end of season 1, like I don't we're not supposed to think at that point, you know, that that they're really faking it. You know, mm-hmm. and this this whole thing about fake beards and theatrical glue and all that stuff like that like now I understand why that seems so like Yeah, that's why I was like, Oh look, you know, Kate finds the beard and the stuff yeah. and like it was just such a like, Oh yeah, they're dressing up, okay, whatever and like yeah. she never tells anybody and it was never like a de- you know, like yeah, it was just yeah, it didn't add up. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And like now knowing that, you know, they're originally gonna go with the others being like they seem to be, like it's weird. Like I, I just you know, it gives me it gives me a different idea of, of you know, how little of the show's direction they really had in mind, mm-hmm. you know, in and, and and those days. Like, the, you know, that, that you know, besides, like, you know, stuff we know about, like Ben and, uh, uh, you know, other things that, that, you know, we know they've, they've kind of improvised as they go. Like, I always assumed with Ben they were going to do a character like Ben and just decided to make him Michael Emerson, you know. But, like, with this it makes it seem like they really have a, just – made drastic changes in the direction of the show, like midstream, you know, yeah. and that's, that's, I mean, that, I don't know. That, because I think they wanted, I think they wanted Ben to be more than that. You know, I think they didn't want Ben to just be a guy who's just an Island hillbilly, the leader mm-hmm. of the Island hillbillies. Yeah. They wanted him to have a much further reach and, and, and be in, I think into more, into bigger things. Mm-hmm. So I think that's part of it. Yeah. Yeah. And now, like, the depiction of the others in season one makes sense. Like, from their perspective at the time, it wasn't fakey. It wasn't mm-hmm. bullshit. Like, they really were scary, you know? Yeah. And, and like, yeah, I don't know. That was really an eye-opener for me. Yeah. And, we talk about, you know, why go around barefoot, mm-hmm. hurting your feet, you know, being, yeah. you know, being, why, why live that lifestyle if it's just a ruse? Yeah. You know, and why do it all the time just in case you run into someone who you're trying to trick? Like it never made mm-hmm. me sense. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I guess I don't know, I, I gave him the benefit of the doubt. I really thought like, you know, it was this grand plan. You know, but uh yeah, it seems like that's not true. And and so with the whispers, now that I know, you know, the original Daniel theory, like that was it. Mm-hmm. Um uh I mean those were supposed to be kind of scary so you know their whispers were supposed to be scary in that way like it, it, it sort of makes sense uh now when they use the whispers like it seems like there's something else now you know they, that, yeah. they, that they're using them differently i mean they still use them with the others but now they have yeah. them like on the boat you know uh coming up in other contexts I feel like now they use the whispers as more of more more of a herald of yeah. like, you know, something about to happen. You know, and um and I, I don't know what the explanation would be, you know, um why you know, in terms of, you know you know, when Christian shows up, why are we hearing this, you know? I, I besides atmosphere, I don't really know why. Yeah. You know. Because those people, I mean, those the you know the voices that we're hearing, I don't think are are voice are are from people that are actually there, you know, or anything like that. You can't see them or something like that, you know. Like, 
I don't think it's that kind of thing. You know, mm-hmm. and I don't think every time an apparition or a Christian, you know, you know, appears somewhere like, you know, he's when he, you know, like that it that it it it, it concerns other like real other people or real other apparitions or something. Like, okay, guys, you know, let's I'm going to go you know, meet Michael, so, you know, let's stand in a circle and you start whispering and then I'm going to go vanish. And, like, <laughs> you know, like, I don't think what he does involve, you know, when when they do that sort of, re, you know, apparition reappearing trick, like, uh, that it really involves other people or something like that. So, mm-hmm. I don't know what they're doing with the whispers now. I don't, you know, I'm just, I think at this point, I'm just going to take it as, like, atmosphere, yeah, because I don't. I, it doesn't seem to be doing much else than just being atmosphere. Yeah, you know, and that was the whole thing. You know, we the uh, Sawyer heard the whispers. You know, say the thing that that the guy said to him. You know, the guy he killed in Australia, and like that was the thing that the whispers at a certain point had seemed like they were more than just atmosphere, mm-hmm. and that they were leading somewhere. And then you know they just didn't do anything with them. Yeah, yeah. One of the interesting things about this David Fury interview, uh, and this is sort of, I guess this is sort of a spoiler because I think it's probably true, but they haven't said it on the show. It's just, you know, the question is, uh, was time travel ever mentioned when when they were, when he was working on Lost? Mm-hmm. And uh, and the spoiler part of this is is that um, the idea that Saeed, there was a there was an early, early draft of the Saeed's episode Solidarity that, you know. Russo says she was part of a research team, so I asked, so you'd ask what were they researching, and she says time. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. You know mm-hmm. that 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 she would be connected to that back then, and it makes sense. I think it's interesting. It makes sense, and uh, I hope that's what they're you know going with. You know, I don't know what that means in terms of Rousseau. Like you know, if we ever will see her again. Yeah, Rousseau uh, may have uh, written herself out of the show. Yeah. By leaving, but uh, but yeah, it is interesting. And he also notes that they they took it out because the network was afraid of sci-fi stuff mm-hmm. at the time, which uh, they do seem to have uh, let up on. Can you uh, can you imagine if if back then in in solidarity she said they were researching solitary time? <laughs> solitary? Yeah. Why am I saying solidarity? I don't know. The first time I'm like, ah, oh, whatever. But I yeah. Solitary. Sorry. <clears throat> I was thinking of like. He's going to stay strong. (laughs) (laughs) No, he wants to be by himself. Um, uh, Solitary. um, That uh, can you imagine if we had heard time travel back then? You know, or like the idea of time way back then. That would have been crazy. It would have been crazy. Yeah. Would have been spending all that time trying to figure out how you know time travel fit Mm -hmm. in, or what time, what was she studying, and you know, and. Uh, yeah, it would have changed. It would have drastically changed the world of lost theories, you know. Definitely, yeah. Especially early on, you didn't have much to go on, and if you introduced mm-hmm. an idea like that, it would definitely, definitely steer you in a certain direction. I mean, time travel is like, time travel's kind of come in as a wrecking ball and taken over everything, you know. Now that yeah. it's, now that it's really on the show, like now, you know, people want to explain everything with time travel, you know, mm-hmm. which I think is going a little too far, but. Uh, uh, but yeah, if it, if it had been introduced at that time, I, it definitely it definitely would have had a big impact, you know. And it, it seems like they could have mentioned down the road if they wanted, like, you know, they could have thrown that in there eventually. Yeah. Um, 
and they just, you know, decide it wasn't important or whatever. I, I'm, I'm starting to think that Rousseau, that Rousseau may not, uh, may not get her due. Yeah. Uh, just because the the actor doesn't want to be there. One of those things, you, you know, they can't really do a lot about that. You know, if someone doesn't want to be there. It's hard to do their story. Yeah, maybe she'll come around in the future. Yeah, it's always possible. Yeah. I mean, you know, if she if if they just if they somehow could do a Rizzo flashback episode, you know, and she just has to do one episode, she might come back for that. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I th- I think they'll want to do it, um, but it might just end up being up to her to decide whether we get to see that or not. Yeah, we'll see. So, I would love to see it. Yeah, no, I I I would totally watch it. Um, yeah, with interest. There's well, you some... know, go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say, you know, my I was gonna write, you know, the the one of the lost episodes I ever thought about writing would, would be a Rousseau flashback episode. Oh yeah. So I'm kind of glad, like, you know, they're not gonna do it anytime soon, so I have more time to, you know, maybe write that episode. <laughs> Yeah, we uh, talked about that a long time ago. Because mm-hmm. remember, I was I was thinking about doing uh, that that uh, basically what happened to Claire when she was maternity kidnapped. leave. Your version maternity of that. Leave. Yeah, yeah. And my idea for maternity leave was so different <laughs> than what they did. Your idea was more like what David Fury was saying, right? It was exactly. more like the others are what they seem, and they're crazy, mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah. That that would have been. You know. Yeah, suffice to say, it involved, like, some sort of island ritual and, mm-hmm. you know, like, sacrifice slash, yeah, it was very, you know, pagan and, like, yeah, it was not what maternity leave turned out to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And once and once you see it, you really can't write it, you know? No, no, yeah. Can't go back and, you know, no, 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 this is, this is a real maternity leave. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, so definitely if they ever do a Rousseau episode, I you know I will never be able to do it. Yeah, whatever whatever they do is is fact, you know. Yeah, that's that's what happens. It just yeah, every that's why Lost is hard to write for because it's it's a story that you know they might cover that ground and just ruin whatever you think of. Mm -hmm. So you can't you know unless you do a real like crappy side story that has nothing to do with the plot, you know it's hard to like, think of anything that'll actually be, like, really fit into the show and not just, like, become obsolete. I don't know. Yeah. Which is sad, because, like, I would want to write something for Lost if I if I were a writer, which I'm not. It seems like it'd be fun, but, yeah, it's just not, you know, you really need to be, like, a, a writer on Lost to write you gotta Lost. Really know, yeah, you got to know what they're going for, where they're really coming from with the characters, and it's, you know, yeah, you just, it's so plot-heavy on Lost. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, uh for the record, I I agree with you on the whispers. I'm taking I'm taking them as atmosphere until further notice. I'm hoping for something, for some kind of explanation in the future, mm-hmm. but uh but yeah, I you know, given the the different ways they've been used, uh it's it's hard for me to really think of anything that's going to work but you know just like creepy atmosphere yeah you know and that's all i can think of yeah it, it seems like that's how they're using them even if they do like try to 
have an explanation, you know. Come up with some answer years later. Yeah. Yeah. Some kind of quick one sentence like line from Ben or something. Well, I guess I had my radio on too loud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh god. Oh, no. oh god. If I if I hear Ben say one more time, well I guess I mm-hmm. you know, like, oh man. Yeah, he likes that. Yeah. Well I guess I <laughs> Well, I guess I. Yeah, if it, if if Ben starts to say, "Well, I guess I," it's you know, disappointing, boring explanation coming yeah, up. Yeah, here comes the worst excuse ever. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not time for interesting dialogue. That's that's. Oh God. <laughs> well, I guess I. Ugh. All right. Fucking Ben. <laughs> ay ay ay. Okay, so uh let's see. The chopper, blah blah blah. Okay. Uh, well we should we should we should uh R. I. P. Michael. Oh we certainly should, yeah, okay. R. I. P. Uh, Michael. Uh let's see. Well, uh Michael is a very, you know I think he really got a bum deal. His character got a bum deal. I I you know, you know, so listeners might have heard about Harold, you know, Paranu complaining about the fact that they basically brought him back this season only to kill him off. And, you know, he, he's upset that, like, you know, he, you know, his character and basically, you know, Michael and Walt don't end up together, at least at this point, and not in any sort of real sense, you know, because even, even if Michael comes back as an apparition, it's not the same. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I think it is a little, it is a little unfortunate that, you know, because his character is just, you know, just uh, had crap the whole time, you know? Yeah. Didn't He didn't have, he wasn't there when Walt was growing up, you know, because his, his wife, not because of him, but because of his wife really left him, mm-hmm. you know? And then, then when he gets Walt back, they, <laughs> they crash on the island. Yeah. Then he gets him taken away from him. And then he, you know, kills a couple people, you know, to try to get him back. And then he actually gets, you know, he actually succeeds in, in getting his son off the island. You know, he was the first person to uh, yeah, to, to get off, you know, like to really say, I'm going to get you off, and he got the person off. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, by not so great means, but he still did it. And uh, But then, of course, just to be drafted back into the drama and uh, against his will. And, yeah, it's just, it sucks. Mm-hmm. You know, and I and I think as an actor, yeah, it sucks to just be brought back just to be killed off, you know, and like, and in not a very like you know interesting way. Like it's he, you know, he helped, you know, he 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 helped save some people by buying them some time. But uh, but you remember when when we first found out he was coming back, and I was saying, you know, why, how, what? Yeah. They don't they don't have any, you know. There's no reason for Michael to come back to the island. You know, and I was right. There wasn't. They had nothing for him to do, really. Yeah. Only, you know, he never set foot back on the island. No. You know, and and uh, and I'm not surprised because I just I didn't see where it could possibly go, and it didn't really go anywhere. He just basically bought some time for some people. Yeah. You know, and it could have been anybody else. You know, 
It could have been Jen. I mean, if Michael wasn't there, it could have been Jen who came up with the idea, and Jen is the reason why, you know, and that's the reason why Jen stays behind is because he's the one with the liquid nitrogen, you know, doing the bomb. You know, it could have been just like that, and it could have maybe that even would have worked better, you know, in terms of why Jen was down there so long. Um, but, um, yeah, it, it's, you know, R.I.P. Michael. He, he he tried. I give him credit for trying to be the dad he thought he should be. Yeah. Made some bad choices, but. Uh, yeah. He, he, yeah, he really messed up that one time. But, uh, I mean, in general, in general, he had, he had good intentions and, and he tried to, he tried to make up for himself and. and yeah. And you know, do something, do something for other people, and you know, th- yeah, they didn't, they didn't really let him redeem himself as much as he really needed to. Yeah, I, I agree. I think they, if they were really just going to kill him off, he really should have. You know, I think, you know, it, maybe Son and Jen, you know, saying something like, you know, we we understand why you did what you did, or some some sort of like a little bit of forgiveness from someone, you know, from people who, you know, were upset with him. Yeah. But he really didn't get that at all from anybody. You know, it was almost like he he did all this for nothing, you know, in terms of, uh, because, like, Walt doesn't even know what he did, you know. Yeah, uh, Walt thinks he's alive, apparently. Yeah, like, people, you know, no one's championing, you you know, Desmond is the only one alive who knows what Michael did to help these people. Yeah. And I'll bet he doesn't tell anybody. Yeah, me too. You know, by the t- you know, because they all just kind of part ways very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it's almost like you know he tried to redeem himself, but they did, the writers couldn't even give him that. You know, they couldn't even let him redeem himself. Yeah. Uh, and and I think it seems like you know, and I think maybe Harold even says this that you know it was payback for fans wanting to see Michael die or something. You know, uh, yeah. they were upset because of what he did, and so they, you know, they want to see him die, and so they just kill him because of that. And yeah, you but know. the thing is, like for me at least, I, it's, I mean, for very, uh, I can say so many things. I, at this point, it's been so long. I just don't, I don't even care about it anymore. The the fact mm-hmm. that he shot those people, and you know, I what what came out of Jack and Sawyer and Kay being captured, you know. Like, I'm not mad at him about that anymore. Furthermore, like, I I care about his character more than I do about Anna Lucia or Libby. Mm-hmm. You know, like, the, you know, he was he was there from the beginning. Like, I, I was more invested in his story than theirs. And I, you know, yeah. I, I'm not like... I'm not like let's hurt him. I'm not like really pissed that he that he. I mean, it sucks on a moral level, but for for the show and for the characters that you, you know, that I feel like you care about more. Like I, you know, I feel like I I didn't I didn't want him to just like suffer a lot. Yeah, you know? I agree. I wanted I, him to be able yeah. to make up for it. I wanted him to like redeem himself in the eyes of the people who felt betrayed by him. Like that's yeah. You know, that's what I thought he deserved. You know. Yeah. So. That's, and he didn't get that. No. He, you know, he got the opportunity, but they, you know, they just... And that's the thing. It, it just comes down to little things. Like I said, you know, just, you know, you know, like in that, that moment when Son tells him, you know, tells tells Michael she's pregnant, you know, like they could have written it where, you know, the, fa- the fact that Son is now basically a mother or going to be a mother, you know, she's, you know, obviously her mentality has changed. She might be able to re- to relate now, to what Michael mm-hmm. did a bit better, 
And so, you know, they could have just had one little moment where she just, they they have a little bit of a common ground, and he, and so, and especially since it's son, someone he cares about and had a connection with, yeah. you know, like he was, that's the thing, he was there with Sun and Jen on the boat, you know, and, and those yeah. are the two people, two people he was very close to and had a connection with, yet they still couldn't take, you know, half a, half of a, a scene to give him any sort of closure with what he was, you know, what he was really there for, you know, mm-hmm. and he even he even explained it to them that that's why he was there, you know, yeah, uh, to did. try to help. So I, you know, I do think it's 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 unfortunate, you know. I don't think Harold Perrineau's, uh anger is unfounded because I I I don't see where they really gave Michael the chance to uh, redeem him. I mean, they gave him the opportunity, but he just didn't do it, you know. Yeah. They didn't write that he did it, you know. No, and 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 what I really appreciate about that interview is that he really cares. Like he does really care about his know. character, and I, I'm glad that he's that invested that he's actually upset about how his character was treated. Mm-hmm. It's not just uh, a paycheck that he just shows up and goes home, and who cares what happens? Like he's actually. Yeah you know, invested in, in what happens to this fake character that he's acting out. Like, I don't know. I really, I, I really appreciate that he cares that much about it. Yeah. Yeah, And I think it's, I think it's interesting too. You know, when I was watching, um, watching the episode again after, after having read his little, his statements, um, and having to look at his face when he, when he knows that he's about to go die or this is his last scene he's going to shoot or, you know, like, I know that the actor knows that he's about to die and, you know, his character's about to die and he doesn't like that, yet he's still got to play this part mm-hmm. the best that he can and be honest and true to the character, even though he's upset about what's happening, you know, yeah. like, that must have been pretty tough, you know. Yeah, definitely. Because if it me, I feel like I'd be, I would just, like, phone it in, mm-hmm. you know, like, you wouldn't feel, but obviously he's a professional and he's going to do his job, but. yeah. It still must have sucked to have to, you know, to know he's, you know, this is his last scene with Jen, this is his last scene with whatever, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, and he doesn't agree with that, you know, how yeah. it's going to end, so. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because, yeah, obviously he would, he would read, he would read the script before he's filming the scene, so, mm-hmm. so, yeah, so he knew how he's going to end up, and. Yeah. Uh, I I do think that the rider strike like I think w- if we had had those extra uh, three hours um, uh, or two hours or whatever it was uh, I think his his story might have been fleshed out a bit more uh, he might have got more screen time uh, screen but- time to do what though. Uh- I don't see. I, I don't see he had any other story. I mean, maybe. I mean, maybe they could have taken the time to maybe redeem. You know, have another scene or something. But yeah, maybe. I guess maybe. But yeah, that, that's that's the only benefit of the doubt thing I can throw in there. I mean, mm-hmm. they, you know, they they had to wrap it up pretty quickly because yeah, they they wanted him, they wanted him to to die on the on the thing and and that had to happen here. So you know. Mm-hmm. Uh. You know, it's just he didn't get any last words, no tell Walt I love him, or no, like, you know, Sawyer got last words. He's not even dead. Mm-hmm. You know, Sawyer got to tell Kate something, you know, and, like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I think it kind of sucked for him. I think, I think he did get a raw deal more than more than some other characters who have died, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true, because, like, 
Like Echo got a huge death scene. Yeah, it was he got huge. like he got the biggest death scene of the show, I think. Probably. <laughs> like it's this grand like thing. I mean, I I love it, but like I feel like Michael deserves something as good as that. Yeah, me too. And that's why I think it, it you know it's just the writers listening to the fans and not and and maybe at least yeah. maybe incorrectly thinking that the fans just don't like Michael and they don't yeah. want to. They don't want to see him have a good ending, but yeah. I do, you know. Yeah, you didn't You didn't want to see that. You didn't want to see him, like, suffer, did you? No, not at all. I never, even when he shot, you know, Libby and Anna Lucia, I never, like, hated him because of that. I mean, I hated that, he, you know, he lied and cheated and, and you know, Jack and Kate, you know, did what he did, obviously, was wrong. But um, but I think when, when you're going to bring, when you're going to bring somebody back, you know, under the guise of, of them being able to redeem themselves, you think, you know, you, you could at least give them that. You know, yeah. it's like, you know, it's like, you know, someone who, you know, someone who wronged you, you know, in high school or something, and you track them down and, you know, and or something, and then you're just like, yeah, here, let's make up for that. But, yeah, you know what, not really. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, well, what was the point? Yeah. 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 Yeah, in general, like, I just, even if it's true, even if the audience wants, like, him to suffer or wants, uh, hates Nikki and Paolo and wants them to die, like, I just, I really don't want them writing scenes just to satisfy the audience's, like, desire mm-hmm. to see something, you know? If that if that really is just the reason they're doing it, like, that's, I, I think that's bad. The only desire of the audience they need to satisfy is the desire for a good show. Yeah. Like I you know, the, 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 the fickle whims of like the audience, oh we like this character, we don't like that character, you know, I feel like if if they're gonna if they're gonna be the you know, at the helm of this creative enterprise, they need to be the leaders that make decisions and and 